compressors. Come on. What is that? The air compressor from the other shop. Oh. That's a, they probably, you probably can't hear it. I got to turn my phone off. I'm, I'm already recording, by the way. Yeah, I'm on silent. Are you on silent, Rain? Yep. Oh. I'm trying to. There's too much lint on my phone, I think. Was so that two podcasts we started off talking about swallowing the mic? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Instead of uh, talking about second graders uh, describing a shooting. Yeah, that would be interesting, though. Dude, I mean, I'm telling do you, you. But do you remember how you described the shooting? Oh, my God. I So I was just as bad as the other kids with the wild story. I actually saw nothing. So, so you just made some shit up. <laughs> Dude, why are, we, why are kids like this, too? And we're same thing with our eight-year-old. We're like, why do you fucking lie? Why do they? Um, and then they say that kids are so innocent. No, we're not, they're not. When are they innocent? When does that stage start and end? Newborn. Because my daughter at three was vicious. She, I think she's more innocent now, at least by what I can see. And yeah. she's, you know, but at three, she was vicious. Yeah, I think that about um, our four-year-old. She's very innocent now, but that girl would probably would have murdered us from year one to year three for sure. Like a cat, like where she's going to eat your dead body. Yeah, I don't know. Abraham was playing uh, Fortnite last night, and he he said he got out of a game because the kids were cussing that were on his team. That's what? adorable. <laughs> There is some kids that are just innocent, though. Just tell them yeah. to fuck off and just go to another right? game. That's, yeah. my, I think, my, well, I, I've i always been the way I am. So mm -hmm. I raise my kids around who I am and the way I am. And, like, I've never not cussed and things like that. I've always just Same. taught them the words they're allowed to say and the words that they're not allowed to say. Yeah, my kids know that there's adult words yeah. and then there's kid words. So yep. when they've actually heard kids cussing before and they tell me, they're like, yeah. Mom, they said the word. Yeah. They said the bad word. Even like my son's 14, even yeah. a year ago, I was like, say shit. Say shit. No. Yeah. No. Our and oldest won't. Do, I had to make him like, I'm not going to fucking do anything, yeah. dude. You know, and that's the way I talk, too. I'm not going to fucking do anything. Yeah. Just say shit. I don't know. I love when kids like, cuss. Shit. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> when our four year old says fuck out of nowhere or like goes, oh, yeah. or it says shit, like that shit. And we're like, and then we're like, Genevieve, like we scold her, but then we're like, Ryan and I are just dying in the background. Like, oh, yeah. I have the best story. My son, he, my son had to be probably three years old at this time. We always had like big birthday parties where yeah. all, you know, my friends would come over and we're, then we're just all just wasted fucking drunk at like midnight kids running around and shit. Right. You know? And, um, one of my buddies telling a story and said something like, you know, yeah, fucking suck my cock or something. Right. Oh my God. And my, and my son was sitting on one of my really dear friends, wives lap and was like, eh, suck a cock or something like that. <laughs> And, he, and she's like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. You can't say that. Like, you know, if you talk like that, Santa Claus is not going to come or some, you know, something yeah. like that. And he just looked threaten. at her and he's all, eh, suck a cock. <laughs> and I'm, you know, we're all wasted, just dying. Yeah. And this is no, no rights, like, good. Yeah. Like, no. It's how not. can you not laugh? Oh, dude, it's, it's so good. Like, Madeline and Madeline, our oldest, she's eight and she, she would never cuss. Like she's, she's yeah. a very good, good girl. Same. My, my daughter now, no way. She'll rat the younger one out. She'd be like, she said that. And then she goes to say shit and she's like, like, and she won't repeat it. And then, um, you know, and I'm like, Genevieve, stop fucking cussing. God damn it. What did I tell you about <laughs> fucking cussing? I remember my, we were uh, in an office one time. My, my cousin brought her daughter and she was, I don't know, four or five at the time. And it was a weekend. So the office was empty. And we were talking in a cubicle and her and her brother were off playing across the office. And all of a sudden I hear, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I just started dying laughing. Oh, yeah. I was, and then they brought her over and they were trying to scold her. And I just could not stop laughing. Like, yo, we're trying to discipline our kid here. You mind? I'm like, 
like, good luck. Dude, yeah. yeah. They're just going to do it again. It, it goes to desensitization <laughs> of Americans, though. I yeah. mean, we're all, you know, we've talked about it so many times, you know. Like, I know I'm fucking desensitized, you know. Yeah. I, I don't care. It doesn't bother. I mean, I'm, I I don't know. I'm right in the middle, I think. I tried to do my best to raise our my, my, my kids, like, to where they had manners. Um, you know, they know right from wrong. You know, like the weed thing, the weed legalization thing was real weird for me, even though I've been smoking pot since yeah, I was like I remember that 11. on your other podcast, you touched on that. And I was yeah. like, it's kind of true. Like, it is weird. Like, I would never want my kids to smoke weed, but I fucking smoke weed. So yeah. I'm like. <laughs> I, I mean, literally, I've been, I started smoking weed when I was 11 years old. Yeah, that's crazy. And, and I look at my kids who are both older than that age. And from yeah. my knowledge, they don't smoke weed and they don't drink like I was already drinking. Like they don't do the things. I was already walking around the pack of cigarettes at 11. Yeah. So they don't do any of these things. And I'm like, but, but you know, and I still like have that weird, I guess, parent feeling where you're trying to shelter them from stupid oh, stuff. Yeah. But like when weed became legal and it was billboards motherfucking everywhere. And I'm just like, man, I don't really. I don't really want. Yeah. No, I, I'm same, same point. Like I remember in seventh grade, I went to Sierra middle school here, just not even that far away from here. And I will never forget it. There was the, the, the cool girls. They were outside and they were lighting up cigarettes. And I just remember, cause I, I, I was not like the cool kid. I was definitely a fucking weirdo. Like, and with my crunchy, weird curled bangs and <laughs> the little weird choker in my Mervin's shirt. Like yep. <laughs> it was, I was definitely like not on their level ever. What you're saying it was love at first sight. <sighs> She's a band geek. <laughs> she grew up a band geek. Listen, I, I'll get what? to that moment in a minute. Would you put it there in a minute? Oh, wow. Okay, so starting, if we want to go down that rabbit hole real quick, I, go actually, down a lot of rabbit holes. I actually played. Sounds uh, weird when you say that. The trombone first. Wow. <laughs> it sounded <laughs> weird when you said that. <laughs> Swear to God, I played that first. I ended up, I'm glad I did because I ended up meeting my best friend that I'm still friends with till this uh -huh. day. He, We sat next to each other. Yeah. And Richard? Him and I, no. Oh my God. Could you imagine if Richard played the trombone? <laughs> that thing would be bigger than him. <laughs> oh man. No. So um, his name is Evan. He's still my friend. He's awesome. In the Navy too. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I, I did that for a year. In eighth grade, I moved up front and did the clarinet. Uh -huh. And then I met my other good friends who were up in the front. They were, you know, all the that. Clarinetters. But, yeah, but we knew, like you knew going into high school, you can't do that shit. No. No, you 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 need to leave the band shit behind. So oh, yeah. like as soon as the ninth grade, I, I literally was like, sorry, mom. Like I, I know you spent like $500 on this thing, but I'm never fucking touching this thing Pawn ever again. Shop. Yeah, like you, it's social suicide to go into high school playing in the band for me anyway. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there was other people obviously that love it. And the trombone was that big one that wraps around you. Was it? No, that's oh. a tuba. Oh yeah. Tuba. Damn. Trombone was the one where you uh. like have your hand. All right. All right. All right. Wow. I got you. I got you. I fucking hate you, Ryan. <laughs> so anyway, so these cool girls are standing outside and they're lighting up cigarettes and here I am thinking, Whoa, like yep. I only see adults do this. Yeah. So my mind was blown and then I'm torn. I'm like, do I say something? Or should I smoke? Or should I do it with them? It was like the angel <laughs> devil on your shoulder so and shit. I remember I kept walking past them and then a teacher came up and then, and then I panicked and then I'm like, they're smoking cigarettes over there. And like I ran and I was like, and then I remember I was sweating. I go into class and I'm like, they're going to know, they're yeah. going to know, they're going to know, they're going to know. And I literally swore to myself that I would never ever do something like that again. Like I hated myself. Like I like lived with that guilt probably forever. <laughs> do you know who it was? You know what's funny is. Do we need to publicly so, apologize right now? A couple now? of those girls were on my Facebook like long, long, long time ago. But I think since then have faded you, off, I'm sure. You should have told them it was me. It was 
was me. Hey, just de- just message him. It was me, and then just don't ever say anything again. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember they were just like they were just like the cool girls. Like they did all the cool, yep. fun stuff like that. And yep. I I was very innocent growing, even though I grew up in such a very rough gang violent background. For because I when I came out of your shop, I'm like, holy fucking shit! I lived across the street. Um, I actually was very shy. I didn't really speak out a lot. Like I would have my couple of my moments where I would randomly blurt out something crazy and then just be like, oh fuck, I'm never doing that again. Um, and then I really didn't get my voice until I was like almost 15. Yeah. I was very just to myself, like almost to the point where like, is she shooting up the school? Right. <laughs> I think though um, like high school in general is intimidating as fuck. Yeah. Cause I went to a different high school than I was supposed to go to. Cause I almost oh, got kicked out of junior same, high. Same. So I got put in this like brand new high school that they just built across town. Like my mom had to drive me there and shit. Cause it, there was no buses. It was out of our district. Oh shit. So when I got there, I didn't know anybody. Yeah, that's and hard. it was like, it was, it was weird at that age. And then you like ju- freshman, and senior, even though it's a four a year age difference, usually, unless the senior's real dumb. Um, <laughs> but it, that is a giant difference yeah. in maturity. So when you walk into a school as a freshman and you have these seniors who got like fucking beards and giant tits yeah, and shit. Tattoos and shit. Yeah. You're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like you're like, what the f- where the fuck am I? Right. And so my freshman year was boring. It sucked. Yeah. You know, then you're like in electives, you're in electives with juniors and seniors as a freshman. It was like super intimidating. Mm-hmm. But by junior year, I was like fucking, that was, that was my school. Yeah. That's, like, when you, that's when you blossomed? Oh, yeah. Well, like at, towards the end blossomed. of sophomore year, yeah, you know, like I fucking, I put my big boy pants on and yeah. and then, well, it was, I don't know. I had it easy. I loved high school. Yeah, high school I, was my favorite. I fucking hate high school because I went to, I, same thing. I went I to do anything in high school. I went to <laughs> high school party. outside of my district. Yeah. So, um, like I would take two buses. I was the first person at school ever. Ugh. Like, Ugh. you know what I mean? You like hated I hated doing that. Cause I didn't know anybody on the regular buses that were packed. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was like, I don't want to sit here or stand in the aisle with all these random people. I don't know. I would eat lunch out in the corner with like, with the two people I did know. Yep. And I would just eat in the corner over there. And then it was the same. I think like by senior year. That's when I was just like, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. You know, I'm not going to see Yeah, now cool. Yeah. <laughs> you had to get that. And it's the same now, though. Like, you can walk through life now caring what everybody thinks. Yeah. You're not going to get very far. I always wondered, too, like, the girls that were cool in, like, elementary school, like, the cool girls. Like, how, how did they even get there? Like, did they did they just, like, born and they're like, I'm going to be cool. Like, yeah. I'm going to wear the cool shit. So, like, I mean, honest question. Could you go to high school now in the age of social media? No, I wouldn't even want to. Like, I, I imagine think, today being in high school. I don't know, man. Like, I, 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 do I know what I know today? You know, is it that thing, that theory where you can go back in time knowing what you know today? Because if I could, then yes. Because I would, like, be... No, I mean, just being fresh to it right now. See, I think social media in, in, in a general, for kids, it fucks a lot of things up. It, it does. It, it fucks up their... Um, their personal skill like level of, of communication with people it shows them a false sense of reality um, because of the people they follow or the youtubers or fucking tiktokers or fucking whatever it may be so it shows a very big fall fo- and, and it does that to adults as well because people get so trapped in it like if you look at any of our social media accounts, we're posting cool shit, right? You don't see like when, you know, I'm trying to struggle to pay bills or fucking, you know, eating top ramen for a week because I couldn't fucking afford bologna, like whatever it may be, right? You only see, look at fucking 
Steve's fucking bike. Look at, you know, Lorenzo's fucking sweet beard, like whatever it may be. Right? Look at it. We, Look we, at we, it. We, we try to keep it real. And that's, I think, one reason yep. why there's a we have some, I guess, support from from friends. But it's just it, people like to see the realness. People yeah. like to see the fact that we'll post the stuff that most people want. It's not all raindrops yeah. and lollipops. You For know, sure. like we are not that couple. We're like, I fucking love. No, 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 you're no. definitely not. She literally told me to I go fuck myself and left the house yesterday media. for like four hours. Never, you won't. <laughs> My wife has a good thing. The people that it seems like they're always doing the I love you, I love you, I love you, no. they're, the worst. they're usually uh, broken up, split up, divorced by the end of the I, year. I don't know how many times well, you've seen Well, at some point, my, they're having a dual, like, mutual account. Yeah. Yep. No, oh, God. You see my bitter-ass face all the time on oh, her yeah. stories because I'm just mad. She's this, always just stalking you with, like, <laughs> like a raptor, like, trying to annoy the piss out of you. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. Like, the, the 20... So I, I posted something the other day, and it was, like, um, feeling a certain way because you're 25 and you haven't made it yet. Yep. But at 25, we were broke and had a baby and trying to figure out life. And it's like, I felt bad because people were messaging me and they're like, my son's 11 and thinks he failed already. I'm like, he's 11. Yeah. Because he, you know, because he lost a Fortnite match or something like it's, it's not, at a left, I mean, yeah, I mean, we were. Well, I don't, it's a different time. I don't think it I helps. Know. But you see that. You see that kid who's like, They're like fifteen years ahead of us. Yeah, that kid that's sponsored on YouTube because he's just opening presents. Oh yeah, like opening toys. Yeah, up. yeah. And yeah, he's, yeah. He's getting paid. Making Dude makes bank. like three million. I mean, they, they see that stuff. I, I think you you see a lot of kids having problems in school today because I think of social media. Not big time. People are able to bully and like set these imaginary standards, yep. and and these kids they just don't have the same upbringing. They don't have the mental capacity to hold that in and understand what it's really about. I mean, let's be honest. Instagram, for the most part, is a look at what I have dick sucking fucking arena of people. You know, like everybody on there is trying to gobble up everybody else, like to try to be like, oh, we're friends. We're friends. No, you're not friends. You don't even know that guy. You DM'd him four times. Like you're not friends. Like the I learned what an acquaintance was and what a friend was when I was a very young kid. Like I was camping in a campground with my grandparents and I fucking disappeared because I met like, you know, a kid my age and we were in their camper, like fucking playing with toys or I don't know, eating pop tarts. Who knows? Yeah. Fuck and yeah. wasn't no gay shit. But, <laughs> and, uh, are you sure? Code. No. Uh, <laughs> eating pop tarts on each other's asses. <laughs> oh my God. But, uh, you know, and then she's like, where the fuck were Well, my grandma didn't cuss, but she was like, where were you? And I'm like, oh, you don't do that. You don't know. I'm like, oh, he's my friend. No, he's an acquaintance. And she explained to me what it was. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you know, I have like four friends in life and I have like a million acquaintances. That's one thing I I actually get a little, I never really get annoyed that easily, honestly. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Unless it comes from Ryan. Unless it comes from Ryan, I do not get that annoyed. The wind wind blows the wrong direction. Okay, well, I mean... I just say with people, I re- I'm really a people person. It's like I, I, I really genuinely be like being around people, but I also like my alone time too. Oh, yeah. Like I, I like my old lady shows and then being yeah. fucking on Golden the couch. Girls kills it. Yeah. So, um, what? the one thing that does get me with people is when they follow me on social media and they have what? for a while and then they go and then they tell somebody that, that does actually know me and they're yeah. like, Oh yeah. My friend, Amanda, or like, or they'll call me by my nickname. Or I know her. Or yeah, yeah, I know Dur. Yeah, 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 I know Dur. And I'm like, I've never met that person in yeah, my life. Weird. And I get that quite, like, we were in the middle of nowhere in Oatman, Arizona. And this guy came up to us like he's known us for 10 years. Yeah. And I'm with my family. So I'm having private, super private family time. And this guy came up to me like 
like he knew us. And it actually bothered me and I walked away. It's weird. Because the way he approached me, I, I didn't like it. And I even said to Ryan, I was like, I can never handle being like a real celebrity. No. I, I, I would be, be like, oh, she's a bitch. <laughs> oh yeah, you sacrifice your privacy. Yeah. yeah. And like if you look at my personal Instagram and stuff like that, I'm, I don't post shit. I only post things about the business anymore. Like I was for a long time. Like I would kind of mix my business and personal life more. And as this has gotten grown and gotten bigger, I like having that part of my life yeah. that people don't know about. Yeah. I don't, they don't need to know about it. They mm. don't need to know if I'm walking around my house in my underwear. They don't need to know like, you know, if yeah. what I, if I'm out if my, in my personal life buying something or, you know, what I actually like have or things like that. I'm a business like my, it's the weird part of where the business is so interconnected with who I am. Mm -hmm. So, but so the business is motorcycles, Yeah, you know, and you know, I like old cars. So the business is somewhat that too, but the business is reality motorcycles and that's yeah. all you need to know. Yeah. Beyond that, like my, my person, like me, you know, I just spent a week in July in Catalina with my wife and my kids and stuff. Nobody knew. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and I have, you know, it's, it sucks because at the same time I have all these cool videos and pictures mm -hmm. of like my kids and, you know, we are doing all sorts of fun shit out there. And we I could share like, that privately. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was yeah. like, I was like, should I post this? Yeah. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm not, I don't want to, because one, they're also my kids. I don't want my kids all over social media. Yeah. As another reason I, you know, and it, my personal account only has just like over a thousand followers, but guess what? I know 20 of those people. Like realistically, maybe under just under a hundred, maybe I really know yeah. just under a hundred of those people. I don't know who the rest of those 900 people are. Mm -hmm. And to put my, I don't want to put my kids out there in the sense of like, you know, cause when my kids at school, they already, their friends, they already know who I am okay. because of I'm so stupid on the internet all the place and their dads ride motorcycles. So they're like, Oh, my son will wear like a Speed King shirt and they know that that's like he, I'm his dad and that, mm -hmm. cause I'll pick them up in the van or whatever, you know? And then you're like, Oh, my dad has that sticker and blah, blah, blah. So it's like, oh, that's they already, it's neat, yeah. but they already kind of get that. And like, so to put them out there more and like, it, it could be weird. Yeah. Right. You know, like, I don't know. It's just, we, we share a lot about our lives, but, but, but there's still a lot that I, I hold back a little bit just because I do want a little bit of that, that privacy tone. Mm -hmm. Um, but the only reason I do share a lot, cause some people like, maybe they do get a little annoyed cause I share too much sometimes, but sometimes I do it because I like people to see how real we are yep. and I want them to see the, the stupid bickering fights. I want them to see that we're not perfect. I want them to see me ugly as fuck in the morning. Like I want them to see me like, you know, yelling at my kids or saying, <laughs> Hey, stop being fucking jackasses and yep. shit, you know, be because we do need a little bit more realness out there. So not everybody's set up for that. No, uh, it's not for everybody, but I just put it out there because we need a little bit more of that out there. Oh, a, a, a lot of people out there are just too fucking fake. And 100%. they're just like, Oh, look at my perfect family and like yeah. my There's... perfect shit. And I'm just like, nah, we're, we're fucked up, dude. Yep. Like, you know, we, we literally fight about dumb shit. I literally last night we got in a big ass fight and I threw a shoe at him. Like <laughs> well, is, that's us. assault brother. <laughs> Daily. <laughs> but I love the shit out of him. And you know, I, re I respect him as a person. He does a lot for me. I do a lot for him. It's, it, it's, it's a team effort. Yeah, definitely. But I also will remind people like, dude, we ain't fucking perfect. No. Like, and you're not going to see that shit on social media where I'm like, Oh my God, I love you. There's, there's some, there's some people like the genuine pages like where people do that stuff like that, they're fun to follow. Like, cause mm -hmm. you're like, fuck yeah. yeah. Like they think they're <laughs> fucked up just like me. Yeah. Yep. There's some people where I know for a fact that shit ain't that green. They're fucking 
Dude. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're struggling, but like they're flexing and like in the weirdest, you, you know what I mean? Like yep. I'm so blessed. I'm like, no bitch, you're behind two months on your phone bill. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like I saw, I saw you fucking paying with rolls of pennies. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not trying to judge and say I'm better than you, but I'm just like, but come on, don't, don't fake the funk. You know what I mean? Like hundred percent. Definitely would be lying if I said it wasn't like that we didn't used to. Cause like a couple years ago, I mean, we're young, we're in our twenties. Oh, yeah. Like, of course we were not like, and it's just, we just filmed everything. But like now, like, yeah, of course we have friends that if we go to have, like have us to a bunch and they yep. got just massive $200,000 boats, you know, but you don't see us like doing, you know, spending selfies on this thing. Like, look what I'm in. Yeah. Ah. I'm on a boat. Yeah. It's like, on a boat, bitch. Yeah, I mean, it, you might see a picture, but I'm not like trying to flex, like I'm balling yeah. out. Like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. like these are my homies, especially because most of those guys are pretty private too. So I'm not like, yep. Hey, you know, check, check out my guy's about shit. The privacy, a hundred percent. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. I just, I don't know. It, 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 and I wasn't exact. I wasn't as private as I am now. Years ago, like I was more. Like, if, I've never deleted any pictures off my Instagram. So if you scroll back when I used to be like before I actually renamed it Speed King Cycle, it used to be like Speed King Steve. Mm. Like all the pictures of me and my kids hanging out at the beach are still there. Like from yeah. you know, so it's and it's fun. I sometimes like, every once in a while I like, scroll all the way back to go anyways, back and relive it and, and like just go back in time and to see the um, progress that we've made as a company and everything yeah. like that. It's pretty fun, but. Uh, so I never deleted any of that and I was more open with who I you know, like with things like that. But as things have just gone and things, I'm just like, I just, I don't know. I just dig the little privacy now. Like, yeah. you know, it's you, like you learn, you, you learn because I think too, because I see so many people that it's like, I'm taking a poop. Now I'm taking a pee. Like, you know, I'm brushing <laughs> my teeth. Like everything is just fucking on there. So your wife doesn't send you poop pics. <laughs> No, she doesn't. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I mean, I would shit. not be mad. Like, text her midday. What are you doing? All I get is a picture of her feet. I'm like, <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Thanks. Listen, listen, we are very close. Oh, there's no nothing wrong with that. We've been together like almost 12 years. Wow. And I, he pretty much knows just about everything about me. Just about. What does he not know? <sighs> yeah. Wait, what do I not know? Yeah, here I we go. <laughs> Let's but, tell the world you know what funny? he doesn't know. Don't throw any shoes it's in here. even... <laughs> Even like secrets. So like if, if like a friend is like, oh my God, don't tell anybody. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let me tell you about this crazy story. And then I'm like, Ryan, oh my God. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but, I do the same thing. But I, I leave it at that. Like, it's not like I'm telling everybody. It's like, he he's my little secret oh, yeah. spot. So if you can't trust like to tell your spouse or significant other something like that, then yeah. you, you're with the wrong person. Oh, totally. Uh, my wife knows everything. Like I tell her everything. I don't hide shit. There's no reason for me to hide shit. Like, <clears throat> my phone doesn't have a code, you know, you swipe it open. We have like, the code, but we have the same exact code. Well, exactly. <laughs> like she because, has a code to hers and I know it. So yeah. but I've never once, you know, we, me and my wife now we've been together something like eight years. I don't even oh, know. Wow, that's so and, good um, though. And, uh, I've never once had the even thought or like thought I needed to look at her phone. Yeah. You know, if I think, cause I've been in, you know, in a relationship like that. So if I think I need to look at your phone, it's over. And I'm, 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 yeah. you, you know, I'm walking out and I'm taking the dogs. We've never, Oh God. <laughs> yes. Take the dogs. We've never been um, like that. And if I need to go on his phone, it's really to like, get a picture yeah. or hit. And so it was funny. One of his friends actually saw me going in his phone to get something and he was like, are you looking at his phone? And I was like, no, motherfucker. This guy never responds to his mom. Like, I, somebody's <laughs> yeah. got to text this bitch oh, back. Like, like, Make sure I'm, okay. I'm the worst texter no, back, man. I'm so bad. He's I, so I, bad. I, I, all friends, I'm sorry. I, they know I'm a, I'm a terrible texter back. Hold on. Oh. Watch this. 
Yeah, he's he's the worst. <laughs> 274 unchecked text oh, messages. Yeah. So you're, you're, he's right up your alley. Dude. Well, the problem is, here's what I have my issue with it, is that they come on this screen, and then I've already read it. By the way, no background? Who are you? Yeah, that's how crazy. I'm <laughs> fucking crazy, bro. Damn. That's psychopath shit right one time, the FBI. one time it changed, and I had to find Look this at, again to put it back. I got that no. and the kids, but then you have the unlock screen, which, of course, is yeah, the kids. a nope, nope, little my, more less than PG yep, for there us. There you go. Yeah. No, mine's, I, I don't know, something about this background, it's just like, it's soothing is to it, me. So it relaxes it's, you? It's like calm, it's like the ocean. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know why, I've always liked it since I got this iPhone thing. Can't yeah. keep a thing stock, you leave a phone no, stock. No, it's, it's a little weird, Steve. It is weird. Well, yeah. you know, when I switched from iPhone 7 to this, what is this, 10 or something, I had to search for the background again because I needed the same background. <laughs> oh my you, God. you looked at it. I had to find it. it you had different. to Google that shit. Oh, yeah, well, I don't know what Christ. it is about this background, it just, it's, it, I don't know. Um. But yeah, I, I it, it looks like you took the picture, but you're like, probably the kind of guy that like buys pictures picture frames and just leaves the family photo oh that's in there just hangs so we the actually have a photo in our house like that and it's funny I keep telling him I need to fucking put a picture in there it black still kids? has <laughs> yeah it still has some random ass family in there I just really like the frame so it's in our bedroom it, it's small thank god it's like a four by six so it's not like a <laughs> four foot by six foot <laughs> yeah it's, it's little but I do have one in my house that's like that to no. be honest, I'm super anal when it comes to taking <laughs> like hanging pictures and stuff. I have to use like a laser oh, level. Ryan and gets ridiculous. I just start too. doing mathematics. <laughs> like I fucking okay. I'm gonna put this many pictures. The walls is. You got you got some dope po uh, portraits. Yeah, we you got some cool shit. Dude, I, I love pictures. Like that's I'm I'm I'm, I'm a disaster. Like I'm gonna tell you right. Now, I'm a disaster. Everybody know people that know me know I'm a disaster. Like my shop right now is cl is that's clean. Oh yeah. Like usually oh. it's fucked. <laughs> like I just cleaned it like two weeks ago. Thank you yeah. for us, dude. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. really it's really nice. I would lose my mind. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm a, I've always been this way. Like I'm, I call myself an organized disaster. I'm I could have like jobs piled up all like shit all over this. And if you t ask me where something's at, I'm like, oh, it's under that third paper. You move this little fucking widget. Like here's this piece. You know what I mean? Like I know where it's all at. When I put shit away, I'm fucked. I yeah. can't find anything. Like, I, I don't know where so much stuff is now because I started, like, I got new toolboxes and new storage cabinets, putting things in drawers. I have to, like, label my own toolbox because usually I put it all away, but then the next job, it all comes back out and then it just lives on the lift. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it's, uh, I've just always, but you give me, and it's something like this where I have to, you know, do all this foam and every, like, that's where... Oh, my the, the crooked foam in here yeah, got my you. My OCD kicks in, and like I can't stand it. <laughs> motorcycles, I have everything has to be perfect on motorcycles yeah. and hanging pictures. That's what I'm good at. Speaking of motorcycles, I am kind of a little sad that I couldn't show off Tammy today. Yeah, I was hoping it was going to be here. Damn it, Josh. Miss, but, Mr. Runlet. I know, but you know he did do some great, great work for me. Oh yeah. And so what I, happened? Why was it there? So <clears throat> when I got the bike um, from. Uh, Team Dinah, mm -hmm. great guy. Jack, um, I love yep. Jack. He he had a really good find. Yep. Um, we tore it down, and he admitted to us. He said um, the head gaskets were leaking, and oh, we yeah. we we didn't care. We're like whatever, we can fix it. Well, yeah. as we're tearing down the bike and going through it and this and that, we were like, yeah, I kind of want to deal with that. So <laughs> we the the motor was blonde at one point, and you could tell the guy had previously painted over it, so the motor kind of looked like shit. So. Yeah. We went and got that spray can paint at Harley Davidson and just bootied that shit up a little bit. And um, yeah, we sealed up the bottom as best as we could. It still looked like someone sneezed a snot rocket all over mm -hmm. the bottom. But I mean, we made the bike 
writable, mm-hmm. what I wanted exactly, blacked out with the red, trying to keep the nostalgicness to it. Yep. Um, but at least, you know, get a little flair, a little sporty to it. And, yep. you know, she rips. But I've always had this fear in the back of my head when we do long rides. We've done, you know, a couple that I, I just don't want to be that bitch on the side of the road. Yeah. Yep. And I, everyone's like, it's an experience. You need, I'm like, I don't want to fucking do it. Have you ever been it. on the side of the road? Yeah, no. It's not I don't, an experience. I don't, don't want to do it. It's the so, most boring, shitty time of yeah. your life. So... In my mind, I'm like, fuck you guys. I don't want to be that bitch. I don't care if it's an experience. I'm not fucking doing it. So I had talked to, we had talked to Josh twice and we just said, look, you did a great job with Gold Digger, his old soft tail. And I said, you know, we would really like you to do some motor work. Kind of open it up. Just make sure shit's good in there. Um, So what do you do? Put like a blower or something on it? No, he. Uh, I'll try, man. Uh, oh it, God, it's my bike, but he has to talk about it. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> didn't, didn't do too much. Uh, just up the compression a little bit. Andrew's cam, mm-hmm. uh, all new lifters, springs, all that stuff, internals. Just, uh, I think I don't know if he did the ignition. We didn't agree if we did the ignition or not, but I, I can't remember. Yeah, it, I but we'll the thing is, we didn't know what was in there, so we'll find out. But I already had a Makuni on it, so yep. it's gonna be a good little ripper. Yeah. Um, he also opened up because the the outer primary, we just could not get that thing it to stop leaking. Anywhere I went, I, you knew I was there because there'd be a bucket of pl- primary fluid all over uh, the place. Like three drops. <laughs> but a bucket. But, a bucket. But it would spread, you know, so it looked like a lot, of oh, course, because yeah. it was like, you know, it, thin. But then, yeah, so he was, of course, he's a magician, and he was like, well, we're ready, you know, just boom, doo, ba, doo, ba, doo, and he got it. <laughs> Illinois, we're going to bump them brass up, boom, boom. And his oh, wizard ways, he just fixed it like nothing, of course. So yeah, he's like, it doesn't leak. Yeah, so that was one thing. Uh, and then he just, you know, g- give it a little extra RPM love. And uh, I mean, he busts out a flathead and you can tune that McCoonie in three seconds. Oh, so yeah. yep. Uh, yeah. we'll see. It's going to be a lot. I think it's going to be a little ripper for I sure. Just, I just want to, you know, I know everyone's like, she's not a writer. Actually, I've been riding dirt bikes since- um, Who said that right now? I've had some guys, I've had a little bit, well, I've actually had a lot of love from the Harley industry. Mm-hmm. I, I really have. But, you know, I, I see a lot of other comments. Um, a lot of people actually did not believe it was my bike. People are haters. They kept, so a couple times, actually, um, my bike would get reposted and then they would tag Lauren. Oh yeah. And Lauren and, sucks. I, no, just kidding. I no. love you. So, and you know what? I, I don't get mad, but I just, Hey, you know, all like yeah. cute and girly, like it's mine, you know? Yeah. And, and there, and then, <laughs> and then this guy would be like, no, it's not. And I'm like, Oh, that's fucking weird. Cause I'm pretty sure I'm on the title. <laughs> yeah, don't make me send this to you. Yeah. Biatch. So, um, a couple other people, they're like, well, you don't ride. And I'm like, says who do you fucking know me? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, yes, I've only been riding a Harley for, you know, less than a year, but I started off the correct way, I like to say it. I started on two wheels when I was 19. I actually rode a quad when I was 15 and 16, um, and then I ditched the quad quad god life. And I went to dirt bikes when I was 19, got my first little Honda, um, and I struggled. First couple years, dude, it's rough being a chick, and you're just like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to try to keep up with the boys. Man, I got wrecked. Yeah, I yeah. had first time in Glamis riding a dirt bike. Because I've been going to Glamis since I was 15. But it's different on two wheels. Oh, yeah. Way definitely, different. Definitely. I got ragdolled. First dune. Just yeah. thrown over the bars. Separated my shoulder. And um, thankfully, there were some really good people that gave me some awesome sand rail rides. For, made up for the whole <laughs> weekend. I didn't even give a shit anymore about my shoulder. Um, I actually got really hurt a lot in the beginning. And I learned a lot. And then I remember when I re- met Ryan, he was like, you can do better than this. Yeah. 
So he's like, we, you're going to ride with me. So it was sink or swim from day one. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, yeah. that's how I learned. Yep. And when I was, I started riding, I was 14 yep. and that's how I learned sink yeah. or swim. And so she had to keep up and we never had other chicks in the group and she would, the she would get there. Usually. Like the first few years, you know, like we'd be, we'd ride and I would just make sure we didn't get out of like eyesight yeah, and yeah, then yeah. we could look back and she'd be there. Yep. She'd be there. Yep. Of course she's light years better now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. There That's, was, there was a couple trips where he would look back at me. He was like, damn, she's still back there. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Just somehow we would go through some trails that I'm like, I'd look back and I'm like, wait, we have to go back through there. <laughs> my shit. wife's funny. So my wife, yeah, you know, I put her through the CHP course. She'd rode quads like when she was a teenager and stuff. Yeah. When the, I've been riding dirt bikes since I was fucking 12 or something, you know? So getting on a Harley for me was like second nature. I never skipped a beat. Like it was just like, Oh, now we're riding Harleys. You know what I mean? Like, um, which I probably don't know as much as I should know, like with that CHP course, like the safety course stuff, because you know, as a, as a dirt bike rider, the answer to everything is throttle out. And I don't think that's realistic for the street, but (laughs) we still try. When in doubt, gas it out. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, I put my wife through the CHP and then she started riding Harleys. And then uh, she's funny to ride with, though. Like, she's a lot better rider than she realizes she is. And she second guesses herself too much. Yeah. And that's what kills her. Her own brain screws up her abilities. That's my issue, too. So and- when I'm, when she's following me, like, I, I mean, I don't ride crazy. Like, if I'm riding with him, we're doing 105. If I ride with my wife, we're doing like 80, 85, right? Yeah. And she'll be following me, but then she'll get tired of going 80. And she'll, like, be going 70. And I'm going to still go 85 because you know where we're going. If you want to go slower than me, you know where we're going. I'm not waiting for you. Because one yeah. time I waited on the side of the freeway oh, and I was like, not... I was like, I told her, I said, that is fucking dangerous as fuck. Yeah. You, you ride at the speed of the pack. That's what you do. Yeah. So she, you know, but she does only does it with me. If we're in a group, she wouldn't do this. Yeah. And so from now I leave her. But if I ride behind her, it's a totally different story. She's going 95. <laughs> like, and I'm like, it's the craziest thing. And she, I've done it to her so many times. Like where I'm like, Oh no, you go ahead. You lead. Cause like I'll lead on the way there and I'll make her lead on the way back. And she's jamming. And I'm like, what the fuck is the difference? Well, she's always yeah. riding on that sporty though. Right. But that sporty does 110 with me on it, bro. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That thing's fucking quick. Don't let, don't let, that's not an, that's not one of those things where it's like an 883. That thing fucking rips. I mean, we're, uh, she's every ride she's gotten better for sure, but it's definitely a, uh, it's funny because in the, well, you know, sharp turns or whatever, like busy streets, she might might go a little wide on some. And I'm like, you really need to stay in your lane. Like you you need to cut that thing tight, but it's funny because if I'm, if I'm behind her, I'm on a lane next to her, she cuts it wide. But if she literally gets like a little duckling behind me, Mm -hmm. she will just right on in like tight turn. No problem. She'll see what you, you did and do and And be perfect. But on the highway, on the highway, yeah, you're right. She's a little more timid. She's yep. a little more behind. He doesn't want to, you know, but that's the other thing too, is that she was afraid her bike was going to go. And I always told her like, look, your, your Evos, it's a, it'll go 80 all day, oh, yeah. you know, but once you go 90 more, that thing's going to rattle itself yeah. apart. Yep. So that's, that's what we told Josh. We're like, look, we want this thing to be able to go, you know, 80 all day, 90 if we need to, and not have to be stressing about this yeah. thing blowing up because that's expensive, obviously, yep. you know, I'm waiting side of the road. But, uh, have you met the red light queen over here? Because oh, yeah. get her on the damn street. And I got Danny G punch me in the head because this, this broad's taken off at a stoplight, like bat out of hell. I'm like, yo, oh, you're like, that dude. If you, that girl, if you get a girl, yeah. Like girl. if you get away, from, if you're getting away from that light faster than me, like yeah. what are you doing girl? Oh, yeah. Like, right. 
Like, man. <laughs> Maybe you should just put some leathers on and take her to the strip. Dude, oh, I'm like, man. what are you doing? <laughs> no. The drag strip. There's been times we've cut traffic, and and I've, you know, we can't split lanes yeah, in Arizona. Yeah. I was going to say, this is in California, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, so no, 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 it's in Arizona, so we can't. Um, <laughs> there's been a couple situations that we've been into where we needed to, and yeah. he freaked out. Look, And I'm passing him, splitting, and he's like, God, bitch is gone. It's, I'm not, I'm concerned if she's going to do it or not, and she just made the executive decision, like, yeah. we're doing this, oh, and yep. I was like, I mean, we got, to the, we got to the destination, <laughs> everybody was like high-fiving her, like, Hell yeah. Well, like, when it yeah. came with that U-Haul truck, it, it started with the U-Haul truck. There was a U-Haul truck that was making a right, and I made a ballsy move. That actually could have ended up bad, but I got impatient. It was a lot of traffic, and I he was making a right, and I went in the bicycle lane, and I pinned it past oh, him. Yeah, yeah. Not good, but... but <laughs> Ryan was shocked. He was like, I never in a million years would have ever thought you would have pulled a fucking ballsy ass move like that. But it got us through the traffic because we were getting fucked by yeah, traffic. Yeah, yeah. So if we didn't make that move, we would have been stuck because you can't split. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like I just, I made the first move and then everybody else followed. They were like, well, fuck it. She did it. So yeah. <laughs> I, I think you pick up riding habits, you know, with, with your group. I, I'm, when, I, when I started, I like, I, I consider you guys lucky because you guys rode. I didn't touch a dirt bike. I touched a dirt bike once and it was a little 50 and I accidentally ghost rode it. Oh, I whiskey followed it and I ghost rode it off off a cliff because I panicked. But I was, I think I was like 18, 19 and I was like, bike same for me. And then, I don't even know one of the last 10 years I started, I went straight to a Dyna and then the first, I rode with nobody for the first like month. And then my friend was like, yo, come hang out with us. And mind you, my first Dyna had, Forward controls. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Fourteen inch A hangers, dude. You get a like, turtle shell helmet. I had Jesus. all the reflectors on it. Yep. <laughs> he added more reflectors. <laughs> yeah. Did and you have a blanket tied in the No, back? not yet. Not yet. <laughs> he was ordering one on eBay. Though. And then I started riding with these dudes, and these guys have been riding for years. I mean, they they grew up like they're you know second generation you know at least riders. Yep. And uh, I, I was just like, we went to from San Diego, we rode down to uh, Julian. And you know, like the, it's a twisties and oh, stuff it's like super that. Twisty. I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? I saw, I, I, I was that dude in that video. You can wheelie a Harley. Yeah. 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 So like, you never had the helicopter chasing on that highway. No, no. Cause, cause I have <laughs> no, <dude. laughs> terrorizing the streets of Dago for six years, man. Dude, it was, yeah, they it, hated us. <laughs> it was, it was something else. And then after that, like I started, I mean, these dudes rode, I was just having a conversation with my friends the other day. I was like, dude, I was like, I don't know what it is. Cause I was telling them, I was like, you know, um, one of my friends, one of our friends is a truck driver. Uh huh. But he's got to he's got to play it real safe because they have a different license than we yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just like, yeah, I thought about doing that. I was like, but well, I don't know what the fuck my problem is. I can't go from A to B like a regular human being. Yep. Like I have to like I'm racing uh, like fucking Jesus or something like that. I have to get there as fast as I can. Jesus and when I'm Christ. with my friends, I'm doing the same thing. But as well, that's how our group rode though. Like yep. it just pinned a hundred plus. Everywhere we go, like you have diarrhea and you're trying yeah. to find the bathroom. Yeah. How do I ride? How do I ride? Yeah. You always. Oh my god, Ryan! Anytime. So when we ride no. dirt bikes, well, what do you say? I have. Oh, it's. I'm like, dude. He looks like he has diarrhea and he's trying to find the first <laughs> bathroom near. Like, he's. It's embarrassing sometimes when we're riding dirt bikes and we have like new people with us, and then I have to warn these new people. I'm like, listen, you <laughs> have hey, to come keep. Over here, let me up. talk to you for a yeah, minute. Yeah, I have to talk to you. So I'll stay with you because I'm not a dick. But that guy up there, he will literally leave us. So you need to keep up. But if you don't, I'll I'll, I'll stay with you. Yeah, no, there's, it's, it's, def, it's definitely yeah. like that. Like when I get a group rides going together, 
I know like I'll, I don't normally put them out like, hey, we're all going to do this. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because I will get we'll get like, you know, a couple squids that will want to join in. I'm just like, fuck. Now we got to babysit these guys. Yeah. So like that. Remember that one post I put a couple years ago? I think we were going to um, uh, Hell's Kitchen reopening. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I put it it's like, listen, I, and there was one person I had in mind. You know, and I was like, I know this fool's gonna see this post. He's gonna want to come hang out. It was me, wasn't it? No, it was not you, surprisingly. (laughs) And I I remember, I remember post or I posted like, hey, I was like, just so you know, we're gonna ride hard. If if that's not your thing, you know, if you're not gonna split at a hundred plus, yep. I was like, go hang out with the hog crew and go get you some ice cream, right? I was like, because we're we're, (laughs) spending down the heat. I was like, we're doing it. You know what I mean? That's all the whole ice cream. Yeah, ride too, and I got the ice cream. And of course, you know what? I'd get the ice cream. Too. And, of course, and of course, the one dude I didn't want to come with us fucking hit me up. Oh, no. he, he kept on commenting on the post, and I just ignored it. And then finally, he DM'd me, and I was like, "Fuck!" Oh, and my, you got to take you're him. All, you're on my DMs, broken. <laughs> just looked him on red. Oh, I didn't see you. Oh, weird. I didn't have service. I do like one or two group rides a year. Like I do always do. Uh, fuck, I think four years in a row I've done a group ride to uh, Kernville for the Biltwell Group. And we get fucked. The last one we had like 40 fucking people. But when I lead one of those, it sucks because, I mean, I like it, but I hate it because I don't know. I feel like I'm responsible for everybody. So I'll literally be like 80 max. You know what I mean? Because I don't know what the abilities of the people is behind me. You know, maybe I know five people in this group or I've ridden with five people in this group. So I can't be doing 100 now. You know what I mean? Because I'm putting everybody else at risk. So, but like when we go out, like, I mean, me and him just, we did Vegas the other day. Um, we left Friday or Saturday at five in the morning. We were back by 5 PM. Shit. We got to, well, we got from, what is it? Bartlett, Bart, Barton, Barton in the 60 right there. We got from Barton in the 60 to main street Barstow in 25 minutes. What the fuck? Oh, we were flying. Yeah, we were fucking. We were doing a buck 10 the whole is that way. Even, is that- Aliens. I'm yeah. saying no. There's it no. It was crazy. Oh it was like God. we blinked and we were there. And I looked at the time and I was all, "Whoa!" How the fuck? Yeah. So I'm I'm a little bit of a, a cruiser right now. Like I'm a ripper in situations. Yeah. So like in situations to get me out and around, especially cars that I feel like are gonna fucking hit me or oh, yeah. like they're I'm, I'm fucking out of there. I'll I'll rip it and I'm out of there. But like when we're going the distance, like I'm, I'm 80, 85. I yeah. just want to cruise. Also, I was asking Ryan, and this might sound, and people are probably gonna laugh their asses off right now. But like when you're riding for like a long time, <clears throat> I was like, does your neck ever just get used to this? Like, <laughs> what? My fucking leg hurts, dude. My neck hurts so bad. What kind of hell are you? So we both have. Well, we always run bells, um, and we ran bells forever. <laughs> He's Carbon fiber. <laughs> No, get to the carbon fiber. I mean, the star, they're the, the, the race like, stars. Yeah, but I'm like, hey, uh, for the record, she also has a original nest fairing. Uh, I'm like, it's nothing. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I, I try to explain to her. I'm you, like, you're, you've, you've basically blocked this area <laughs> from wind. It's like, no, so my tits are good, yeah. but my neck hurts. Yeah, no yeah. wind on the tits, but your neck is smoked. Yeah, and I, she's like, is it gonna be? I'm like, well, for the record, most of those dudes have like pretty thick necks yeah. so we just kind of handle it but yeah, i barely have a neck like there. Yeah. He's yeah. Built actually, right. I, I just go chin to chest <laughs> actually we're all team no neck right yeah, yeah, <laughs> team no neck, yeah. i got two hot dogs yeah. in the back right here <laughs> that's it dude <laughs> 
Oh <laughs> Everyone says you got a pack uh, of hot dogs. I was like, I got two hot dogs, bitch. G, G gets mad when he rides with me and Lauren. We're like two gorillas in front of him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. I'm telling you, we, we, me and my boys, we started a gorilla gang because we get no necks. Gorilla gang. Dude, <laughs> it's bad. I, Team I, no neck. I, I need to get one of those necks because uh, that's the, that would be the only thing. Like, I'm very comfortable riding my I think bike. A, a no neck would look really odd on you. Yeah, it probably would. But You probably have less followers. Uh, <laughs> I probably fucking would, too. You may sell less houses, would, too. I would, yeah, definitely not getting any house sales out of no necks. My, my uh, business cards would look very odd. Just, just um, going to bully him into it. Firehouse. Ryan, go get me a beer. <laughs> the collar on your shirts would be crushed. Oh, oh, go get me a beer. So, yeah, I'm very comfortable. Because I, I get asked that by a lot of women, actually. Yeah. Are yeah. you comfortable riding your bike? And I'm like, to be honest, I really am. The yep. only thing is the neck thing. As yeah. It's the fairing. It, it's it's when I'm done and I get done riding and we're at home and I'm literally like, oh, like I can't even like move my like chin. Like oh, yeah. I'm just like, fuck. So, and I told him, I was like, how do I solve this? I really like my fairing though. So I'm like, yep. it's gotta be another way. What, what type yeah. of, what type of mount do you have on there? Street coast street street. God, I always get how we say street syndicate coast. or no, street syndicate. Yeah. It's the high. It's the high one, right? Yeah. I always say street one. coast for so some reason. So it sits it up higher. That's, I had the same. And street I syndicate. really like the look. Yeah. But if I need to get like a police shield, basically, I'm going to be kind of bummed because. Um, <laughs> I usually run the Memphis Shades Road Warrior fairing just because it has the. I like the way it looks. I think yeah. it's one of the. I'm not a big T-Sport fairing fan just because it seemed like the T-Sport fairing was just fucking everywhere. And then the Road Warrior fairing came out and it was like kind of a, a nice new play on something that was stylish and functional yeah. and wasn't just overdone yet. So, I mean, I'll say Memphis, I had a Memphis Shades on my King before uh, the deer incident. Oh, yeah, yeah. And oh. I loved it. Yep. It mounted great. It I, Shout out to Memphis Shades because like the mounting system that they do is fantastic. Yep. Like... It's well made. It's many, you know, you can tell the manufacturing's there. Yep. Um, it just, I wanted it to sit higher and yeah, I didn't yeah. like uh, the looks of it when I had everything done. So I went with the JD, JD yeah. Fab one. Yep. And kind of regret it because do I like the look of it better? I do. But do I like, but the, the finish and the mounts and all that, yeah. not even close. Yeah. Like Memphis Shades got it, got it together for sure. But yeah. I also was building a king that, nobody had really done before so yeah, it's, yeah. it's just it different you know yep. so i guess we're just tossed I, I guess i'm tossed and ryan are into looks versus comfort oh, i'm i'm big on aesthetics yeah. like i build around aesthetics has yeah, to be same being different is like what we've tried i from day one it's been trying to be different yep. yeah and and, and i just shit. i really like that killer look mm-hmm. from the higher street syndicate you know, it's, brackets it's, on there. It looks tough. I had it on my last Dyna. It looks they're nice. It's a nice bracket for sure. And, you know, to change that look, I think I would be bummed. And, you know, I think I'll take the neck pain. It's, it's hard. I, I but, Apparently I think like a girl because I'm the same. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. Maybe I you guys like some neck ups. I know. I need to start like doing some chin workouts and neck workouts at the gym when, yep. whenever the gym opens or, or up. Or stop being a girl about it. God. No. Gosh. That's literally yeah. what we tell her. <laughs> Everyone just looks at her and goes, shut up. No. Uh. Actually, the only other time that I had an issue on my bike, which is it's not a real issue. It's, it was just actually super funny after it happened is um, we were riding to Florence and I don't know, about an hour ride, 45 minutes, hour. Hour. Yeah. It was a good ride. My foot got so fucking frozen because it was like, I don't know, 29 degrees outside that my foot, I lost feeling in my foot. So and it was my right foot. So I'm, I'm trying to 
stop at a stoplight and I had no feeling in my foot. So I almost fell over because I like your leg is literally a fucking piece of jello. Like you put your leg down and I was like, oh, shit, I'm going down. Like and then I saved it and I just started slamming my foot into the fucking pavement because I'm like, is it asleep? Is it just cold? Like, I, I don't know. I don't feel it. Like I literally you could have ran my foot over and I would have felt nothing. So we finally pulled over at the bar. We finally get there and and almost dropped my bike again. He's like, I cannot put my foot down like it's just gone. <laughs> and Ryan's like, what the fuck is wrong with you now? Like, <laughs> so he's trying to hold my bike up and I'm literally took my boot off. And I'm just massaging my foot like a fucking crackhead in the bar parking lot. Because <laughs> I'm just happens. like. It happens. And, you know, I've learned I, I had like a thin sock on and then like a thin shoe on. And I'm like, okay, well, we'll yeah. do that again. The vibration so, got to you. Yeah. So, and actually it was a little cold, but what happened was it was the type of shoe I had was too thin and the vibration on my oh, bike yeah. just vibrated it completely dead. Yep. Yep. So, um, I, at first I thought it was the cold because it actually was pretty yeah. fucking cold. Um, mis highly misconception about Arizona. It actually just get really fucking cold. What's well, a yeah. desert? Yeah. yeah. I, they get hot, they get cold. Everybody yeah. swears it's just 110 year round. And I'm like, no, it's yeah. further from the truth. I had this one time, me and me, and my wife was on the back before she started riding. And we, when we were living in Orange County, we were coming back from San Diego. And right when we hit the, um, fucking toll roads, it started raining. Oh, shit. And so I had like Georgia boots, you know, like slip on Georgia boots on. And so the rain was coming through my jeans no. and going into my boots. <laughs> and it was as we're going, I mean, it was just like crazy rain all of a sudden and all the way home. But my boots were filling up more and more and no. my legs Ooh. were getting heavier and heavier. And it was like getting harder <laughs> and harder to use the controls. <laughs> Not to mention there was so much rain I couldn't see anymore. So I'd have like crack my shield open oh, a God. little bit to try to see through. And then when you get on my glasses, it was just a fucked situation. You have way more patience than I do. There's oh, no way. It was terrible. It's it's <clears throat> it's funny because they, you know, now um would I call myself a fair weather rider? Probably. Yeah, I don't want to ride in the rain. It's it's not a yeah. yeah, before I mean Oh, Princess P over here? No way. Yeah, there's just <laughs> oh, no reason. I mean, but like if you're just like, hey, let's go ride to wherever, like yep. I'll, I'll ride Texas, cool, I'll ride Texas right now. But yep. it's like uh I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take my bike out, especially like right now, like in Arizona it's like hundred and ten. Yeah. Like, sorry dude, I'm not riding my bike right now. Yes. Like especially hers. <laughs> I'm yeah. not gonna go take an Evo out, it's hundred and ten degrees outside. It becomes a situation of not necessarily I mean, kind of comfort. You know, like, I mean, I've ridden in snow, I've ridden in everything and I don't have anything to prove. Yeah. So nothing. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I still, I mean, it's 105 out right now. I'm still driving a truck that has no air conditioning because yeah. you know what I mean? I just, I'd rather sweat and drive that than drive my fucking sprinter everywhere. If I'm on a trip, I got it. Like if you roll through weather, no, yeah, that's the trip. Yeah. But like, I'm not going to purposely like, oh, it's raining. If it's raining. I'm taking yeah. my truck. Yeah. Cause I don't ride in shorts. <laughs> I don't fucking ride in like tank tops and shit. Like, yeah. you know, so I, I, think that's a, I think that's a consensus. Cause I used to be the same way when I first started riding, I remember it was raining in San Diego pouring. And I just figured, I was like, you know what? My, one of my, couple of my friends from out of town uh, were stop, stopped in and uh, they're like, yeah, meet us downtown. So I was like, fuck, I don't want to drive my car and look for parking, you know, uh, eight o'clock on a Friday downtown. I was like, I'm just gonna take the bike. So I just fucking rode in the rain and yep. it was pouring. I had oh, yeah. people pulling up like, you're fucking crazy. Yeah, I was like, yeah, fuck no. yeah. Now I'm just like, yeah. God, no, this shit sucks. Yeah. But yes. if it, if it yeah. sprinkles, if it sprinkles, if yeah. it's sprinkling and you know, if it's a little bit of rain or if it's forecast to rain during the day, I'll still ride to work. Yeah. Like, I mean, cause I still, I, I still to, save a little time. Yeah. When like, I first started riding Harleys, I rode every day unless I had my kids. So, I mean, that's, if it was raining, I'm riding. If it was yeah. fucking, you know, whatever it was doing, I was riding. 
And live, then I was riding ride, brother. with a three-quarter helmet. So if it rained, it felt like BBs are hitting oh, in your fucking fuck. face, you know, because I was riding choppers. She got mad because during the wintertime, it's like she said, it's like 30 degrees, you know, and I was yep. riding to work at 5, 6 in the morning, and it's it's 35 degrees. He looked like the abominable and, <laughs> snowman when he would leave. <laughs> yeah, and, and she's like, just drive your truck. Stop being dumb. And I'm like, no, I want to, because that's when I was commuting kind of far. And I'm like, yeah. no, no, I'm just dumb. I'm not going to waste my gas money. I'm going to drive my truck. So, like, but my my theory is like you can put on more layers, oh, yeah. but you cannot take off more oh, layers. Yeah. So I'll I'll ride in the cold any day. Yeah, well, over if you can the, get those electric jackets yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'll, totally game with that shit. I've seen it. it has a little thing oh, right yeah. here. Yeah, it yeah. plugs like, into your bike. I'll do cold every day. Yep. But the heat, I'm not riding in the heat, man. No. It sucks. It's. <sighs> I mean, yeah. we, we yeah, just did. Yeah, this guy over here. I fucked up. I fucked. I'm still sweating, bro. I'm still sweating. Dude, I could literally see your titty sweat still. Yeah, I'm sweating. But it looks good, bro. Yeah, thank you. You want my back. The titty sweat is cute. No, um, even for me as, as a chick, because I, I know, you know, some Instagram girls are like, oh, I ride in a tank top. No, bitch. I did that once and oh, I will not do it again. It's dangerous I as fuck. I did it once. Like I've done, like I'll do the leather, like the, like vest, he, get, he got me a leather vest. It's really nice. Yeah. It's a vest, not a cut. Stop calling it a cut, people, <laughs> unless you're in the club. Shut up. Cut. Anyway. Damn. Um, hey, damn. Why has he got to put down heat in the middle of my conversation? Damn. Shut up. Damn. So anyway, um, I'll wear that and, you know, maybe a little cute top on her. But for the most part, I did the cutesy top thing once. Yeah. And dude, Sunburn. I got nailed by every bee, oh, yeah. moth, piece of fucking cement, like oh, yeah. every mm -hmm. little thing. And then I look like I got shot by a BB gun. And oh, I'm yeah. like, that was stupid. Yep. So, you know, and I'm like, it's yeah. A lot of guys are like, just ride with like a tank top. You're a chick. And I'm like, no, I'm actually not stupid. Yeah. Well, they probably never crashed though. Yeah. They haven't crashed yet. I mean, yeah. I've crashed. I've been on the ground sliding on the concrete. So See, I know what that's it's like. What I'm, you know what? I'm actually a little nervous about that. I know everyone's like, you got, you got to have your first like go down moment. I was like, is it possible oh. to never have that? <laughs> well, I mean, is it possible to never crash a dirt bike? Oh, I've eaten shit so fucking bad. There's um, your answer. How, like, do you think like you're not? I don't know. I like, just how do you really, feel about that? I just really don't ever want to crash on my Harley. Like, ever. Well, no. Well, nobody like, ever does. Anybody does, but yeah. I think it is an inevitable thing. Yeah. I mean, I... That's I, one thing in the back of my mind. I, I am a little nervous about it, but I try not to let it eat me up too much. Like, you, you know, and I got to think about my girls and stuff, so I try not to do anything stupid. Nope. And I know when I'm out with him, there's there's been some times, like, we did leave a bar one time, and I did get kind of mad at myself, because I, I know my limit. Two cores Lights, drink two waters, and then I'm fine. Well, one time I went a little too hard and I was, I was literally so disappointed in myself yeah. because when we left and we were riding back, there's a, there's a part in Phoenix where, um, you're coming from Cave Creek and the, the freeway splits off to the 10. Well, at night there's really no light right there where it splits off to the 10 to go towards 202. And for the Arizona people, they'll know what I'm talking about. Anyway. Yeah, that Arizona freeways are so confusing. It's fucking dark right there in that point of the split of continuing on the 51 or go to the 10. I almost missed it and hit the, the center part. And I talking, I like could have kissed the side of cement and it scared me so bad that there was a rider right behind me and I braked really fast mm -hmm. and I, I leaned over and he was like, you scared the fucking piss out of me. I yeah. thought you were going to slam right into it because I, I was dazed because yeah. I was like just zoned out. Yeah, bad. Uh -huh. And I see the only thing that saved me is I saw his taillight veer off to the left and then I was like, oh, fuck. And yeah. then I went to the left and then. I didn't, you know, when we got home, cause obviously I can't tell any, I can't say anything. I get home and you know, I told him, I was like, 
I'm really pissed at myself. Yeah. Like that was really dumb. Yeah. And I've never done it ever again. I've mm. been very like good about yeah. that. Just keep the waters, the iced tea. If I have a Coors Light, whatever, but don't yeah. overdo it. When I ride, I'll be like one Coors Light, maybe yeah. two, and I'm yeah. good. Yeah, we we definitely. Um, I learned my lesson just like that. That everything everyone has a moment where yeah. they, they learn that lesson. Come to, come to Jesus. Yeah, you, you, know? you have a moment. Um, but it's it's. I mean, not, not. I don't condone drinking and driving at all. No. But, but it's way different on a bike. Yeah, yes. and it. it yeah. It's gnarly. I did one time. I came back from a rusty butcher party and and fucking. I don't remember most of the ride. Like I, you know, it yeah. was. I made it to the driveway, and I'm like, "What the fuck just happened?" And yeah. I was like, "No, that was the, that was the one and only. That was my yeah. like you coming to Jesus, whatever you want to call it." And I like now it's like, literally, I think when we went to Vegas, I had one beer, and yeah. I'm like, then we, you know, we got back on the bike and we rode back, and I was like, "That's it for." I don't need. If I no. stayed in Vegas, I was gonna stay the night because if yeah. I went back into Vegas from what we were doing, I knew I was gonna be start well, crushing beers, and that's it. It's even like like four corners coming up a couple of weeks. Like that's, we'll be out riding all day. We'll have maybe one or two yep. while we're out, but we know like we don't start cracking cocktails or anything more until those bikes are put away. Yeah. Yep. And then once they're parked, then it's like, all right, cool. Now yeah. it's game on. It's the same thing we're in like Glamis yeah, and the dunes. Yep. Like thing. we'll be riding dirt bikes, maybe have a beer or two during the yep. day at most, but no cocktails until. Yeah. I've had multiple times where I've rode, rode to Vegas and then you hook up with the boys and you're at fucking hogs or whatever. We're going to have one or two beers and I'm like, hey, I'll be back. I'm going to take my bike to the fucking hotel. Yeah. I'm going to walk back yep. so I can fucking have as many beers as I fucking want and yep. I'm going to worry about my bike. Yeah. Yep. And then yeah. I, that's what I do. You know, I just, I'm not into it. Ever since I started riding, I started drinking a whole whole lot less like yeah yeah like, there's been so many people that have actually told me that like i've had a lot of the, the good thing is is when i go out places and they see that i ride a lot of people want to talk to me and they want to tell me about their experiences and and starting out and that was the first thing that a lot of people have told me is they drink way less yeah because yeah. they've had one moment yep. and then they're like i'm good yep. and when, so, I, when i first started riding um when I, I i was actually working at a motorcycle parts distribution uh, place and the guy, one of the one of the main owners, he he was an old he was an old cat man. Like I mean, just cotton top old dude. Yep. But he still rode like Ducatis and like Ninjas and stuff like that. Like he had like a field of bikes apparently, and like he had the full like leather jumpsuit, and he rode like every day. And I remember when he found out that I got a bike, he was just like, oh, he was like, just so you know, everybody goes down. It's not a matter of. If you go down, it's when you go down. And yep. then I was such a prick. I was just like, that's not going to be me, dude. I'm too good. Yeah. I'm too good. And Bro, then did you see the way I ride? Yeah, dude. <laughs> so, dude and, but I mean, at that time, like, I mean, I, I was so, I wasn't even splitting lanes. There was a guy, there was another guy, uh, one would, of my friends. You sit in traffic? Dude, it's so, it was on the 15, um, oh, fuck, I forgot the, I forgot the road, but it was up off the 15 and I would have to head south, you know, five o'clock and there was just traffic there and the, another guy rode. He, he had a, he had a, like a little ninja and uh, he was just like, yeah, dude, it's so easy to split. He's just follow me. I was like, all right, dude, let's go. So I was following him on the freeway. And as soon as he jumped on the freeway, he was splitting. I was just like, ah, yeah, I'm just going to wait behind this car. <laughs> and then I, it took a month before I started splitting. And then I thought I was gonna be good. And then I would say probably not even a year later, that's when I had my wreck, but not my fault. A truck did a U-turn from a right lane oh, instead of getting a left turn lane. He had a trailer and he couldn't hear short shots yeah, yeah, yeah. coming down the road. And he did a U-turn. I had nowhere else to go but over his trailer. Short shots are loud, too. I'm judging you right now. Dude, it was I'm my first. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> it was my first. It was I'm my first pipes, dude. Right now, bro. It was short, my first pipes, dude. I shots on my block, too. It was my first, was my first set of pipes. Like, it, I got a <laughs> I, sweet deal I on them. I think Benson Hines 
primarily is in business for first time purchase exhaust <laughs> from those damn pipes. <laughs> I had to ride, I rode one time, I, our buddy, our old roommate bought a oh, Jason. stupid yes. Sportster. I'm sorry if you have a Sportster. Hey, you leave Jason alone. But anyway, I had to ride this thing from Corona all the way down to San Diego and I, with a full face on, I was still deaf. Deaf. Yeah. By the time we got to the, Steve's, I, Steve's got ears a, ringing. Steve's got a Sportster in the other shop right now with short shots on. And then I seen it. And I was like, oh, who is this asshole? <laughs> this deafening. Wow. If you got, if you, so if you have Vance and Hines short shots on your bike, you're an asshole. Just so <laughs> yeah. you know. You also, you're yeah. an asshole. Wait, but I, tell me more about this fucking, how can I avoid getting hit by a trailer? <laughs> right. But you just, you know what? It's funny because when I, it's not going to say it's funny, but I remember the, the trailer um, he got in the right lane because he was in front of me. He got in the right lane. I was like, cool, I'm going to pass him up. And then he just started making a left. And I was like, uh-oh. So I locked it. There's a video of it. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Wait, and wait video. can I see it? Well, there's a, there's a security <laughs> video oh. from the parking lot because it, it was a big company yep. that had happened next to. And they had a part. And you can just see. I think I remember this now. You just see just a smoke trail. Just what? And you just see me fly over. And I remember, I remember it happening. And I remember sliding and then I hit the trailer and then I remember looking down the trailer and thinking, fuck yeah, just flip, <laughs> just flip dude. And then I remember do a flip. I remember thinking I flipped, <laughs> but according to the video, I did. I just, <laughs> dude, there was no it's, flip. It's I just, a lack of neck. Dude, I just, yeah, it's all in the neck. I'm telling you, if I would have had a neck, I would have stuck <laughs> the fucking landing. Dude. Dude, I, I just remember, I remember seeing the bed of the trailer and everything. And then, uh, just flying over. And then I knocked out when I landed, but then oh, I, I woke up like right away. Like I knocked out. And then I remember standing up and thinking, fuck yeah, I have no broken bones. And then I just see, uh, cause on this trailer it had, it has that, uh, angle, the angle piece of iron on the back where the light, the taillight and the license plate hangs off of it. Oh, yep. my, man. my bike stuck to the side of that. Oh, so oh. he didn't even know he hit me. So he was still making his no. turn. So I, I stood up and I was all fuck no. So I started chasing him and I took one step and I was like, fuck, I broke my foot again. Oh, but no. I was able to wave him down. He was like, what's wrong? And I was like, my fucking bike is stuck to the side of your trailer. You asshole. And, and the rest was history after that. He's all, why? Yeah, there was, there was no avoiding <laughs> that. But after that, after that, like it was, um, that was my coming to Jesus moment where I yeah. was like, it's not how good you are. It's how good you can watch out for yeah. other Your reaction it's, it's other people. Yeah, it's always going to be somebody I've, else. From day one, I've beat it in your head. It's it's offensive at all times. Oh, yeah. the, the term defensive driving does not yeah. apply to motorcycles no. in any shape or you fashion. Ride, you it's ride aggressive offensive. to be, yeah, to and, be offensive. And I I even teach my kids the same thing. Like they're on bikes too. And I was like, we'll, we'll be driving down the road and you see this guy's riding defensively. And it's like, yeah. that's the guy that's going to get hit. That's the guy that's going to get slushy break. It's going to get slushy damage. Break. Slushy Ooh, break. Slushy I'm break. excited. And then we're, we're going to talk, talk about aliens. Then we're going to talk about aliens. Yes. We're coming back from our slushy break about aliens. <laughs> It's like 2 a.m. And I'm like, did I send that email? Yeah. When you work for yourself, it's, it's different than like, I mean, I've, so I've been self-employed now for three and a half years, mm-hmm. almost going on four. And, uh, b- before that I was still one of those people that like my company I worked for, I was always like in the higher positions. You could call me anytime. Like, yeah. I don't care what I'm doing. You need something. You call me like you need information, call me, whatever. Like I was always dedicated to my place of employment, but there's something to be said to just kind of go there, clock out and like release yourself a little yeah. bit. 
You have no responsibilities after yeah. you leave. So when you work for yourself, you don't get those uh, luxuries. No, I'm basically trapped to my phone and my laptop mm-hmm. 24-7. Actually, I was waiting for Ryan to make a comment that I did not bring my laptop here. Because normally, even camping, I swear to fucking God, mm-hmm. camping, it's attached oh, yeah. to me. And, and then... You don't understand how annoying it is. When we're in the <laughs> mountains and she's like, out of service. I'm yeah. like... We're in the mountains. We're on a we're on a raft like, right now. There's literally no service. Like I need service. I'm like, okay, well, whatever you're dealing with right now, it's like Sunday or it's Saturday, at like seven o'clock in the afternoon or in the evening. Like, I think it can wait. It can't wait. But it, it, I know, uh, I know, I know, I know. I I have to force her like disconnect. I know. Yeah, disconnect. It's hard. It's been. It's um. I've hired people at my shop now for certain things. Yeah. So I have a guy that does customer service, not Monday through Friday, nine to five, answers all the emails and phone calls and all that stuff. Yeah. We have another guy in shipping and receiving now. My wife like deals. She does shipping and receiving, and then the other guy also does shipping and receiving. So, it's an it's enabled us or me to disconnect from certain aspects of it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but, and I'm, I have a guy that's going to be, well, my same guy that does more, uh, shipping customer service is going to start helping with marketing, like as far as Instagram. Yeah. So that's amazing. That would be the great one for me. If I can disconnect more from Instagram, it's going to like save my life because there's just sometimes like, you know, like we are, you know, for four corners, me and my wife are getting in the motor home and we're leaving for 12 days. Yeah. So we're going to four corners on the, we leave on the second. So it's a little bit of work for you and then fun time after. Yeah, and even the booth we set up is just gonna have like free stickers and a show bike in it, and we're gonna be riding. Oh, know? okay. Well, Same thing good. I did last year. I mean, yeah. I just don't. I don't want to take. Well, the, when you see me in four corners there. with my laptop, I'll be on mine too. Trust me. <laughs> like you know, my wife, she does the same thing now. She's on her lap. She has her her laptop. You know, she does. Yeah. She has a desk, like a rolling desk, she can bring to the couch, and she's doing work at night for us. You know, like things like that. Yeah, so, that's awesome though. But in the in the motorhome, the new one has a flip desk towards the passenger seat. That and when and the outlet plugs in the wall right That's next amazing. to the passenger seat, so she can t- literally be doing work stuff while we're driving. Yeah, a lot of some road trips that we've done that um, Ryan's driving, and then he has a full regular outlet in the truck, so yep. I can pull plug my laptop in, and then I just hot spot my phone on yep. it, and then I'm working. But um, my job is basically like a 24 hour job. Yes. Well, I mean, obviously, I'm. I can't really say that because after 10 p.m. I'm like, okay, fuck off. Well, but, but if you want to be <clears> successful <throat> at anything, especially on your own, it's a 24-hour job. It basically is. And I I mean, I've already texted a couple of my clients while I'm sitting here. <laughs> I was trying not to be rude. And I was like, oh, I, I'm big on customer service. Yeah, you have to be. And especially in the beginning, I've only been an agent for a little under two years. And I have been successful because I communicate yeah. constantly. And the moment you stop communicating with That's them is I the moment in. they'll find somebody else. Exactly. And so I realize that. And and I know what we've gone through yep. through past agents before. And I know that things that I don't want to go through. And I, you know, me as a buyer, like I don't want to have an agent that doesn't answer my emails or my texts no. or whatever. So I am on it all yeah. the time. So it does, it does cause a little bit of problems with him, but you know, after about a razor, he yep. kind of shut up. <laughs> I'm supportive. And we have, it was a grind. Like she it, paid you off. It was a leap of faith though. Like realistically, like <laughs> when it, when it happened, it was like, I, I, she legitimately hit the breaking point of her last job. I was like, I cannot do this anymore. What did you do before? I had a really interesting job, but I love the people I worked with, but uh-huh. I fucking hated my job. What was it though? I was a compliance, like auditor type of position at a debt collection law firm. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was, oh. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, Oof. it was not 
fun. Um, We worked with very big, very billionaire banks and they're demanding. I bet. Um, I didn't do any of the collection stuff. Like that was, you know, I oversaw a lot of that stuff and then listened to the calls and I had to audit basically a lot of stuff and then handle the audit. So when the banks would come to us to audit, I would be in the audits and going through all the stuff and death by Excel sheets, basically. Yeah. Um, it was draining. And then I'm constantly hearing, you know, calls about people's lives and why they can't pay their bills. And I'm just like, fuck, this sucks. Like, and I feel bad, but at the same time, half those people are lying. You know, we, as you get a little desensitized and you realize like a lot of these people are just like, fuck you. I'm not paying. Yeah. Um, I got got a free TV and, I've been there for sure. Like I, you know, that's, I, now I really like, we don't, I'm not into the whole credit system, the whole finance, like everything system. Like we literally like every, almost everything I, I mean, we have a payment on one item that we, you know, like our thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I, but only because I've done it before and I had to BK out of shit Yeah, because like, you know, when the economy crashed last time, like, and I went through a divorce and all the shit, everything we owned collectively was in my name only. And I took all mm, that with me. Yeah. There was a lot and of people in our account system that would, you know, file BK. We always called people a professional debtor. If, um, they would rack up like 20 grand in debt yeah. and then just file BK. Yeah. Cause it's all washed away. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they'd be like, well, fuck you call my attorney. You know, yeah. I'm not paying this. And so, Hearing you, these people, people probably do it over and over and over. Huh? Oh, so you're allowed, um, I think California, if I remember Every seven correctly, years or yeah, something. You, and then you can redo it again. So then yeah. you can rack up all the debt again Yeah, I don't. Wanna... and then you can file a BK again. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it, it's crazy. So, you know, and then the rules and the regulations that I had to go through, like, I'm surprised I didn't have to have an SOP policy on how to shit at the office. It oh, was like that. It was bad. And I joked with one of my old coworkers at the place and I was like, could you imagine if we were working there right now, we'd probably have to write a policy on how to wear a mask. Like, fuck. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Seriously. It was really bad. So, um, but I enjoyed the people I worked with. So I stayed. I really loved the employees there. Like I loved everybody there Yeah. and I had such a good time. I still talk to the people that I was there. Um, the company ended up, so after I left, um, cause I had to make the leap of faith eventually. And I was like, you know, I, I'm either all in or I'm not. Yeah. And I need to just cut fucking ties and just do this. So I, I made, made the jump eventually and just went hundred percent full real estate. The company went under after that. Uh, not because of me or anything like that. Wait, we can say that <laughs> like, yeah, no, it was, it was definitely, there was other, <laughs> no, there was other things leading up to it that I kind of got a couple hints a year prior. Yeah. Um, but the owners of the company were great fucking people, yeah. like great people. And I felt bad that, you know, this happened and this and that, but no, I really enjoy the people. And I think that's what kept me there. It was yeah. not the job. I didn't feel bad. That place made my life hell for Oh my God. Years. Shut up. <laughs> just, just cause if she's not, I mean, if she hates her job, you think yeah. she's gonna be happy at home? No, absolutely not. I know how I am. Yeah. I haven't hated my job. Yep. Absolutely not. Yep. So, you know, it, last year actually, well not last, last year, August or year before. When I left? Yeah. Um, yeah. It was about, mm, no. Well, no, two years ago. Yeah, yeah. 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 But last year, August was the end of her first full year, like on her own as an agent. Mm-hmm. And um, first year is tough. Oh, I'm sure. You have to build a base of some from nothing, basically. Yeah. So it was, you know, that was really hard to break through that that barrier. Yep. Um, but she's absolutely killing it now. And it's just it's based off of a strong referral network. That's, yep. that's all it is, is just being genuine with people, not bullshitting. Yep. Yeah. 
and following up, answering emails and phone calls when you need to, hammering people when they don't do it too. Like the other agents, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, come, like that man. Yeah. You <laughs> like, I see you your post sometimes. You are murdering this guy right yeah. now on the phone <laughs> and he didn't do nothing. Like, well, fiduciary duties. Um, I need to protect my client. No, there, there's times where I come across an agent and I'm like, you're the reason why I got my license in the place that you fucking suck. Yeah. And so I remember when I was going through school and the teacher asked, they ask everybody the same question. They're like, why do you want to be a real estate agent? And I'm like, how do I say this? You guys all suck and I can do better. Yeah. And it's not about Damn. the paperwork or the bull. It's just being fucking honest and yeah. be a fucking human. That's, like that's literally all it is. Yeah. You have Fuck to. the paperwork and everything else. It's literally be a, if if I walk into a house and the house smells like shit or it looks terrible, I tell my clients right away. I'm like, this house is not for you. It smells like shit. Yeah. Like we're you're look at the baseboards. Look at the fucking carpet. Is that a shit stain? Like what? We're leaving. Like I will never let my clients get into a situation that we got into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just where they're trying to church it up. Yeah. No, that shit stains character. Yeah, we're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, you know, like it's patina. replaceable. Yeah. And then there's there's times where if my client's like, no, I'm fine with a fixer upper, fine, we're buying the shit stained carpet place, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But if they're like, no, I, I want something, de and like they give me a list and the shit stained carpet's not on the list, they're not buying the fucking house. Yeah. Like we're moving on. Yep. And and I'm very honest with people like when, when it comes to affordability and the neighborhoods and legally, so a lot of people actually don't know this, that we legally cannot tell you what's a bad neighborhood and what's not. Huh. We can't. We're not allowed to. Why? So, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, it's, it's discriminatory, I guess. It's just discriminating, basically. But Zillow can. Zillow will tell you where all the crime is. So, I what's know. the difference? So, because they're not a licensed, well, they have licensed agents. Yeah. But we basically instruct you to do your own research. And say, did you look the neighborhood up on? Did you look? Because yeah. they're, they're actually so when you start crime. hinting at it that way, it's like, oh, you should I, be looking up this neighborhood. I, I hint a little bit. If I'm very comfortable with a client, like if it's like my really good friend, fuck off, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> no, if the referral's a friend, yeah, I will tell them. Like, yeah. no, nah, well, you oh, can tell them, but yeah. she can't. I, I can so tell them all day long. That's you know? my back, back end. So the, there's been a couple of people where I'm like, not Don't fucking live yeah. there. So, but there's a lot of times if it's a good friend and Ryan knows them, I'm like, text them right now. Do not go to this neighborhood because it's coming from him and it's different. But yeah. there is times where we pull up in the neighborhood and it's very obvious. Yeah. And it's like, uh, if I come from the hood, trust me, I know what it's like and I see it. If I smell it, I know it. If the yeah. shoestrings are up there and shit, like we're out, yep, yep. you know, <laughs> you know what's up. So it, it's just, but if someone's okay with that, like if I get a client that's like, he doesn't care or she yeah. doesn't care, then it's fine. Yep. But it's like when people like have families and they, you know, they're kind of like, mm. real, real, real quick. Um, the ghetto provides. <laughs> no, shoestring story? The, sho the shoestring story. Um, they, it's a real thing. So Ryan told me that they were in Lemon Grove and on the 94 freeway, right through Lemon Grove, right in the heart over the 94 freeway, there is a pair of chucks hanging from a random Wait, wire. Are they still there? They're still there, bro. They're still fucking there, dude. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. They're still, they're there. still there, dude. Oh my God. They're still there. Yeah. yeah I don't, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. We lived in the hood. We lived in San Diego. That's what I'm saying. Like people talk about riding, you know, I got baptized in just chaos. One of my first years of like Harley riding in San Diego, it's like, 
<laughs> not for the timid. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You have to have your your head on a swivel, man. It's it's chaos down there. Yep. Absolute chaos. And you know, not to, you know, the craziness from drivers and then the club scene like is wild. So it's yep. like you gotta make sure you leave that house. Like, what do you got? What are you wearing? Like, yeah, 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 is yeah. it gonna get you into some shit? Oh, like, yeah. what, part, what part of town you're riding in? Like, it's serious. I like, think. I mean, in the in the respect of of what Harley riding and all that shit is, it's it's should always be in that way though. A lot of these guys don't quite realize what they're doing now. So here's the thing, and this is the biggest thing I took away from moving to Arizona was that when I got there. It, there's one predominant force out there yep. around us. And you see, <laughs> well, it's <laughs> not, am I, it, what, what I'm saying is the, the, the kid, the, the young, young guys yeah. that I was riding with, you know, like they, they all would wear certain colors and yep. things. And I'm like, and then they're like, Hey, let's, let's go to born free or whatever in California. And I look at him like, we're going to be bringing those. Yeah. Like, they're like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, come on, man. Like, you're not going, you're, you're, you're in a nice bubble yeah. right here. It's a very good bubble, but you go out there, it's a different ball game. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. be smart. I'm just trying to be, telling you, telling you to be smart. Yeah. Like I know you, you like that sticker. That's cool. I support that sticker. I get it. But that you better be ready to throw hands. If you're going to go to an area that's not yep. as supportive of what you're displaying yeah, right yeah. now. It's, oh. it's, it's some, some of that stuff. Like I think it's lost. It's uh lost its way a little bit, you know, I mean, it's been, I don't, I don't know, I guess just the level of it has been brought down to people and they don't quite understand what the world they're playing in. Yeah. It's the younger kids for sure, because Definitely. we've been, we've been up in cave Creek and, and I'll see kids that are just like kids, like 21 and they're, they're wearing some shit. And I'm like, there's, there's no fucking way. Yeah. So there's a lot of sons of anarchy. Yeah. There's no fucking way. And then I'm like, they're getting their ass beat for oh, sure. Yeah. And, yeah. and and it's just like, then we're just staring. And then like all of it, it's like our whole group is just staring. <laughs> they're walking through. It's, but it's, it's, uh, it comes to respect. It does come to respect. And, Big time. And I've learned that over the years. It's it's definitely a respect thing. Because I'm on, I have friends on, on both sides of the oh, fence. Yeah. And we just, you know, obviously stayed neutral. And, and everybody you know, we get along with everybody. Yep, so same. we have no issues or anything like that, but we don't go around, you know, with certain color or certain thing. Yeah. And yeah. You um, know, when you're, when you're when your shoes are one color and you got another color looking at you funny and you're wondering why. That's why. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, yeah. that's people lose thought about what they're doing right now. And because it's like this Instagram popularity and yeah, all this stuff, but it's, it's not okay. You don't remember where all this stuff actually came from, why we are here, why we, you know, what the Harley scene represents from, from, uh, pers like a veteran's perspective. Uh -huh. uh, for me, it was tough because you got these guys, you got these guys in the service that, especially like in San Diego, there's a bunch of veteran MCs yep. and they will rock a three piece, like no big deal. Yep. And you see these guys and they, you know, we, we, I'd walk out to my bike every day after work, walk off the ship, walk down the pier. And there's a, there's a cart, you know, a business card or something on my tank, you know, come hang out brother. And I'm like, I'm good, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't need to do that because these guys rock these street pieces and they think there's some type of way. And it's like, dude, you're not that type of way. Like, yep. and you can't be like legally can't be. Yeah. Well, like, well no, and, I mean, NCI, <laughs> I mean. NCIS yeah. does not play with that stuff. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I personally, myself and a few others that we, you know, that rode with down there that were also in the Navy got talking to's about 
hanging around certain yep. organizations yep. and what we can and cannot do. And I've had no people that got have been kicked out, been separated because of affiliations with things yep. like that. So it's like, it's a tough game. And these guys think they're, like I said, they think they're some type of way and they're not. It's, it's been still filtered down and like, yep. Are you hating on the Jesus writers right now? <laughs> I don't, I don't Are know. you hating? Oh, shit. You leave them alone. <laughs> I don't know. This <laughs> Sonic slushy has got me super sugar cracked out right now. Oh, though. I am yeah. on another, I got to take, it's like half gone. Oh you, my did God. You, I got like a quarter. You're going to have diabetes now. I, I had a run in with the, the Jesus writers one time. I was actually coming back from Albuquerque and it's just, um, east of Gila bend. What is it? There's a Jack in a Box and a Chevron yeah, gas station. Yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> like, I, I forgot what the little town's called. Um, it's it, that's the split off where um, we we've gone to Glamis that direction oh, off the eight. It's it's right after Yuma. I'm sorry, right after Yuma oh, okay. between Yuma and Gila Bend. Yeah, don't, don't um, got me. I don't even know. It's like the name Wellington or something. Yeah, or? Wellington. But, but I stopped at a Jack in a Box right there and I was eating and then I come out and because I seen a couple of the bikes mm. out there and, and then I walk out and they're kind of like just standing there and I was like oh. But I couldn't see like what I just, they were wearing. Yeah. yeah, you know. So I walked up and I'm like, "Hey, what's up, brother? Like, you going?" Because it was the weather was real bad, and they were like, uh, "Like, hey, like, uh, can we do a uh, a prayer for your bike?" I was like, "What?" Oh, <laughs> it's like, "Yeah, we want to do a little prayer for your bike for safe riding." I was like, uh, "What?" It's like not me for my bike. <laughs> like, no. So they went out there and they had a big old prayer circle around my bike, and I was like, "All right, I'm doing the damn thing." Like. I think for me, I'm a superstitious person. So if someone came up and said that to me, I'd be like, do it. Because I swear to God, if you don't, I'll probably crash. <laughs> I don't have a road bill on my uh, bike right what? now. What? Yeah. Wait, excuse me. Steve, Steve, we need to talk about this. Wait, you don't you have one? You don't? I. So when I bought my bike, they gave How are you alive? <laughs> I don't think I have one on my bike right now. So how are you alive? <laughs> well, I have I have a, a few that people have given me, but I don't think I put one on my new. Oh my, my God. My wife gave me one that's an eagle, and I, don't, yeah. I haven't put it on yet. So before I even step foot on my bike, like immediately Ryan got me one. Yeah. Um, our neighbor hadn't rode one in so long. And in then I think it was about two years ago, he got a bike and Ryan, I, I told Ryan, I was like, don't let him get on that bike. So Ryan literally ordered on, I think it was, I don't think it was Amazon. It was, I'm pretty sure it was on an, another like Harley dealership website. Anyway, it got to our house pretty damn quick yeah. before his ride. And I, he like ran out there and he to, was like, I used to have a stockpile of ones that were just penis heads with a, a, a Prince Albert. Uh, please where you hung give it from. Lorenzo the penis head one. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd rock that so hard, dude. I'll get you one. I used to have like 10 of them and I was just giving them to my I'd, friends. Well, I have one when I bought my bike, they gave me like the tin with like the, it was like the, the hog patch. I didn't get that. Yeah. And then they, they it had, it had the bell. Yeah. And then, but I, I just feel weird. Cause like, I feel like I still got that for myself. Yeah. You, yeah. It's somebody so, has to give it to you. Yeah. 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 Rules, 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 rules. Um, I, I don't know. I'm a superstitious person. Remember the whole don't step on the crack, break your mama's back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not stepping on any cracks. I don't, I, I, I don't think I'm superstitious, but I ain't trying to walk under a, a ladder. Okay. Yeah. I don't do that. Yeah. I have this giant 17 foot a frame in here. It's fucking giant. That's unsafe. And it, when you when you open it up, the the span of the legs is like over eight feet. Oh, like fuck. it's crazy huge. And sometimes you're like, you're I'm like, not walking into that. Yeah, sometimes you're just trying to like get around it, but it's yeah. like faster to go through underneath it. Nope, you know, don't and do it, it. And you start going like I'm like oh nope, and, you know, because like you just kind of forget. I'm like, yeah, no, no, I'm no. good. I don't. I won't walk under ladders. Um, a big blackbird like a fucking raven. I'm like, who's dying? <laughs> Oh yeah. I, I think I'm pretty sure I've already broken mirrors and stuff before, but I don't know if I've actually broken a mirror, but it's funny. I've, I've dropped like, you know, a mirror or whatever thing. And I'm, and I'm like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. like, 
Like, don't, you I, know? I don't just, think just I have that. Screen, that's it. Oh, yeah, yeah. phone, yeah. If, if, see, if phones were bad luck, we'd be all in hell right now because, I don't know if like... I broke a phone screen. What? Then you oh never lived. <laughs> I've dropped one in a jacuzzi before when I was, like, walking by, like, looking at something, and then I just, like, fumble it out of my fingers and oh, kick it into the jacuzzi no. tub. And I'm like, sick. So you don't throw your phone at your significant other? Oh. oh. That's weird. <laughs> that's who, weird. Who does that? I, um, so there's this crazy lady that Ryan loves. You, you throw a lot of stuff. So huh? I'm a thrower. Yeah, Bro. sounds like it. Um, there was one time. Bro. There was one time we were outside. It was in the morning, and I can't remember why we were both outside, but we were. And then he went inside. <laughs> I think I was walking, like walking the dogs. I don't know. Anyway, he went inside, but he knew I was physically still outside. So when he goes inside, this motherfucker locks the door. <laughs> And I get back to the house. I'm pretty sure I was walking the dogs. That's what I was doing. Anyway, um, and I'm like fucking banging on the door like a psycho. I'm ringing. We have a ring doorbell. So like, yeah. I'm like, if this piece of shit has his phone, he should be able to see my ugly ass face in the camera. So I start freaking out. And then I'm like, God damn it. This motherfucker's he's fucking with me now. So then I, I go hop the gate, which was, hmm. so it's like a six foot gate. Grows up in the hood, hopping fences. All of a sudden, I, I don't know what happened. Can't hop a fence to save her life. It was six right feet. <laughs> it was six feet. I fell to the concrete on my uh, back, lost my breath. And then I'm like, oh. now I'm really killing him. So we have a doggy door in the back. Fucking, I don't know how the tits fit, but they fit. I got through, I had to like shimmy my shoulders and shit. And then I got through, well now it's closed up. So all the people are trying to fucking rob us and kill us. Or it's closed up now. It's gone. But, um, I got through and I got into the upstairs area and I saw him just dicking off in the bathroom and I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, I was in the shower. Did <laughs> you go off in the shower? <laughs> yeah. this, all, this all happened in the course of like five minutes. Okay, I thought I thought for sure I broke a rib, for sure. I thought because I couldn't breathe because I, I it was like hurting really bad and I. I don't know. Picture frame. It was not the one with the unknown family, though. <laughs> Picture frame. Just grabbed it, hurled it at him as hard as I could, just yelling obscene things. I don't even know what the fuck I was yelling. I pretty much blacked out. And just picture frame. It like comes off his fucking shoulders and it just shatters everywhere. <laughs> and he's like, "Great." Now we have a million pieces of shards of glass everywhere. The fuck's your problem? I was like, "You locked me out of the fucking house, you asshole!" Like, God damn. <laughs> Yeah, bro. Yeah. He's in classes. Yeah, bro. Like <laughs> victim classes. I'm telling you. Everyone thinks it's gumdrops and lollipops. This dude's like man. six five. He's a victim class. They know. Domestic battery case. They know. The people the pe the people that are with us like all the time, they know. Oh, like yeah. she is crazy, crazy. I'm slightly violent. No, I'm actually really nice. I promise. <laughs> no, I'm as a friend, I'm super giving, nice, but I'm the only one that she does this to. Don't she's lock like, me out of that. She's not like random people. It's just like, oh, he he won't leave me. I'm gonna throw crap at his head on the daily. <laughs> on his head. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> digging around. I was taking a shower. Like, oh, that's digging around. <laughs> yeah. Why would you oh, lock your wife outside? Like, where did you think I was? Like, <laughs> literally just just instinctively. Were the rapists gonna get you? <laughs> Oh my god! Like, what the fuck? You never know. Oh you never boy. know, dude. 
Like, and I'm thinking, like, a grown ass man locking the door. Like, where? What did you think was gonna fucking happen? Oh, I don't know. Maybe I just instinctively locked the door because my wasn't thinking. Hey, my wife's out walking the dogs right now. I shouldn't lock the door. It was just like, hey, the door's unlocked. I need to lock that. If you lived in Lemon Grove, you're locking all doors. <laughs> That's why we do it. You're locking all doors. This nut job. Or we live in like we live in the like most. Huckleberry, like bait, like Huckleberry. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like top ten, like safest cities in the America, like on every list, all the hey, time. Hey, we still have shithead people around but, us that'll still try to rob us. No, 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 no. Stop it. This one over here thinks we still live in Lemon Grove. Like, oh yeah, locking every door, we have freaking guns, out. We have guns everywhere. Oh, it's Arizona. Of course, we have guns everywhere. Like, yeah, lucky. Let's think about Halloween. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, wait. You guys can have uh, bigger magazines now. Oh like, yeah. Hey, yesterday, I crossed. I crossed the border and I looked down and I was like, "Hey, my magazine's not illegal anymore." <laughs> what am I, get? I don't pay attention to anything. Yeah. We get no. thirty rounds now or something. Oh, 30. No, Jesus no. It's just, just 10. Uh, no, 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 no. You're before the minimum or the maximum was ten. Yeah. Ten rounds, and now you can go to the normal like. Throw a banana clip in that bitch. Oh. Well, there's still a, a federal limit. I'm not as educated as I should one. be, but yeah, I know that you can go to like 15 in a handgun and like 30 on a on a, on a rifle. On, on, on one of those sweet California gripped AR rifles. Have you seen those California grips? Oh. Yeah, bullet buttons and all that stuff. <sighs> yeah, it's all weird. Yeah, no. I, I remember, I think the, I forgot what I was doing, but I was crossing through Arizona and I stopped in uh, Yuma at the gas station by the Denny's and I remember... As soon as I got out, this lady got out of her truck and <laughs> she had like a, you can tell she was like probably some like ranch hand or something like that. Cause she was driving a big old F-250. Mm. She had a the, six the, shooter on her hip. The, 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 she, she, she jumps out and I was like, and I was just like, Hey, you know, cause I, I parked kind of close by her and she got out and I was like, Hey, and I started walking and she was like, Oh wait, open up her truck and pulled out her fucking oh. piece. And so let me put it on. Just put her oh shirt over, God. over her uh, She's strap. She's like, this no neck motherfucker's going to attack me. She, she, was, <laughs> she was almost walking like hip first everywhere. Like, oh, look at me. I got a gun. I'm like, all right, bitch, we get it. Like you carry like Jesus. Arizona. And I was like, Fuck. The first week we moved to Arizona. Cause, um, when we first got there, it was in it was in February, no March. Um, my do- my youngest ended up getting really really bad pneumonia. It was actually I think the third time she had gotten it. So she actually stayed in Riverside here um, while we moved because we were very scared. Um, so my mom took care of her while we moved the furniture. Because um, and we didn't have the pool. That, the other second thing was that we didn't have the pool gate up yet. So we were waiting for the pool gate up. Her to get better. She was on a breathing treatment anyway. So we were had one beautiful day that we had to enjoy before we got the kids back. And um, so we went riding. Shit, you know, it's our first day riding in Arizona. This fucking old Western fucking dude on a Harley was riding and he had the gnarliest like, like gun ever. Just a big 45. No, it was huge. It was a little a dude. Big, a real big 45. Okay. Like the fucking Joker fucking. Yeah, dude. And it was on the side and it's like little leather thing. But the dude was like 110 pounds wet. Little yeah. old dude. And that gun was like bigger than his dick. Definitely. <laughs> like, and I was like, damn it. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck. Fuck, we're in Arizona. You can do that shit. Like I now, forgot. can anybody do that? Like, if I cross the border, am I allowed to carry? As long as you're not a felon, gotta be a resident. Well, well, no, there, the, there's a gray area. Gotta be a resident yeah. for for it to apply to you. Yeah. For like uh, concealed carry laws and all that stuff, you gotta be you gotta have a, a driver's license. But if be can I? So, but you guys can open carry there. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I can't but open I can, carry. I can, you can open. Well, I don't know. I think you could open carry. I know that I can legally conceal carry though without a card or nothing. Yeah. Like, yeah I don't. I we conceal everywhere. Yeah. Well, most places. But Same, me too. Yeah. 
I actually surprisingly do not right now. I normally have it in my purse. Um, He has it on his hip most times. Actually, both of us, we don't right now. But we carry everywhere. Yeah, Um, you have to right now. Yeah, especially Especially with the shit going on. I mean, stop trying to make out with me. Put the mic in the middle. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, shit. 2016 flashback, right? Uh We were in Lemon Grove, and it was the same stuff that was going on. It's going on now. Same stuff. It's like, it's like it's planned. Oh my God. It's like it's planned. Yep. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was open care. I was concealed carrying around, uh, San everywhere. Diego everywhere. Like it, be, I mean, that was some scary times. Like yeah. San Diego was crazy during those, those times. It was just like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to be this, uh, uh, stat. I'm not going to be a, no, yeah, a statistic, 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 a yeah. victim. Yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, for me, like I'm a business owner and you know, we, we, do things. I'm here on myself a lot, you know, at night, late at night and shit, you know? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh so yeah. I'm just like, I always got something somewhere because I mean, I'm going to throw a wrench throw a ball or whatever, you know, you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball kind of deal, but fuck it's uh, I don't know. It's too much now. Like everything is going on fucking riots and looting and all this shit. Like the guy in front of the guy in front of our plaza here, when all the, the night, the riots all kicked off some, just one person, one random dude, came walking through and broke six or seven of his windows. You know, that's like five grand right there. Those windows are huge. Yeah. And it's like, no, he's got video camera, everything, no reason, no, you know, nothing to it. Just literally just came through and was just like, dink, broke this one, broke this one, and then he just walked away. There's always going to be assholes. You know, it was just like, fuck, man. Yeah, that doesn't solve really anything. The shitty part was the guy was there, the guy that owns the place. He was actually there. And he heard the noise. He didn't know what it was. And he's like, I just thought it was like something, blah, blah. I forgot he told me what he thought it was. And he's like, fucking, I was here, too. God, you know, he was, he said he jumped in his van, was driving around looking for the fucking kid and shit. You know, doesn't know what glass shattering sounds like. Never had a domestic violence situation. Yeah, apparently he's never had a break in. (laughs) Never had a man to throw a picture frame at him. You guys want to hear more? abuse stories because we have more. <laughs> never took a shower around the van. No. <laughs> you fucking off in the shower. I don't, I do. Oh my god. Don't, yeah. be, don't be dicking off in the hey, shower. Listen, Ryan has a very, very, very good life, but at a cost. At a cost. You know, I keep it exciting because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I like to call your face oh, is too much. <laughs> See, I can't get your face. I can't. What? What am I doing? You're just like, oh, really, bitch? (laughs) Oh, I'm just taking it all in. Um, I don't know. I always joke with him that I always say that he was supposed to end up with that super pretty girl that like goes to Starbucks all the time and wears Ugg boots and has perfectly wavy blonde hair and like has all the perfect outfits and the perfect shawls and the perfect hats and that pumpkin bitch, spice. That bitch ain't gonna do what I like though. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know, it's just, I don't know. It, I, I don't know, man. Like she definitely uh, saved me though. I, I, I just was a baby. I was a child, you know, you like know. I'd, didn't do yeah. things that I should be doing as a grown ass man. Your mommy was still folding. Your yeah. Hair. So she, when, you know, she definitely beat that literally beat it yep. out of me yep. <laughs> until I got, got the point. Uh, but I mean, it's, yeah, give and take, you know. <laughs> yep. She gives you the picture frame. You, you take the broom and pick it up. <laughs> Damn. Dude, I know, I know. It, 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 people are like, how do you do that crap? And I'm like, I, I don't know, man. Like she's great. 90, Six percent of the time, I got ninety six. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's but that four percent is scary. The four percent <laughs> might put me on a Netflix special. <laughs> oh, 
You should have seen us. Okay, so when we were putting the Harley back together, um, we mostly did most of it at Lauren's house and then mm-hmm. um, some like minor things we did at our house. But when we were at our house doing the bars and doing the triple tree, this motherfucker, dude, we got into it so bad. I almost kicked the goddamn bike off the thing and just set the whole house on fire. And it's funny, too. Damn, what's up, Lisa Left Eye Lopez? There were like 10 people in the garage oh, yeah. that witnessed this, too. Oh, yeah. I got frustrated witnesses. because our powder coater did a terrible job, and it yeah. was chipping off. So I'm stressing out, and I'm trying not to, like, make oh, it. Oh, you want to talk about, wait, hold on. Let's back it up about the powder coat thing. So the powder coat for the original um, triple tree thing is it was the original. Anyway, a different guy did it. Not the guy that has helped us out before. It was an unknown guy. Nobody, nobody knows him. Anyway, they tried to hide it from me. Oh, they tried, you guys tried to hide the powder coating from they me? They tried to hide the powder coat issue. So they're chipping away at this shit going, fuck, we're fucking it up. So then they're like, these pieces of shits, as I'm getting a drink, are fucking black painting the fucking <laughs> chips. So then- You never would have saw it. It was behind stuff. <laughs> My brain was like, oh, oh we're, we're being too rough, right? But yeah. then honestly, no. no. It, no. You, you could, you could flick off. it and this thing was coming off. It was, it was flaking off. So as they're continuing- I start to see something's up. Bitches always know when shit's up. Something's not fucking right. They're being fucking weird. And they're just they're just extra covering things up. And then and then I'm like, what's that what's that mark like on the lower part? And they're like, nothing. We're just we're just getting it. So then I'm starting to catch on and I'm like, you f-, and then I'm like looking and I'm like looking more around and I'm like, you're fucking my shit up right now. Like and then I just I don't know, I I've been spending so much money on this bike and I care about this bike so much that the fact that they were hiding the situation from me, just, I blacked out and I was like, I'll set this house on fire with all of you in it right now. <laughs> and then you got pro one performance trees after that because princess has to have everything she wants. So I'm actually glad that it did happen because the triple tree system I have now from pro one is yep the best yeah they're nice. like that is holy shit um yeah. it's amazing yeah so i guess a silver lining came out of that but in the moment these these grown-ass men are staring at me in the garage like do we call 911 <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah. god I, uh, uh. <laughs> no they were they felt bad because they were they saw their and, and a lot of them were like dude we've been there we've had some shoddy oh, yeah. powder coat before like we we get it Amanda had to learn the Harley industry is broken. Oh yeah, Big she time. had to learn the hard way. Even though we t- everyone told her we had, to, we had to, she had to learn that you want something, you have a de- you have a timeline. Just yep. add a month. Fuck your timeline. Yep. Just add a month and add a month and know that it's never going to go back the way it should the first time. And it, if you do, you're lucky. But. Yeah. She had to learn that things. It's a hard lesson for a lot of people, though. I yeah, mean, and it's learn. it's real because when people especially kept telling Harleys. me this, well, especially with a bike that's thirty plus years old. Yeah, and people kept telling me about this term: the Harley industry is broken. I never really got that uh-huh. until I started ordering parts, and and it's not like these shop. It's not like the shops problem. Like if I ordered a part from you, most of the shit's coming from somebody else, right? Yeah. So it's not like you're gonna open up the package and you're gonna be like, okay, everything's good, and then ship yep. it off to me. It, it, a lot of the shit is out of your control. So the, yep. a lot of the stuff that I was getting from other um, manufacturers or from the company that's getting it from a manufacturer isn't gonna check this shit. Okay. So I'm getting stuff 
that's not right. And and I'm wondering, like, why the is this just fucking me? Like, and everyone's like, no, this happens to everybody. Yep. And we're talking the wrong Allen wrench would come with something like, cause you know, some kits come with like their own Allen wrench. Yep. So I'm digging through a bag of like 59 Allen wrenches because the one that they sent me for their actual piece is not even the right one. Yep. I've got wrong seals. I've gotten wrong, like just about every little dumb well, thing. And then we all know like, that those year Harleys, it's like, oh, is it a ninety three? Is it a ninety four? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's an FXR. It's an FXR. You know how many FXRP, like, Dyna parts different. I've gotten? Oh, they're yeah. all different. like, it, it got to the point where there was some Dyna parts that I got, and and Ryan and I like clearly put on the thing, it's an FXRS. It's it's a ninety three. Like we're very very like clear on it because we know there there's a couple measurement differences and things like that. So we're very clear every time. And then when we get a Dyna part, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like why does this continue to happen? But then I'm like, how do we stop this? Like how how do we? And then it, it's just it's I've, getting. I've them. had this conversation with multiple people. It's um, like what the fuck? There's there's I mean getting the wrong parts. That's you know bad on the company you're ordering it from because 99% of the parts are, you could, you could fix that. Like, yeah. you know, you can, you know, I know I, I, I look at people when we people get people, <laughs> when people order from us, yeah. like my pe my team is trained to look at the order. Yeah. And if they order this for an FXR, this for an FXR, this for an FXR, and then this for a Dyna, we question them. Yeah. Good. Because you know how many people order, don't pay attention when they're ordering and they just order you know, all these things and we know what they're writing because these three are for this. And it's a chance that they also have a Dyna, but it's also a bigger chance they ordered that wrong. and they ordered the wrong one. Yeah. yeah. So we will contact the customer and then we or, you know, we fix it. Um, but the other part of the scenario is, is that it is impossible for an aftermarket parts company to know if their aftermarket part that they make for this bike fits every other aftermarket part in the world. Yeah. We have, we get that issue sometimes too. Well, this pair of grips doesn't fit this handlebar from this company that's made for this. Blah, 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 yeah. Blah. What do you want me to do? Yeah. I, it, like, it's, it's like the lit for me, it was like the little yeah. shit, like yep. rings, like bolts, like random stuff that should. Yeah. And then it like, I'm like, what the fuck? Yep. She, yeah. She didn't quite get when I had to make 14 trips to Ace Hardware. And it's like, <laughs> yep. but look, your bike's a 93. I know. Yeah. All your hardware is shot. Yeah. The FXR was like, weird too. They went to course and yeah, the fine. Yeah. The and, course. And that, yep. I, Man. I know he she said the same me. thing. She told me, I got like, like I'm yeah. by the end of it. I was like, I'm so tired yep. of one bolt being fine and yep. the one right next to it being coarse. And yep. it's like, this is the dumbest thing mm -hmm. ever. Yep. But it's like, you get through that, but like, yeah, I mean, that's why she kept saying like, why you gotta go to Ace Hardware again? I'm like, because this one decided to be yeah. coarse and it should have been fine. Cause yep. it, it's in the same sequence as everything yeah. else. And it's like, it was I, a learning yeah. experience. I'm glad I went through it Yeah, because I feel like if I didn't go through a lot of the shit with my bike, I wouldn't know it as well. Yep. Um, and being in the guts of it, constantly besides the motor. Like I, I definitely learned a lot that, yep. you know, gets me through shit, but yeah, I was just, I was blown away. I was like, it's, it's so in the dirt bike industry. I don't feel like it's like that. Well, no, I think it's in weird. A, like in a dirt bike industry, they change bikes, what every fucking two years though. Yeah. So it's, yeah. there's so many more parts for bikes. Like 
it, you know, we were dabbling in like the motocross stuff, like to sell motocross stuff. And I'm like looking at shit, looking at, and it's like, fuck, I got to do fucking 900 listings for this one part because yeah. it, every fucking, it would go it fits, so many things. It fits 17 years of fucking, yeah. you know, a 450 Z, but you know, every two years, it's a different fucking part. Like it was mm -hmm. like ridiculous, yeah. you know? And yeah, it's so, definitely a lot different. So I was used to that. Yeah. And then coming into this, I kind of like feel like I got smacked upside the head. Like, no, this is how it is. And you just fucking deal with yeah. it. So now I'm like, all right, I'm just fucking deal with it. Yeah. So, um, you know, it is what it is. But I feel like I've gotten a lot done to my bike now that I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm good for a little bit. Yeah. And in, in, in the sense of like for dirt bikes, they make the part for the dirt bike for that model. It's like a direct part replacement yeah for harleys you are customizing a motorcycle yeah that's crazy truly yeah. the difference yeah that's the yeah that's you know i mean i said it I've, I've said it before like i'm not a motorcycle builder i'm never going to claim myself to be a motorcycle builder i'm a halfway decent assembler yep i can i can assemble a bike pretty well and i if i need to do a little bit of custom i'm um, shaving bolts or you know f you know making a mount a little different or feel yep. different especially with the older one like nothing just bolts right on nope. no gotta, gotta massage that shit on there like yep. And that's going to require you to have tools and the skills to do that. Now, if you don't have the tools and the skills to do that, stop. Yeah. Stop. That's, it, it's, yep. it's scary. It's sketchy. Guys with parts falling off. If you're, look, I've never had a part fall off my bike. Neither. I. Never. Yeah, I don't, I don't and know. And the guys that do, it blows my mind. And they're like, oh, man, my whole muffler fell off. I'm like, what do you mean your muffler yeah. fell off? Like, well, I think it's Loctite, like, with, maybe? But custom work, though, sometimes isn't perfect. And no. even you've known that, too. Yeah. So there, there is some things that people have lost parts. And because it was super custom. So they're like, oh, I mean, fuck well, it. Super everything. custom down the road now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, shit happens. I mean, if something falls off my bike, as long as I fucking don't go down. I mean, at the end of the day, as long as I can pull over and I'm fine. Yeah. yeah but, but that is, I mean. Yeah, shit does happen. Of you also ride a brand new bike. Shut the fuck up. Oh. <laughs> Damn. It's like that. Where's Damn. the picture frame? <laughs> he does. Oh, well, hey, you know. At least it's paid off. It's beautiful. I ride a brand new bike too, but my wife and my wife rides a. Her FXR is 89. Dude. 2020 yeah. 89. Stop it. That's her, not 89. Her FXR. What the? Wait, was it 89? There's well, nothing it, on the that. The frame is from 89. Nothing else is 89 yeah. on that thing. That bike is fucking gorgeous. You know what's funny is I, I hold my bike up pretty. I mean, I don't want to like brag, but I really, I really think my bike's really nice. In. Till I saw that fucking one. Yours is nostalgic. It is oh, that period correct. That bike done right. Is, that this the speakings FXR is Jesus. light years. It's it's the pinnacle right now. I'm gonna My, nickname uh, it the hundred grand bike. The hundred like a, oh, like a is there is there a name for it? Um, I don't think. I don't, oh, oh. I, yeah, I called the FXR Nar. <laughs> does does yet? You didn't know no like. Name. Well, our NAR probably works though. Yeah. It is pretty NAR. I got it. I mean, it's the lights of the license plate. It's pretty says, NAR. So, yeah, yeah. It is. It is. NAR NAR. You know? It's a yeah. bad oh, NAR NAR. Do you, have a, do you have a name for yours? No. Nah, what? Are, so, Ryan and I, are they the only weirdos? No. <laughs> people name their bikes. I, I used to name all my bikes, but I haven't, I don't think I named my soft tail. I named the bagger Big Bertha because she got big hips. Oh. Well, my, my last Dyna was Dark Arts. Yeah, see? My my shovel my my old shovel uh, my old shovel head was a uh, uh the root beer rider. We are uh 
Ron Swanson and Tammy. <laughs> Ron Swanson? Ron Swanson and Tammy, too. Yeah. Not the first Tammy, because Ron Swanson Tammy. was married to two Tammies in Parks and Rec. So the second Tammy is the, the crazy one. Ron Swanson's a fucking gangster. Dude, I respect him. I know. He's, he's the best. Um, Tammy, too, was the one that was younger. The Tammy, one, was the older one that actually delivered Ron Swanson as the doctor when he was born and then ended up fucking marrying him later. It's fucking weird. So I couldn't do Tammy one. I was like, no, that's fucking weird. Um, but yeah, Tammy two, she's the crazy one where they were like having sex in jail and he had cornrows and like, you know, they were, yeah, it was crazy. I've never watched Parks and Rec. Oh, it's so good. Wait a minute. There's an office doll on the wall over here. And you, you don't, you didn't watch Parks and Rec? Nope. Oh, why? So good. I, I've heard it's good. I've just never watched it. I don't know why people have told me like, oh, you need to watch it, and I'm just like, oh yeah. But I watch um like Sunny Philadelphia. You would yeah. love this, then. Yeah, no, I've, that's, it, I've heard the same thing. I have in my house on the uh, in our like dining room wall is the Last Supper, but it's oh, Sunny Philadelphia. Yeah, I've oh seen gosh. that those pictures. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I don't know. I just I like I like the Office a whole bunch. I have I wear Office socks all the time. You'll you'll appreciate Parks and Rec. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a great show. I think I watch too many shows. No, but that's like one that like. You it's, just put it on in the background. Yeah, you know? yeah. But see, I gotta watch it all, like at least one. You show should to, watch. You it all. would enjoy Ron Swanson as say, a character. I, I, not I've been watching Bob's Burgers best. a bunch. No, oh, wait, a, wait a minute. F is for family. Oh yeah. Oh. Dude, I, no, I watched. I only watched the first season of that. Oh, one. you gotta Dude. get it. Yeah, I love Bob's Burger. Bob's yeah, you watch F is for family. Never heard of it. Oh, yeah. It's, it's on, on Netflix. It's cartoon. Not kid friendly. No. Was it? Isn't it Bill Burr? It's Bill Burr's. It's based kind of loosely, I guess, on his life, but from the space in the seventies. So it's like. I mean, it's just all 1970s. It's like, pretty funny. I've watched like the first season. I'm, I'm, I love Bill Burr. So, yeah. oh, then F is for Family is absolutely hilarious. But again, one million percent. I was watching um, the was the puberty one. Oh, Big Mouth. Big Mouth. The first season was I super stopped. good. I stopped. Second season, yeah. I got over it. it I was fell like, off. Eh, yeah, yeah. It's funny, but it, I fell off from it. She walked in like, "What the fuck are you watching?" I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> I may have had that voice. <laughs> this is my life. This is my life. This is my life. Hey, but you want to talk about Sweeper McSweeperson? People always ask me if I'm going to make shirts for him of him sweeping because this motherfucker sweeps more than any person I know. I like to keep the trailer clean. If you need a shop, house. bitch, I got one. I, I like, I like to my garage is I, if I, if I was shit on the floor of my garage, I, I freak out. Like it's gotta I be I wish clean. I could have that. Like, I mean, clean. I literally just take a part out of the uh, box and I throw it on the floor, even though the trash can's right next to where I threw it on the floor. <laughs> like I'm that person. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> last night, Lacey asked me, cause I went and got, um, I went to the fridge and I got ice and water uh -huh. and I left. I, I went back into the room and then she came back a little bit later. She's like, did you spill ice on the floor? And I was like, probably I went and got ice. And she, I was like, why? And she was like, well, it was, there was a puddle of cold water on the floor. And I was ah. like, oh yeah, that was me. I, was like, I probably meant to sweep it under the fridge. <laughs> oh no, I married, I married. Yeah. Oh God, this is the same shit, man. Literally what psychopath will do, make a fucking peanut butter and jelly or put peanut butter into something and just leaves that goddamn fork or knife in the sink. With like peanut butter all over peanut it? Peanut butter all over it. Oh, you asshole. No, all over it. All over it. And then, and then she's, she's, the, she's the person that puts it in the washing machine and then bitches when it doesn't get clean. And I'm like, oh. she's like, the washing machine sucks. I'm like, no, you need to rinse that shit off before you put it in there. Oh. She'll know. She'll make oatmeal because she eats her old lady oatmeal like every day. We'll microwave that shit. And then what happens to microwave oatmeal in a bowl? It blows up. I don't know. I've never done that before. Well, it just gets stuck. It gets hard and it gets stuck. Oh. She'll, and then she'll put it in the sink and fill it full of water and go, it's soaking. 
I am the worst. I seriously am like the worst roommate ever. Like, but at least I keep my area clean. Like, I'm not that bitch that like brushes her hair and does her makeup and then leaves all the bullshit all over. I do. I'm very good about that. And I'm not good about any of that stuff. Like, but with the food thing, I I don't know. I hate washing dishes because I I did. I did bartend once where we had to wash dishes, like kind of a little bit, not like a lot, but the food thing just makes me want to vomit. I I can't handle it. So I just stay away from washing dishes. So like Ryan really loves cooking. So he'll make dinner. No, 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 no. I, I don't love cooking. I, I cook out of necessity. Yeah, somebody to needs to cook. <laughs> somebody in this house needs to cook. I, I can cook, I swear. Uh, yeah, physically. Yeah, the act will be done. But I've been very busy, and then sometimes I don't get there till late, and then, so he's making dinner. Yeah. So when it comes to washing. Do you like when chicken tastes like chicken? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> or do you, or does it, or should you season the chicken? Put some barbecue sauce on that bitch. There you go. Drench um, it. Dude, I'm like, this, I'm telling you. I know. So I'm very healthy when it comes to cooking. So it's like your basic chicken with steamed broccoli and, and rice. And I'm like, yeah, I'm <laughs> we're bad. getting skinny up in this bitch. <laughs> so yeah, I might be slightly starving and killing my family slowly. <laughs> so when he's I, I like, with pine salt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, you know, if I want to eat, like really eat, not like what food eats, um, I'm cooking. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that one. But it's mainly, I gotta cook, or it's just gonna not taste that great at all. Oh, it's not that bad. Dude. Like, if I wanna make something super unhealthy and like that's from scratch, he's dying. He loves it. He's like, why can't you cook like this all the time? I was like, because we'll be literally like 500 pounds. Like, I'm just, no. <laughs> he said, <laughs> so. That's the best. What is it? I mean, I wanna know what you're cooking, though. Well, what's your what's your meal? Okay, what's, so your, what's your my favorite go-to? Dish? Beef stroganoff. Oh, yeah, what's up with that? Did you bring any? No, I should have. Cooking that in the heat, though? I've only had it from Hamburger Helper. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'll make that shit from scratch. (gasps) Only that little white glove has made that shit from before. (laughs) Only the little white glove. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah, I love doing that from scratch. I've done... it's like this bake pasta where you stuff the um, mm-hmm, yeah you don't the meatball stuff yep, in the pasta that. with the ricotta cheese pasta. and I'll, I, I'll mm-hmm. do all that like from scratch. I'm like super fat kid with that, love it. Um, the, it's more it's kind of weird. It's more like Italian dishes and stuff like that. I can do really really well. Um, but beyond that, yeah, I'm just a little seasoned piece of chicken that's hardly ever seasoned because I'm a huge sodium freak and broccoli and rice and I'm like yeah. That's it. But she'll literally throw it in the pan and walk away for 20 minutes <laughs> and be answering emails and on the phone and scrolling Instagram. And I'm oh like, my God. are you going to flip that or cook it to the backside? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm still, yeah. I'm, I'm still trying to trust Lacey's cooking the, the other day. The other day um, I was, was I here? Was I we were working late here? Or I forgot what we were doing. I was doing something, but I was just like, Hey, bear me. I was like, Hey, you know, uh, what do we do for dinner? And she was like, Oh, well, I'm already cooking something. I was like, man, I want a pizza tonight. Like, you know what I mean? So I was just like, well, I was like, all right, what'd you make? And she's like spaghetti. And I was like, fuck. Oh yeah, you like, were here. Yeah. So uh, I was like, I really wanted pizza. So then I was just like, well, they're already having Italian. That, you work. Cause you were like, yep. yeah, it's making an Italian night. Yeah, pizza Italian night. It's like going to Olive Garden. You <laughs> yeah, get the trio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a pizza, it's a breadsticks. Yeah. Just like so I got, I got over there and then I told the kids, I was like, oh, I want a pizza. And they're like, well, we want pizza too. <laughs> I was like, so Lacey had already made all the spaghetti, the spaghetti sauce and everything like that. And I was just like, well, I'll eat some of that too, I guess. But <laughs> so we ordered the pizza and then I actually, her, her, her spaghetti sauce 
It was really fucking good, dude. Like, you, dude, I took it. I was like, God damn. I, she made breadsticks and I was dipping the nice. breadsticks in there too. Oh, I was nice. like, oh, yeah. I was like, damn. I was nice. like, well, shit, save that. Like, we'll have that. We'll have that tomorrow. Well, morning. She, well she made, uh, uh, last night when I got in, she had made tacos. And yep. it was actually like, she took steak and like cut up steak and then oh, she yeah. had um, actual chicken. The only thing that I thought was weird was it was um, shred. It was like the pre-shredded cheese in the bag, but it had taco seasoning in the cheese. Like it's how it comes. Oh, I've, like I've never heard of this. Like a spicy cheese? It wasn't spicy. It was just like flavored cheese. I guess oh. I don't know, but it was it was good. But nonetheless, like I'm starting to more and more. I mean, it's been over a year. Yeah. You know, but usually, like we always like eat out or yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's it's a, it's a process. Yeah. But, I mean, I I get it. Well. All right, well, let's think of a good. Well, before before topic Lorenzo change. got here, we were kind of shooting the shit over at the shop while I was waiting for this dude to come by that truck, and uh, Ryan kind of started telling a story that I told him to stop because I didn't want to hear it then, but he's claiming he's seen an alien. All right, <laughs> so we want to hear this story, and this is where, you know, we already talked about motorcycles and domestic violence enough. <laughs> we're moving in to a new category here. All right, so. <laughs> Yeah, I am definitely a believer uh, now. I wasn't before. So um, when did this when did this occur? So 2012. Uh, it was December 2012. It was my first deployment in the Navy. Mm -hmm. uh, I just got out. I had been. In, I actually was in the Navy for almost 11 years. Just got out. Um, yeah, time to do something different. But 2012, we are right in the midst of. Wait, no. Uh, First one was 2011. No, it was 12 because it was, well, sorry. All right. It was December 2011. Thank you. So, like, yeah, but I came home in 12. Gotcha. So it was December 2011. Um, yeah, Christmas in the Gulf. That was fun. Yeah. New Year's. It was fantastic. They have Santa out there. I made yeah. him a tree. So we were, um, I was on a, I was on destroyers my whole time. And we were off in the, an area called the Strait of Hormuz. It's the entryway to the uh, Gulf of the oh. Middle East. So it's like, it's a tiny strip of water that separates Iran and Oman slash UAE, like down south. So we have to, and literally like the international, so international waters is 12 nautical miles off of yep. each country. The, it really crosses its, itself. So Iran f claims the whole thing. Um, we were operating in that area to protect the shipping lanes because what comes in and out of there is nonstop shipments um, of everything. So we are operating in a box like six miles, six miles across just doing circles. Um, and at, at nighttime it was, I had just come on watch. I was a junior dude. Like I'd only been in Navy for a couple of years. And so I was just standing up radar watch. What I did operated the Aegis weapon system, spy radar. And I'm operating. We have our helicopter in the air and it's doing nighttime patrols. Cause there's a lot of little boats that ride around and they're, they're smuggling, they're, yep. they're smuggling drugs and, other goods and things and um goods. yeah there's there's stuff wayfair yeah wayfair with, <laughs> yeah. Their, with their industrial cabinets coming through yeah so there was lots of things going on at night and we're always patrolling and uh i just came on watch i sat down and all of a sudden i you know got a contact and i'm like oh that's it's a it just kind of popped up I'm like, all right well uh told the guys above me you know like hey got a new contact bearing xyz whatever into we need to see what it is so we have things on the ship where we can identify what things are and like it, it's supposed like all the, like every faa plane every plane has to have a squawk of code so everything <laughs> they're always telling us what we so i can know what it is i know if it's a commercial airliner if it's a private aircraft 
if it's a container ship, like they always have something they're transmitting, excuse me, that we can know what it is. I know, Coors Light's deep. And that thing was coming back with nothing, nothing. And the radar signature was really weird. It wasn't, uh, it was a very, very strong signal coming uh-huh. back, which means I was hitting the crap out of it with radiation. Because once I get a signal and I can put a lock on it on that system, we can bombard it with radiation so it'll come back. And it was uh, floating. It was, was, it was basically hovering. Yeah. So it was hovering. It, when the first time I caught it, it was around 30,000 feet going like 50 knots, which is impossible because like it's, it has to be flying. It would fall, fall out of the sky. Mm-hmm. So it said, and then it came down and it was around uh, 8,000 feet off the deck. And I'm like, okay, well now it's, and it's still, and it, it descended slowly. So I'm like, oh, you know, it could be like a drone because Iran was flying a lot of drones. Uh-huh. They were flying a lot of drones out towards us, and we were watching them, of course. And that's actually when they shot down our drone at the same timeline. So we were very uh, hesitant on drones. So we had the the bird out, the helicopter all the time. Diverted the helicopter out there to go take a look at it. They get within 10 miles, and we have uh, a camera on the on the helicopter called FLIR, um, forward-looking infrared, and it relays back to the ship so we can see what they can see on the camera. So we're sitting in combat. They call it, like, um, CIC Combat Information Center. We're sitting in there, you know, the blue room, the movies and all the screens. Yep. We're sitting there watching this thing on the cameras and it's like, it's just a big light, just one big light. Um, couldn't get colors, it's black and white on the flare. Pilots are like, you know, we're close, but I can't get a visual idea what this thing is. I don't know what it is. So they get closer. They get, they continue to approach this thing to the point where they're, the pilots are coming back to us and they're like, look, we are within swinging distance of this thing. And I still can't identify what it is. All I see is light, just light. Not coming back on any channels or radioing them, nothing. Ah, oh, man, I'm like, you <laughs> talk about this. And then uh, literally this goes on for maybe 30 seconds and the thing jams, disappears. It, it like jams. takes off or like just disappears? I lost it on the scope. The pilots lost visual of it immediately. Wow. Couldn't, couldn't see it like light, like the, but it was also pitch black outside, no moon. Yeah. So the light goes off, disappears. Well, I'm holding when we, in our system, we can program the track into it. So it stays where it's at. And then it like kind of mathematically predicts where it's going yep. based off the direction that it flies. Yep. So I saw that it was still, something was, was, it was still kind of tracing a direction, but it didn't have a hard track on it. And then it popped up, popped up again, but it was like 10 miles closer to us. And, to like uh, maybe a hundred feet off the deck. It was just right on the bottom of the water. So it was at this point, the thing was maybe, or it was like 15 miles away from the ship. And it sat there, helicopter diverted again, went back over there. And same instance, they got super close to it. Couldn't tell what it was. And then it disappeared again. This time though, I caught it. I followed it and I tracked it up to about 70,000 feet and then gone. And how fast did it go from a hundred feet to 70,000 feet? The, what I was tracking on that thing was over 1200 knots to like to 1600 knots. So like, but it was accelerating. So there's no, like, I don't know if I was, but, it, but it went from a hover from situation s- to just dead still to straight up. Wow. That's like flight of the navigator. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it, and it, and it was gone. It didn't come back. Um, pilots came back to the ship immediately. They landed, they came in. We all had to sit down and talk about it. We saw, they were visibly shook. 
yeah. the, the pilots. Because, I mean, we were just watching it on scopes and But they screens. saw it in person. I mean, they yeah. saw what they saw. Visibly shook. And just, a, a, I mean, how, when did they... They, you said that they're within swinging distance of how big did it seem to them? I mean, they're just looking at a... On it, the thing is, uh, like they couldn't even give a description of it because all it was, was light. All they could see was light. Huh. And it, but they said the light itself was probably 20 yards across, you know? like Oh, wow. So this is was big just a big fucking light. ball of light, you know? Wow. and But, you know, and for, an, for an, an aircraft, I guess that... Maybe not 20 yards, but 10 yards. But maybe, sorry, 20 feet. 20 yeah, feet. Yeah. 20 feet, yeah. Uh, across. And... You know, for an aircraft, that's about normal size. But uh, we the, we debriefed and we all discussed what we saw. And we all had the same conclusion and story about what it was. And that was it. I thought that was going to be it. And then literally the next day, we're floating in the middle, same spot, doing work, same thing. And another helicopter comes out, lands on the deck. Dudes get out. They come in and my system is all run off of servers and hard drives yep. they took everything and what they did what they didn't see what branch they were from they didn't have any kind of nope they didn't, have to, they didn't have to show you nothing at that point right nope. you were no no too, too low on the totem pole didn't see any designations or markings or nothing just three three dudes in normal clothes not uniforms cia took that shit and ran wow. and you know it's yeah and that it, that's how you know it was something yeah, I mean, and that's in I've that's why like when those guys talk about so I I know about the incident as well that happened with the the uh, F18s uh-huh. off the coast of San Diego. Uh-huh. Like that's the so, same. Is that the one that does the box one, like the square, it's yeah, the square where like, the the pilots, you know, they had they're vividly talking about it. Like yep. that's it happens very frequently. It happens. Uh, it's not an uncommon thing out there. Well, especially when you're dealing with radar detection uh, yeah. on that high of a level, yeah. you know, it's probably easier to see that stuff, find that stuff and, you know, figure out what it is more or less. Yeah. Um, or not figure out what it is, but you know, that that's, that's crazy. Cause um, when I was in, when I lived in New Mexico, I worked on the white sands missile range at the Trinity site. Oh yeah. And um, I, I, I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast before. I think I have, I think you touched on it and uh, we were, we were, working on a uh, telescope there was supposed to, there was like at the time, this was probably maybe 15 years ago at the time. I think it was like one of three that they, that they were making or had already made that can see a certain distance into space. And that's supposed to be some, some crazy setup where the whole dome was probably like the size of like this complex right here, you know, and, but it spun around Yeah, and I had to get all kinds of clearance to get on there. And we had to stay on this dirt because it, 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 even though it's uh, white sands missile range, it was a forest that we would go through and um, wasn't paved road. But if we got off the road and pee would pop out of the bushes, you know, and uh, I remember one of the deals was we're not allowed to take pictures. Um, but this was, I think this was iPhone one when it was just AT&T. When you had to like fucking do the crank the picture. <laughs> yeah, at the time, at the time you couldn't even get, you couldn't send picture messages. Yeah, you, yeah. You know that's how far back it was. But I remember um, I was taking a video of it because they were spinning this dome around. They were testing it, and I took a video of it. And I because I thought it was so cool, I was like, "Well, fuck yeah, I'm gonna record this." Yeah. And then I was recording, it, and then within minutes after I was done recording, MP came up, took my phone, gave it back to me at the end of the day, but cleared out my entire phone. And then later on, uh, what did he say to you when he took your phone? I knew the rules. 
Well, I mean, he just held his hand out like you're an infant or what? <laughs> Basically, that's what they do. Like they don't, they don't, they didn't fuck around. They don't, at all. No, they yeah. don't gotta say nothing to you. They don't gotta like, say shit. They'd be like, hey, hand it over. No, they, they came up. They came up. They're like, we saw you recording with your phone. Uh, we need your phone. And I was like, all right, like, yeah, you know what I mean. So um, he cleared out all your pictures. They cleared out. They they wiped my whole phone. Like I had to restart my entire phone. Oh no shit. Yeah, like yeah. it was oh, like wow. well, it was like welcome to Apple iPhone, and then. Um, because at the Trinity site where the, the thing or the telescope was being made, mm-hmm. it was the highest point out there um, over, and people who don't know the Trinity site is where they dropped the first atomic bomb in America, like for practice and stuff uh-huh. like that. They still do like um, uh, bombing out there still. They still do uh, dogfight practicing and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Uh, but there was a time where there was a crazy weird storm. And I mean, it's the highest point on this mountain. So, Obviously, the clouds come, and I remember I pulled into work because the storm came out of nowhere. So as I was coming into work, the storm was moving in, and the whole mountain was covered. And they, I, I couldn't even – the maybe the whole area is probably the same size as the entire parking lot complex uh-huh. and stuff like that. But when I pulled up, I was, like, one of, like, one of a few people that were there still working, and um, we were getting cleared out because they, they brought these weird mobile command stations. It was, like, E.T., Oh, That's exactly yeah. what it was like. ET. They mm-hmm. had all these like the part with the bicycle and the flying. No, no, not that part. <laughs> I wish, but like when when ET had AIDS, uh huh. <laughs> um, and and like he was like they like people in suits and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, it was it was crazy. Like they they just popped up with these mobile command centers. You know, I've never seen this before. Where trailers were set up, trucks with like outriggers came up, huge satellites and and really? uh, antennas come up and stuff like that. And they're just like, you got to go, dude. Like we're they were conducting weather experiments up there, but uh, so some shit was going down. It's coming. It's coming. So the, the all extraterrestrial research right now has been transferred to underneath the Department of uh, Naval Intelligence. Uh-huh. That's where it all resides right now. That's why it's starting to kind of. So, you so see now it. you retire. What a, what the <laughs> fuck is your problem? You it's coming out. So it's coming out slowly, but they're gonna have to do it in in, in doses. How much do you know? I mean that that's my only interaction, other than the fact that, um. Uh, well, that'd be it. But like, I know there's a lot more stuff that people have seen a lot more encounters than there's been way more encounters than, than what's, come up. what's been yeah. told, you know, like everyone knows the F-18 story because that, yeah. that was recent, but like, there's been so many. Have you ever heard a story from another, like, uh, you know, person in the Navy like, you're like, what the fuck? Or is that kind of like hush, hush on the, on the, on the fleet? No, I mean, no, no one, no one, uh silences us you know like yeah. I've, I've told the story to a bunch of people and then and it's nobody no one no one silences that stuff it's just they I think we it's joke about it he can't prove it yeah there's no I, I think it would be different like in his situation like if he actually got it on his phone yeah, and yeah. then was like look at this shit i think yeah and then they would come in and for sure the bob like, lazar you Fucking. yeah because right now he's just telling a story and so it, i feel like even like the cia wouldn't give a shit about a story but no. if you had proof phone video whatever you know security camera you know that's going to be a problem yeah. for them because then you're you're putting more out there but now i feel like they just released that shit they recently so it, it, but it's not like anyone's like shocked like we're like no fool we've seen that shit before <laughs> like we're, we know but like it's good now that it's coming out yeah did you see the the one from the space station like two weeks back so they uh were doing a live feed uh-huh. uh on the space station i mean i don't know if it's if it's doctored or whatever but like they supposedly cop- captured in the background of this live feed um like a donut shaped craft in the back, just, oh, it was really? just like a, 
you could see it, right? And it's just like a dot. And then they zoomed in on it. And it had an obvious shape and a hole in the center. It was like, it was all pixelated, of course, because they had yeah. to zoom way in. But yeah, it was apparently they caught on a live feed at ISS. Um, and then the cube that was in front of the sun. Mm -hmm. Did you see that? Nope. So, I'm missing all the good stuff, apparently. Yeah. Most re this literally was like two weeks ago. Um, they got this, they, there was a recent picture of the sun and there was like a perfect cube missing. I mean, and of course everyone's like, oh, it's just like a pixel, but like, this is a big ass pixel. Like there's no way. And it was a perfect picture of the sun, but there's this like cube missing, but you could tell it was like perfect. Like it's gotta be, it's just something in front of the sun that's blocking it. I've seen oh, you, you Googling I'm Googling it right now so I can I'm look at the picture. At it too. Like it's crazy. Like, I've seen interviews where um, pilots oh, yeah, and I stuff like it. that from the, um, the Navy and stuff like that, they're coming out and they're just like, and they're so nonchalant about it. They're just like, yeah, we, we see shit all the time. Yeah. Like yeah. it's crazy. And, and well, yeah, especially not, being out in the middle of the ocean on yeah. these, on these ships where, I mean, I've never been on oh, a I've ship, but weird they, shit out there, they, man. They have a at night. Um, do these ships have a bunch of lights on the deck? Zero. Or just kind of, so yeah, it's dark. No, I right? mean, zero lights yeah. besides navigation lights which are on the mast and on the back yeah, of the like ship little, so you don't There's fucking trip and fall basically literally no 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 pitch black like oh. at the very top of the mast like you're like if you try to walk outside if there's no moon you uh -huh. have moonlight and that's it oh no shit. if like you'd be we would you go on the bridge where they're actually driving the ship they make every watch standard at nighttime go up there about 20 minutes before their actual watch so their eyes can adjust to darkness like i would wow. walk up there and you can't see an inch in front of your face this is how they drive U.S. Navy ships is pitch yeah, it's black all just radar at, that, at right? night. They're just well, radar your driving, eyes, essentially. Your eyes adjust. They do. Eventually, you get to the point where they can actually see uh, perfectly, for yeah, the but, most part. So you know how they say, like, people see shit in the night. Like, you know, um, I was listening to fucking the Rogan podcast yesterday with Post Malone. And if oh. I'm not a Post Malone fan by any Did means. Did you actually get through the whole thing? Because I, I couldn't. I, I thought I, it was fucking hilarious. No, no, it was good. But the last, like, I don't know, I think like 40 minutes of it, uh -huh. I was like. I haven't got that far. Now they're just like shroomed out to the point. I, I don't uh, know even know what the fuck they're I saying. I just got past them talking about dicks. And I'm okay. like, if this dude hang out talking about dicks, I could totally hang out with this dude. I actually had no idea he lived in Utah. Neither did I. I don't know nothing about it. I couldn't that even was... name you one song. I don't <sighs> care about this person whatsoever. And I had... can't wait for you to finish the podcast, though, because it's actually pretty good. Yeah, I had no idea it was going to, his personality would be like somebody who I would like. I'm like, oh, this is really good. Yeah, like, he sounds like normal, but yeah. it's it's like the last like 40 minutes. I couldn't oh, yeah. get through it. Yeah, I knew they were on, the, you know, they said they were on shrooms. So that was Oh, funny. yeah. No, and you can tell because like their conversation starts to like Start take a few steps down and yeah. then a few steps down. And then after that, I'm like, what the fuck are they even talking? And then now they're getting to the point where they're just Googling shit and then just talking about the shit they're Googling. <laughs> So it's like, I'm like, and then as a listener, I'm like, I, I don't even know. What the, well, especially That's, about the mouse yeah, thing. Wait yeah. till you get to the mouse you situation. You the video one on that, at that yeah, point. It's yeah, it's like you almost need oh, no, to. I've heard the mouse one. Oh, I think God. I heard the mouse situation. With, right. the, grass, with the grasshopper too? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Dude, That's where I'm at with it. I was like, oh my God. And he saw that grasshopper's as big as a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Shrooms for you, the, yeah. The the wild part about that nighttime stuff though is those dudes and those little those little skiffs, like whatever they're they're moving and hauling, they'll be going sixty miles an hour across the ocean, open yeah. ocean, in like a twelve foot boat, wide open with an outboard, with tanks of gasoline in front of them so they can keep going, smoking a cigarette. Like yeah. it's wild. Not a single light. Not a single light. And they're just uh, literally navigating. They're, they're no shit navigating so by the stars. Would you have to stop those people if you saw them? Is that what you guys are out there for also? Or is that, that that's a whole nope. different? 
Nope. Different we are, the deal, right? We you guys are, are out there for pirates? Deterrence. It's literally just deterrence. But then, I, I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, if if we catch them in the axe, I, I did a lot of anti-piracy boarding team stuff, and that was like, that was different because we actually would have like intel, and we'd be told like, all right, go board these guys and handle it. And we don't arrest the military. The U.S. military doesn't arrest, yeah. they detain. But like, there's Coast Guard people out there, especially in the Gulf. Yeah. And they can arrest people legally because they're Homeland Security. Gotcha. So we would transfer them to Coast Guard and they would arrest them. Huh. And honestly, all that means is they're going to take them back to their home country and drop them off. <laughs> it's it's I mean, it's a terrible system. Yeah, yeah that's it's a terrible crazy. system. But that that's, so they'll be back driving that boat again tomorrow. Yeah. Or next week, whatever. Yep. Piracy is a real thing out there. It yeah. still is till till you know 2020, and it's. How, when you had to adjust your eyes, I mean, like what, what I was, what I was going after was, you know, they were saying how, like when you, when people see, um, let's say entities, ghosts, whatever, usually it's at night, right. The, in a, in a vulnerable situation where your subconscious or your conscience like feels like it's like, um, a little bit, you know, open more like, so you see things. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to sit here right now and say, I see a ghost over here. But if we turn all the lights on and it's fucking midnight, I might see something weird because your mind plays a tricks on you. Did you guys ever experience that being out there in that pitch dark like that? Or did you just get used to it? Uh, I mean, I see you're, you're used to it and you're desensitized to the max. Like yeah. there's just no, I'm not thinking like, especially on the, sh like, uh, I mean, you might get a little creeped out. Like if I'm like, I get super creeped out quick, like, so I know how I would feel. If I'm like, well, especially like if I'm on a, a night watch or whatever, and I'm gonna have to go down because I mean I had to go to engineering spaces a bunch too and like check alarms or mm -hmm. certain things, and we would because we had all of our like cooling water pumps and stuff down there for all of our equipment. It was like way down at the bottom of the ship, and it's two o'clock in the morning, and oh, yeah. you have to go down there and check some shit. No, all the lights are on down there, but it's a loud engineering space. And there's not a soul in there. Oh yeah, not gross. <laughs> I'm good. I, I, I will actually chime in on that. Ryan actually did not believe in ghosts until we ha lived in this little shithole rental in Lemon Grove. In Lemon Grove. So he he was a hundred percent not a believer. I'm a fucking weirdo. I believe in ghosts. I, yep. I've had a couple encounters, like, but I'm very sensitive. So I feel like I'll be in a room. And if it's definitely haunted, I have that feeling in my, my chest. Wife's like like that. I know, and like I'm very sensitive and intuitive yeah. to that shit. I've she been, swears that the last yeah, house we I've lived in here in Riverside, there was a ghost in it. And then um, somebody came and stayed there for us while we watched our dogs while we were gone. Yeah. And they said they saw the same thing. I never ah, saw anything. See? So, <laughs> but uh, you know, I'm like, but I'm also a scaredy cat. Like if yeah. you watch fucking scary movies all night and shit, oh, yeah, and same. I gotta go up and get in the up in the middle and pee. Oh, yeah. I gotta turn you're the lights on and shit. You're, like, you're either holding that pee or you're turning uh -huh. every fucking light on I in turn the house. Them all on. I get scared as fuck. So we're renting this house because we sold our house too fast in San Diego to come to Arizona because we knew we were gonna come out here. Yep. Um so we had to have a temporary rental situation and nobody's renting to anybody with pit bulls. Like it's like impossible. They just assume you're a drug dealer and that's not gonna happen. And your dog's gonna kill and eat every kid. So we ended up knowing somebody in the military that lived next door to their rental. And, and they were like, yeah, renters are leaving, like perfect time. We're like, fucking sweet, let's get in there. It was a shithole house, but whatever. We didn't care. We knew it was temporary. It was not a big deal. It was very, very old. And it, yep. it was like, it was very tiny, like in the front, it was like maybe 800 square feet in the front. And then there was an addition in the back that went upstairs to a master. So that addition was janky. I mean, we're talking like his cousin did this shit. Yeah, like yeah. it was sketchy. So 
upstairs was kind of like separate from the whole house. And it sucked because the kids were downstairs, both of them. Genevieve was a baby. Madeline's, you know, about three or three and a half years old. So we were like away from everything. When we moved in, I was seeing and hearing weird shit. Now, again, he does not believe. So he's like, you're fucking crazy. So, and I'm like, I know I'm crazy, but it was only in the stairwell. The stairwell to our addition was the only thing that in my chest, every time I walked up, I felt this deep presence. It, it almost like feels it in my throat and you'd go up. It's fucking weird. I don't know. So ignored it, ignored it, ignored it. But one night um, we were just going to bed and our bed faced this creepy door that went immediately to the stairs. So that was the other weird thing is like right when you're at the top of the stairs, you're in a room. Like it's fucking weird. Yeah. Um, So our bed just faces this creepy stairwell hall and we're hearing what sounds like a little kid or Uh, a smaller person walking up the uh, stairs. Yeah. So he like the diaper swishing sound. Yeah. Uh, Like, you know how that you remember? It's like a toddler. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, It was like the diaper swishing sound. So immediately Uh, I'm like, cause Madeline at that time, she was three years old. She's very well potty trained, but at night she had shit issues. So she was wearing like the pull up big kids shit. So I kept thinking it's her ass running up the stairs. So I, you know, would go downstairs, both kids dead asleep. And then Genevieve is a baby. She's in the crib. So she's obviously not coming up the stairs. So I got a little creeped out. We have a monitor on. I ignored it. I'm like going to bed. I mean, I'm making the ghost jokes and he's telling me to shut the fuck up. He's like, he's like, stop. You're making it relevant and it's being relevant. It was actually stop. Being, I am also a pussy when it comes to this stuff. Yeah. Cause so I'm like, he's, shut yeah. up. Stop, yeah. stop talking he's about like it. Trying to Cause stop. Scared. Like, yeah. no, no, but like, like you're, you're making it a thing. Yeah. You're materializing it. Exactly. He's like, if you like, give it, stop a, it, give it rev reference, it's going to be a thing. Yeah. So he's like, stop bringing it up. So of course I brought it up another time because we were folding laundry on our bed that's facing that fucking hallway. And literally it happened so fast with the sound. And it literally sounded like a kid running up with the diaper sound. He, this grown ass big man next to me turned around and turned pale and freaked out. And because we knew there's no fucking kid up the stairs. And then I go down the stairs and I can feel it. Like I go down the stairs and I felt like I got punched in the throat Uh, and I'm going down both kids asleep and they're fine. Hotel eight. I'll be there. And, and literally get the fuck out of there. I, I think we had maybe like a month or two left on our, yeah. on our lease and nope. we were out, we were going to Arizona cause we were, we were also house shopping out here yeah, to get yeah, into yeah. a house. So he was like, stop fucking talking about it. Like, and then he had, he acknowledged it. And then he admitted, I believe now because yeah. two separate incidences that one, one, it was like, we did have one small light on and it happened again, not in like a vulnerable state, not in like a yeah. pitch black 2 AM situation. It was yeah. definitely a decent time still at night, but we had one light on and it happened again. Yeah. And for how predominant the feet sound and the diaper swish sounded like that was it for me. I was like, this fucking uh. place is goddamn haunted and weird shit kept happening in the house too. Like weird shit. And I, I, and then we ended up hating the people we were renting from, which he was cool with on the ship, but as being like, um, landlords, oh, they were the worst. Yeah. So we were just over it. Yeah. And then the fact that, you know, the house was fucking trashed inside and we and spent all this. haunted. I mentioned the haunted thing and she thought I was fucking crazy. And I'm like, lady, definitely something's up yeah. in that thing. And especially the feeling in your chest, you can't get past that no. feeling. Now, do you think that the, like, um, I mean, cause clearly they've released information of, of interdimensional travel, yes. right? So do you believe that hauntings are 
necessarily ghosts of somebody who has been deceased or is it like our dimensioning dim- dimension possibly meshing with another dimension at that particular time you know what i mean or, or you know somebody kind of in between what was that movie where the guy was behind the bookcase and he came from space and he was trying to communicate with the other person uh interstellar yes i don't remember that one so he he went into a yeah he went into a different time realm like what you're saying and so he was in the wrong time and he was behind the bookcase and he couldn't communicate with the people but he was making books fall on the ground yeah so to them they obviously like what you're saying yeah like it's haunted and so books are falling on the ground because he's pushing them from behind because he's trying to pass through the time and he can't notice that i keep mentioning this interdimensional travel because to me that's bigger than almost everything else right now yeah because that means there's multiple realities of what we are in right this moment. Mm-hmm. You know, just like Dreamer was talking about how like um, Looney Tunes, the different spellings, you know what I mean? Which mm-hmm. one do you remember? Do you remember the yeah. tale? So on listening this? to that on the way here, yeah. I'm like, I'm looking at her and I'm like, I've heard this, I've heard the, the, the Mandela, Mandela, theory, Mandela effect. Yeah. yeah. I've heard that about that before, but I, the Bernstein burns, Bernstein thing, yep, yep. 1 million percent, like, for sure, I was one way growing up. Yep. And then the Looney Tunes thing, like she, I didn't even say anything, and she just went, "Oh, it was always been T O O S." And my brain was like, "No, I, yeah. I grew up T U. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know T U. So it's yeah. like, it's one. I don't know. Man. You know what I mean? Like that's. It was crazy for to me to like. I haven't read that whole document. I mean, and that shit was from 1947. The interdimensional travel. The 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 documents they have from yeah. the FBI. 1947. That's fucking a long time ago. They barely had cars that worked then. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, and they had this information and now they're just finally releasing this information to us. So what's to say that these spaceships that you've seen or, you know, things of this nature, again, you know, aliens, we said, and we believe that aliens are us from a future or another dimension. Uh, you know what I mean? Like where that dimension went off into a different Way, you know, way that we are right now, and they and they've adapted to that as humans. We all yeah. know adapt over time, or have been fed a bunch of fluoride, and now these little fucking guys. You know what I mean? So, what's to say that like hauntings, ghosts, and stuff aren't that like you know that movie's fucking similar situation? Yeah, similar I mean, parallel. I don't, I don't know if I'll ever know. I mean, what I believe after listening to the Bob Lazar, mm-hmm. he kind of set the tone to something that I already believed and kind of mostly told to myself. I don't, I don't really go out and telling alien stories or anything like that. I have had one weird situation that's happened to me, or at least I've seen from alien perspective, but I've always believed that aliens or what they think of them is us in the future. And we are checking on ourselves yeah. or so, trying to warn ourselves. Yeah. Because as you think, if you think back, what was predominant to me is learning back in history from the Egyptians, from cave drawings and mm-hmm. things, and things that were moved and done in the past that is physically not possible today. Like yeah. today, like think about Easter Island. Yep. Those stones. Those places always interest me. Well, yeah. I think a lot has to do with, with so these these increasing of sightings, I, I believe have everything to do with pivotal moments of our history. Yeah. So look at, uh, 1969, right? Landed on the moon. So there's an obscene amount of reported sightings and things like that in 1969. Look up, look up the mass. It was actually an unsolved mysteries thing in uh, on Netflix. The unsolved mysteries case. There was one mm-hmm. episode about an incident that happened in, in 1969 in Massachusetts. There's like a dozen yeah. um, incidents mm-hmm. that all happened that same night. That same night, same timeline in the same like three counties. Huh. 
Huh. They just went like, you could see the path and they drew it on yeah. a map. You could see, it was like, bink, 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 all the way down these, uh, and these separate incidents. And it, it always happens in years that are pivotal to Amer to human growth. Yeah. yeah, That's why I feel 2020 right now, these things are popping up again because this is such a pivotal year for the world, for, yeah. for humans. Oh, yeah. Like it's, this is a crazy time. And I, that's, I 100% believe it. So like the same thing with the, you know, you go all the way back to ancient times with the, you know, the Egyptians and the Mayans, like that was a pivotal time yep. for the human race. Yep. And I think they come in and either give us a push one way or yeah, and that's what I think kind of figure things out, you know? The, Makes sense, so. yeah, yeah. Because if you think about, we are only capable of doing so much. Even us, if you put a hundred men together, we're only still capable of doing so much. And we were able to do more things faster than I feel like that we could do now with machines and technology. Oh, yeah. Blows my mind. I mean, I know the, the pyramids took a long time, but still thinking but about they those. They don't even know how they built the pyramids. No. To this day, not even they that. Don't know there's how. no drawings, nothing. They're like, well, we knew that slaves did them, but like you would have to take like 10,000 of them with, yeah, how did with you, what? And how did, you, how did you make these shapes? Like all that. Perfect, they don't know. perfect alignment to yeah. specific yeah. stars. To the yeah. stars. Like, that's the, the, laser, the laser similar cuts into the Mayan walls that they were like, that could literally only be done by laser. And yeah. they're like, well, how? Yeah. And then rocks that are as bigger than, you know, buildings being moved by. By what? By people with ropes and logs. Yeah, I mean, and then they're like, they don't buy it. With, no. and not even then. No, and no amount of, of fancy pulley yeah. is in human uh -uh. strength. In is gonna, sand, too. You couldn't yeah. even have a yeah. hundred elephants on Easter Island. Yeah. So where, where did those come from? Yep. And then I, so I definitely believe we have been checking on ourselves for a very long time. And I think once we find out, I guess, uh, later, but at the end of the time, like, I don't know if we should. Because I don't know if the humans here on this planet could handle what the real reality is. I mean, is that what's happening right now? Are we being purged? Are we going to see a purge of society to the point to where it kind of keeps the people that can handle things? I mean, I'm not saying right this moment, but later it, on, if yeah. it would have to happen eventually, right? I mean, you know, I, I'm mixed. I have, I have like 50, 50 that it's, humans from, um, you know, the future that have evolved and I'm 50, 50 that it's totally from somewhere else. I I'm on, I don't agree with the human thing. I, mm -hmm. I, I think it's a complete other entity yep. from another galaxy and my biggest wherever. thing on the, like aliens and like everything I've always believed in aliens, you know, since I was a little kid, you know, like, and then as I got an, became an adult, it just became more apparent to me that I believe even more. And it's nothing to do with sightings. It's nothing to do with any of the, other the crazy shit. It's just the fact of how is it possible that out of a solar system or multiple solar systems space, this vast area of, of, of fucking shit that we don't even know where it ends or how big it is yeah. that there's only one fucking small little planet yeah. that has something on it that can walk, talk fucking, or, yeah. you know, do I mean, what we do. Like, a, talk about the master plan and everything. Like, I, I mean, what are the chances that this planet is the exact perfect distance yeah. away from a star to maintain life and to have the yep. atmosphere that, that it can yep. maintain us? Like, yep. how is that possible? How, and then yep. we and then we just happen to have a moon that perfectly orbits us in the right manner to yep. control our tides and everything. Like, yep. that's insane. Yeah. Like, 
and and, and it just it just happened that way. Like yeah. too many and coincidences. Too many coincidences. <laughs> there you go. Connect the dots. Way and then uh, and then how are we to say that it hasn't happened in other places? Exactly. But what if the other beings or things don't need that exact stuff to be what they are, and that's why they're not as good looking as us. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, yeah. Cause I know there's whole, the, the whole body dysmorphia thing. And then like Bob Lazar touched on, there's no sexual organs or anything that they use the bathroom with. And, and they then have I was no just, fun without sexual yeah, organs. I know. So, and then I started to think, well, think about where we've come from. We've evolved. I mean, maybe that's the next, you know, in 10,000 years or a million years, like that is the, ne- like we will have, we won't have organs that need to break down uh, protein to survive. Yep. And it just needs to get to that point. So that that is a possibility or it just, I mean, I feel like a scientist have already come out a few times yep. about finding a planet that's pretty close to another star. Yep. And they just said maybe life could because of the distance that they were able to measure, which is fucking mind blowing to me that they can even measure that. But the distance between that planet and that star, they were able to, to guess basically yeah. that yeah, life could be there because they're at the same distance we are. Yeah, but, because think about it, if we were an inch closer, we'd be fucked. Yeah, but we see like that's what I don't understand is that, I mean, mm-hmm. who's to say any other species alien thing needs to be that? They you know, yeah. if they're I mean they're the you know, let's just say like the gray, you know, the grays for of the clearly they're not getting suntans. <laughs> clearly they're not yeah. on the beach, you know what I mean? Clearly their their environment is clearly something completely different than what we're in, yeah. even though they are able to come to our environment and and as you know, from people saying that they are here and you know, they are able to function in our environment. Well, yeah. but like what's to say I mean it's getting way off the rails. What's to say uh di- you know, so dinosaurs were here, yep. right? First. Um there was humans we think like no one's proven, you know, million year old hominids were out walking around with dinosaurs, mm-hmm. but you have, um, you know, a cataclysm- cataclysmic event yep. that stops them. So like, what was that? Was that them, the designers determining like, yeah. all right, this isn't working, Yeah, this is Be- no which is, which is why the whole like reps- I mean, reptilian have, thing Well, didn't they is have cavemen, like homo sapiens that were well, around at dinosaur or was that right after? I can't remember. I, mean, I can't remember. If I mean, no, the, the oldest recorded skeleton isn't millions of years old. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay. You have a point. So there. it's, it's, it's tough. I know that they were around with, um, well, the only way that we can properly date the planet is off of, um, the ice yeah. off of the ice, off of the ice caps, the Northern and Southern you know hemisphere ice caps, they can core down and see, the differentials between years, which also drives me nuts when it comes to the topic of global warming or climate change, because yes, do we, did we accelerate? Yes. Uh, I think we went through a period of damage where America, where the United States of America and the world in general was damaging the the ozone layer for sure. Have have we corrected course in the United States? Absolutely. Absolutely. We have, we've gone away from these very dirty ways of producing power and we've got a lot of power, you know, obviously, but there's still other countries that are not doing that. China in particular, they're terrible. Yep. But China, my, but my point is, my point is that the, uh, uh, the earth is cyclical. It's a, it's a climate change is, is happening. Absolutely. But it's been happening for millions of years and the ice proves that. And it, it drives me nuts that these, these quote unquote scientists or people that are pushing this climate change agenda and trying to get things, you know, through government ways of funding for these things. I think there's trying to, there's, there's pat in their pockets. Is all they're oh, doing. 100%. But the reality is 
if any of these guys, I don't understand how they can't just see the see the science behind ice Change. cores and how you can see how we've gone through ice ages, heat ages, like d immense climate changes over millions of years. You know, yeah. at least at least the last couple hundred thousand years, they can register yeah. off the ice just by how it formed and melted and all this stuff. So it's like you just look at core samples. Like it's it's not that hard to, to figure out that the Earth changes and yeah. how and honestly, it's everything to do with orbit. And how we get closer and a little bit closer and a little bit further away. The goes through, the Earth goes through a pattern yeah. of getting. Right now, we are getting a little bit closer to the sun, and then it's going to stop. Yeah, and it's going to start working its way back the opposite direction. Do you remember, like, what was it? Mm, maybe six, eight years ago, maybe a little longer than that, when we had that big ass earthquake. It wasn't. It wasn't in the states. It was like in a different country. I don't remember what country uh, it was. It was in uh, Thailand, and yeah. they had the tsunami. That, exactly. Yeah, so I was that. actually yeah, on unemployment when that happened, and yeah. we had to respond to that. Okay, so um, I remember them saying when that earthquake happened that it was so large and like the seismic fucking whatever you call them were so big that it actually knocked the earth off its rotating axis by a few degrees. And then I always think about how the seasons have changed since that deal and maybe it just because i started paying attention more but it seemed like summer started later and and you know went longer like yeah. into, into more like we're That's I remember actually where, it's not really, really june it's more like september now yeah like i remember when october used to be freezing yeah, trying to no, trick or treat now. Shit. now you're like wearing shorts still like i'm wearing shorts all the way through thanksgiving still. i think that's 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 the climate change that's yeah. there that's the that or uh, i mean I, i'm just curious i was always wondering if that was all part of it like too because you know well the, so, if the earth was rotating on, 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 you know, this straw basically, and then it moved slightly, it's, it's going to knock change. it off. I yeah. also heard a really good synopsis of this too. It was, um, if climate, if, if this like rapid increase of mm -hmm. sea levels and the ice caps melting and oh my God, and, and all that was happening. Um, the person I was listening to was like, I think it was, I think it was a Rogan podcast. It was saying that there's no way a bank would ever finance somebody to buy a beachfront property then because it was Rogan. Yeah. It was Rogan, right? Yeah. I, okay. I remember yeah. It blew my one. mind. I was like, that makes yeah. every ounce of sense. Yeah. And I mean, I've listened to a lot of stuff like, that's right. Banks yeah. aren't going to finance the risk. Yeah. No. no, it's, it's not there. They'll never finance it if they legitimately think when they're, because the problem is that the politicians are claiming in eight to 10 years, we're going to be, yeah, you're done. Uh, it's, we're going to be done. It's like, if that's the, was the case, would they ever, Ever I mean, give Al somebody Gore a loan? Was saying this in fucking twenty years ago now. Yeah. They wouldn't do a thirty-year loan on a home. No. Yeah, right. No. <laughs> they were like, "No, actually, ma'am, you're gonna have a ten-year loan because after ten years, your house is gonna be underwater." Yeah. I so, seen them doing those houses like in North was it North Carolina where they have those beaches and stuff like that, and their houses, their beach houses, are like up on these giant stilts oh, and yeah. stuff yeah. shit because yeah. the tide comes in and it's like yeah. all under your house. I'm like what they the fuck? Oh, they they built their house in a swamp. That's their choice. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not a fan. Do they just poop in the water? Or do they they have I plumbing. Would, I would not. I would just have a hole. <laughs> they have plumbing. Jesus. <laughs> nope. No plumbing. I mean, you just think like, okay, you know those like sexy little Tahiti like places that are in the ocean, and I I don't know why. There's pipes. Okay. Well, you think there's pipes? He's been there. Have you been there? There's pipes. Yeah. Motherfucker oh. didn't take me. Ew, your burp smelled like shit. Get out of here. God. Small fucking poop mouth over here. God, that was horrible. What did you eat? Uh, slushy Coors Light. Cold brew, eleven Bravo coffee, uh, and anchos for lunch. All the so. drinks, <laughs> all the drinks. So we'll much liquid. Um, I, I don't know. I think anybody that's taking drugs and listening to this is like tripping out. But 
I don't I know mean, if we could have picked druggy and uh, listening base. Okay, good. I think we had to do the drugs to get the drug listening base. Got it. I'm yeah, not, I'm no. Not into it. I I don't do drugs. So I freak I'm out. I'm too old now. I I'm the wrong person that you want on drugs I because can tell. yeah, I'll probably be on the top of the building making squirrel sounds and then you got to mm, shoo me off of the broom. That's pretty fun though. Yeah, or you might so. be fighting Ryan the entire time. Or <laughs> literally takes like one little puff of something and she's just like a space cadet. I'm like, okay. girl, something AKA C. It's half CBD, half THC. I had three. So before we came into town, um. I got a little thing in Vegas. So uh-huh. I'm like, oh, I'm going to hit it a couple times. Well, a couple times too many. So oh, yeah. I, well, because I'm chatting and I'm hitting it and I'm chatting. And then I realized I had like my fifth hit. And then all of a sudden I'm like, there's a lot of colors. Oh, like there's just. I could hear them. And then I'm just like, everything is so colorful. And then I'm like, am I breathing on purpose or on accident? Oh, like, am yeah. I? Well, I've been and there. Then, <laughs> and then I just start asking Ryan. I'm like, I. I need, I need, I need a minute. And then, and then he's like not even listening to anything. Cause we were listening to your other, the one you just released that podcast. So we listened to that. It was over. And then there was no music. And then I was like, turn the music on. And then he starts turning the music on. And then I'm like, I have to pee. <laughs> just pounding water. <laughs> and then there's just so many colors around the window. And I'm like, but am I breathing? But am I not? Am oh, that's I the worst. The biggest lightweight on the planet. Uh, I, I, biggest uh, lightweight on the planet. I've been that high too many times. And that's what kind of what like, Got me more off. Yeah, and normally, so normally I'm a I'm a hundred percent like CBD believer, like yeah. pain tolerance, like anything. anything for me. Thyroid thyroid issues that I've had, um, CBD really has helped me. And when I'm just really stressing, it's the best. Um, yeah. But when I've it's tried mixed, it multiple times, I tried the tinctures, I've tried the fucking this, I tried the that. All yeah, you know, just because I believe it does have healing properties and stuff like that. It's not you have to but be. For me, yeah, if you're not sensitive to it, yeah, it's not I, gonna work. I have a really like, um, you know. Where those people are like, oh yeah, this ibuprofen 800 really fucking knocks me down. And I'm like, fucking, well, I can take like, a bottle all of those and I'm good. <laughs> I mean, I can take like six or seven Norcos and I'm still good. So yeah, like I have a, a high, tough, tough I can shell. drink, you know, it, since I've been a teenager, I can drink an 18 pack. Like I have this high tolerance for things, except tattoos anymore. I don't like getting tattooed. Honestly, it hurts I, so I don't bad. like it either. I got a little, um, I was trying to finish my stomach mm-hmm. and I got finished finally 12 years later, this butterfly on my Oh, right here above my stomach. Holy hell. Yeah. It was like two hours and I was like, are we done? Cause yeah. I want to go. I used, like, to be a, I used to be a champion when I was a teen. Like, you know, I got been getting tattooed for a long time and I used to be a champion. Now I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I thought I about getting like once a year. more and you know, everyone's like, oh, are you going to do your arms? You're going to, and I'm like, I really don't like getting tattoos anymore. Like it, uh, it fucking hurts. I just now. hate the recovery, the itchy shit. Yeah, that doesn't bother me as much, to man. That fucking I just slapping everything over the fucking. Yeah, right, yeah it's shading. Yeah, it's the I just, hours of shading. Uh, I just get over Mine it. Mine is um, I swell. Like I swell pretty bad. Like after I get back, like when I was getting my back done. Oh my god, he had to like fucking lay on the floor with me and give me an ice pack. The whole, my whole back was swollen. And then I get a fever every single time, like oh, long, wow. like long yeah. sessions, like five, six hours. Oh, yeah, yeah. I literally get home and I have a fever yep. every fucking time. That's weird. I wonder if it's like the blood loss, maybe. I don't know. It's just, it's just stress anxiety induced. When you're clenching too. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it's, it's a lot of stress anxiety. Induced. I remember when I used to get adrenaline, when I used to get tattooed, that was so nice. I mean, when you get older, you stop getting it. Yeah. yeah. Or if you've gotten more of a bunch, I think you stop getting. It. I, I do, don't know. I do remember that. Yeah. You're like it used to not hurt. It used yeah. to not. Fu- you're like fuck yeah. And now I'm like fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, I'm getting tattooed. I'm like this. Yeah. That's so. That was me just doing the stupid butterfly thing. And and all my other ones on my stomach and my back. 
didn't really hurt. It was just like when I got home, I was like, I really don't feel good. Yeah. Like I just didn't feel good, but getting it was not a big deal. But the last final butterfly on my stomach, I was like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. Like so I'm, you got to do it when you're young. I've had, yeah, my, I think I'm past that point now. I need to just, I, I do uh, want to get something for my kids though. Yeah. I, I, I feel like a bad parent cause he got something for the girls and I, I have not. So I, th- I think about it. And then my friend who owns a tattoo shop and she's like, girl, I can't get tattoos either. Like I, I, she's like, it fucking hurts. So she has a cream that she uses and I was like, I'm like, I'll use that pussy shit. I don't care. Like put it on me. I'm not feeling any of this. The only thing that sucks is I did get a numbing cream one time when I got my first stomach tattoo done. Well, second, I've had two cover-ups. I've made some, a lot of mistakes. Um, (laughs) what was the first tattoo, Amanda? (laughs) Okay. So no, no, no. Hold on. What do you think? All right. So she, how old are you? Seven, 17. 17. Okay. She's 17 years old. She, she lives in Riverside. It was some Cholo's name for what sure. What did she get tattooed across her little, entire little baby Joker? Entire abdomen, like lower stomach it was area. Like baby Riverside. Joker. It wasn't a bell. That's that, the weirdest that thing in Riverside. Almost, that, so that I actually Riverside almost, pride thing is so weird. I almost a got a bell. So it was a tie between what I actually got and a bell. And I was really wanting to get the bell. And the guy that was doing it convinced me not to do the bell. And he was like, I do those all the time. Don't do that. And then he was like, do this other thing. And was it smile now, cry later? What do you think? So you said it wasn't Riverside. I say smile now, cry what later. Was, what was really big like 15 years ago in this area? Oh, so longer than 20. So oh my God, he guessed it. Yes, I had so good. He's out of here. He's Shut up. Oh my God, you Shut have up. it. <gasps> that was the same. Oh my God, that was the same one. You guys probably got from the same guy. Dude, it had the same lower part. Too. Welcome to the club. Oh my Welcome God. to okay, the club. Dude, you so guys I became have, best friends. I have one picture on my Facebook of it, and you're going to die when you see wow. it. No, it's so embarrassing now when I oh, think yeah, back. It's, like, it's embarrassing telling the okay, story. You know what is, makes it worse, too, is the guy that I was dating at the same time. We got matchy ones. Oh, that's so gross. It's funny too because it was literally the same style. Like for, for literally, those, obviously you guys can't see this, but Lorenzo had to just pop his shirt off because he had to flex his SoCal tattoo oh across God. his back. Uh, <laughs> just to is. represent. Here it is. Here it is. Real thugs know. Oh is. wow. It's oh, yeah. That's a Blackberry photo. Oh, that's a baby a one. Blackberry photo. Yeah, you can barely oh my God, see it. That's when I had no tits. Okay, so. <laughs> I had to get two cover-ups. And, so the and, and two boob jobs. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. So um, first cover-up, horrendous. There's this chick, and, and it's crazy because she was actually good in Riverside. She was, um, God, I can't even remember. Like, she was in the Rubido area. Uh-huh. Anyway, great, great lady. Older lady. Never would have guessed she did. She definitely looks like someone that, like, would water your pants and watch your cats. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely wouldn't look like a tattoo artist. She was water your pants. Oh, That's what you said. I'm like, what? <laughs> She was really good. I've seen her work. She's great. So I'm like, I have a shitty ass SoCal tattoo. I need to get covered up. So she covered it up. She, she, I just said, just run with it, floral, whatever, just do it. It literally looked like a gray and orange, like leafy thing that you would get on your plate of food that you discard after. Gross. It was horrible. So... And then I had a flower on my hip for a really good friend that passed away. She, um, we always called her Jersey girl. So I got a Jersey flower on the corner that I left alone. So when I got the second cover up done in, um, San Diego, 
um, this guy was like, look, like <laughs> you got your, yeah, I got my work cut out, but I'll do it. So, and now it, it sucks. And now I have a darker piece on here, but you know, he tried to lighten it up as much as possible. And I think it's, I mean, trust me, I've heard, I've heard all the fucking jokes and every, oh, she got a bush on there. I wish she got in there. Bush gardens. I, I fucking heard it all. Trust me. I don't care. Bush gardens. <laughs> like I've heard it all. I don't care. Um, and then my lion, believe it or not on my back is a cover up of another lion. So I will not name names publicly, but there was a guy who was very well known out here that did my lion on my back. Um, and in Riverside, a lot of tattoo artists, I mean, shit, probably still um, just heavy in drugs and whatever. Yeah. But he claims that it's my fault because I asked him to do something he wasn't comfortable doing. A lion? Mm-hmm. So I dealt with this lion for almost 10 years, the way that it looked. And I'm trying to find the picture right now. Um, and then this amazing guy at True Fit Tattoo in San Diego literally changed my fucking life and redid it completely. So it went from a starving cat thing that was called, it was nicknamed the Liger to an actual lion. Yeah, what's going on with the spine in the yeah, first I one? I don't know. It was starving. I don't know. How crazy. Hey, you know what? I I don't know. It's I trusted him. I was very close with some of his friends and even he does amazing. If I would show you who the tattoo artist right now, you would yeah. be like, what the fuck? Dude, Lorenzo's dying right now. It looks like a fucking monkey. <laughs> okay. Like the ones from the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. With the Dude. <laughs> Feed me. 10 years I went around like that until I got it fixed. So I was kind of looking to do something on the top. I don't top. feel so bad anymore. Yeah. yeah. Well, you so. know, you got fucking busted ass strippers on your back, though. Dude, look how little you were, too. Even this is a couple, how many years ago? Are you that? calling me fat? No, you just didn't lift weights back then. Oh. Jesus. Jesus. Like what I say, like buff is the new skinny or some shit. Well, I'm not buff anymore right now since the fucking gyms are closed. I've been definitely wilting away for sure. Um, I can't, you know, push him around as much as I used to. You know, the, the picture frames aren't hitting him as hard anymore. <laughs> she's, she's grabbing <laughs> the smaller ones. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's not. But um, I have been thinking of doing something on the top for the girls, but just that pain. I'm good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't I got, know. I, I, see, but for me, I've, I've most of my tattoos, I'm, I mean, I'm 38 now. I got most of my tattoos between 17 and 21. So at 21, I looked like this. Yeah, that's I, crazy. I got this hand done in my bedroom when I was 21 years old. Oh my God. That was my birthday present from my tattoo artist because I already had full sleeves and yeah, like my and neck. Yeah, like, what, what I else? got my neck done when I was 19. How did the neck feel? I, my neck's been done like five times. You're 19. Mm -hmm. I worked in a tattoo shop. Commitment. Yeah, it was. All right. So what's all right? So then, what is your how? What is your feeling on this? Because I'm I have a pretty good opinion about this too. Is uh, today's trend of getting hand tats and neck tats before you have sleeves before anything it's wrong before like anything. Ah, thank you. so yeah. so who's wrong though i mean i mean obviously the kids the dudes doing it are, are dumb i think you have to pay your dues but should the artists i think the artists should not do it yeah i think, I think they it should not be looked at as a, i mean i'm granted i'm not in their position you know i tattooed for like 10 years and then i stopped i don't I but they're trying to get out. they're trying to make money yeah you know i'm not in their position to have to make money to do it but i don't feel i feel like when i was getting tattooed if i would have went to my artist or the guys that tattooed me then and told them i wanted my hand and i didn't have anything on my arms and shit they would have told me to go fuck myself yeah that's the yeah. same guy the same guy that did most of my stuff and did her back mm -hmm. would have done the same thing until us get the fuck out of here yeah. like yeah. So i think you don't get to do that i just think like i think you need to pay your dues and i, I think, think you wrong. need to fucking yeah. you know i i mean 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm not I into think, it. Yeah, I, think yeah. It's totally I haven't wrong. had this discussion the other day with somebody too, and yeah, I've always s- felt this we way. We see that sometimes. It's mostly <laughs> just those hipster fucking times. weirdos that yeah. will literally just do full bl- hand blasts, and then I look at the rest of their body, and it's like nothing else. Yeah. Or they'll have like a little star on their face, and like nothing. Yeah, else. I'm not into the face tattoos. I'm, I'm like, eh, it's weird. But you know, I feel um, like a lot of people are gonna regret that. Yeah, I'm not too I judgy. I, I almost got a face tattoo years ago. Fuck. Over ten years ago, yeah. I wanted just a little spider web on my crow's feet, like right here, you know. Okay, and I'm glad I, you didn't do that. And I, yeah, I, <laughs> I was just gonna say I'm not judgy about tattoos, but I'm glad yeah. you didn't do that. <laughs> I, I almost went, like you know, it wasn't a de- it wasn't a situation. I was gonna go do it, and then uh, I for some reason just didn't do, go do it. Now I'm glad I didn't. Like people, you get these younger kids that have their heads all blasted and shit now, like and they like when I'm you know they I had some pizza delivery guy come to the house. And he's like how come you don't have your head done? And I'm like, dude, I'm fucking old, bro. <laughs> These shit ain't new. Like, you know, yeah. like, that's, I always chalk up to this. I've looked like this before tattoo TV shows. Uh, yeah, that's a good you know? point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, when I was 19, I was in the bars because I was, uh, I had full sleeves and I had my neck tattooed and yeah. there was no way I was under 21 to them. When yeah. I turned 21, I went to the same bar that I went to all With the your time. ID. And I just told him it was my birthday. I didn't tell him how old I was because I wanted my free shot. Like, you know, it was like that kind of deal. So then, you know, you got all these shows that came out and all this success from these artists, which is great, you know, but it's different, I think, for people that have been in the, in either getting tattooed or been in the industry oh, for a very long time. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's, unless you know somebody, that and you don't mind getting it but like if you want to go to a good artist it is expensive oh, yeah. now yep. i mean God, I, know. I'm, I mean it's a lot of money it thousands is. of dollars oh, like just to do down. everything that you have right now it's like 10 grand oh, oh yeah way, right there. Way, 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 more. way more actually do you yeah. have your whole stomach done no i have my whole side of my stomach done and then i have like this okay yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be yeah. yeah it's that's like more dude that's fucking crazy so yeah. i corrupted ryan Oh, really? No tattoos? So, no. So when I met him, little baby, he's 22 years old. Oh, so I already 21. had, I already had my, no, I met you when you're 22. I was 21. He no, just told I was you. 21. I was 21. But you're older than me, dummy, by nine months. I was 21. No, you're 22. <laughs> I promise. I promise. Because my 22nd birthday, you were already 22 and going on 23. I promise. Whatever. Anyway, girls are better at memorying. Anyway, um, he had nothing. He's little mama's boy. Uh-huh. Little, little sweet, sweet, fold my undies. My mom hated her. Oh, I bet. <laughs> so I already had I already had the shitty monkey lion on my back. Uh-huh. And I already had. <laughs> You're welcome. Had, You're welcome. <laughs> and then I already had the shitty cover up on my stomach. So I already had the shitty tattoo. So yep. I just, you know, overall. And then I'm, anytime, you know, when you tell your mom that, oh, my girlfriend's, you know, she lives in Riverside. Just yep. immediately puts a weird taste in your mouth. I'm sure. So, um, yeah, it was definitely different. And then being around me, I got him to get his first tattoo. It was like right here on his ribs. And I remember it was right after we got, I think right after we got first got married. Yeah. Cause it was a little anchor fucking gay thing that I probably want you to get cover up now. Cause it's weird. <laughs> so, um, it says death before dishonor. I know, but it's, you know, Anyway, it's, it's not good. It's a Navy thing. Yeah. Do you want to get your side tattooed? No. No. Okay. Fuck no. So I just want somebody to like put me in a coma. Yes. And fucking I handle actually business. asked about that. I was like, when are they going to start inventing when they just put you under anesthesia yeah. and just blast you? And then you just wake up like you're good. No. Go home. They're probably I wish. doing it. That's all these kids are already tattooed. Yeah. Like they are. Stitches Fuckers. like that. Yeah. So, um, so he got his first tattoo and I remember when we went to the beach cause we didn't tell his mom. We went to the, oh, it was the river, not the beach. And she saw it and started crying. 
My mom took me to get my first crying. one. Crying. I was 17. See, you know what? For the girls, I mean, I'm going to wait till they're 18. And, and I'm going to, I would rather be there so they don't end up like me with the shitty fucking oh, mine's tattoos. Gangster. I got a Volkswagen X Wing fighter. Hell yeah. Oh right my there. God. That's amazing. That's my first tattoo. Hell yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's on the side of a sandrail on Hot Bike Magazine. But I mean, see, not Hot Bike. Um, what's the Volkswagen one? Hot V-Dub. Yeah. 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 It was, it's on the side of a sandrail. It was all Star Wars themed fucking like side panels on the sandrail. I was like, that's if gangster. If my girls want a tattoo, I would rather make sure they're not getting a shitty t- And they're going to go to an artist that I pick yeah. because I'm not having them go through the shit that I went through. Yeah. And, you know, and it needs to not be a fucking dream catcher or a fucking, you know, is that feather. Is still easy? Yeah, the dream catcher? Well, still is. Yeah. So yeah, none of that shit. If they're going to get something, it needs to mean something, not just whatever I fucking picked out of. Yeah, no, it needs to mean something because everything that's on him and I, like there's actual, like there's a story. There literally is a story with everything. So, um, I mean with, I have like little tiny ones too, but yeah, it's, everything means something. So I want it. To, and I'm not going to hold them off from getting tattoos because that would be super hy- hypocritical. So I don't want to like do that. So I'd rather be like your parents. I would rather be there. Yeah. And then I just make sure that they walk away with something that they'll be happy with and not like me where they're paying like three cover-ups later. Oh, I have a bunch of cover-ups too. Don't give me my, my neck. One of my man, necks are cover how, up. How do you do your bunch. neck five times? Oh, it fucking hurts. Yeah, that's insane. I used to have, so when I, I was, well, I mean, I was 19 when I got the first one on my neck and it was a, like a skeleton, like a um, rockabilly dude, like riding a rocket. When the rocket was purple, it looked like a dildo on my neck. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, so I, I, I rocked the, di- I can find a picture. It would, be, it would be deep in the archives, but I rocked this dildo purple. I mean, it looked like literally a purple vibrator. Oh my God. And it was, I had that for fuck probably seven years. Isn't it, isn't it crazy how long me. that people will go around with bad tattoos? Yeah. It's fucking going, wild. Going on, yeah. Going on 22. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lorenzo knows from personal experience. <laughs> how long are you going to keep that SoCal on there? <laughs> how long are you going to keep those strippers on there? <laughs> Dude, look at, look at this one. Look at this one. Uh, so I was. Is so he curling a dumbbell with his no, tongue? Yeah. What, what is this, on his tongue? It's a, he's telling his peers. So I have, a, I have a skull and crossbones on my shoulder and it's <laughs> got like a tongue sticking out the barbell through it. So when I was, the barbell I, looks like a shake weight. When I turned, when I turned eighteen, <laughs> when I turned eighteen, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Fuck I'm going, yeah, I'm, I'm cutting out of school, and I'm going to yep. go get a tattoo I'm real quick. Get you something off the wall, right? So now. I did. I was like, "Give me that one," and it had a yep. mohawk on it. And I was like, "Nah, cut the mohawk off. That looks gay." But <laughs> keep the barbell on the top. Oh, that, oh, oh, that part looks <laughs> yeah. gay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I was like, "Yeah, the mohawk was gay." Get what rid else, of that. What else do you have? So it looks like you have some names, some things. Uh, this one was for my dad. Oh, okay, that's cool. I and then uh, that's cheat death on my forms, and then SoCal, SoCal <laughs> brother, SoCal yeah. brother, SoCal. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I have I all sorts of stuff. I have all sorts of cover up. This whole leg's a cover up. Do you have a penis anywhere on you? Yeah. Oh, I, I, knew knew it. It. I knew it. I knew it. Do you really? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see it. He sees he's got a little wiener. Oh, uh, that's yeah. little. Is that the is that the bad boy? No, it's Mad Sin, the band Mad Sin. That's like their logo. Logo. It's like a little angel oh fucking. Oh my god! I knew it. With a little little wiener. Every 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 guy that's like as tattooed as you always has like a dick somewhere on them. I probably and got more. I just don't know. Realize they're there. <laughs> they're my hidden. friends used to just draw with sharpies and shit. And we used to just fucking. I feel like that's actually more common than it's not. Yeah. Like for sure, I've met quite a few people that are like heavily tattooed, and they always have just that random one dick. Yeah. And we've met somebody that has their on their um uh, for fun. yeah on their thigh. They have like a fun one. 
but I'm like, what? What is with? It's a like a fun one, like a fun, like a dick, like just a, fun? a funny one. You know, like uh, like I got drunk and I got this tattoo type oh, thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I got drunk tattoos and right. shit. The, the only got, times I've been all asked sorts of shit by people in the Navy when they see my leg and they're like, what is that? Is it like like some white supremacist tattoos? The, oh, the, the TCB yeah, with yeah. the the bolt. And I'm like, guys, like Elvis, man, just just yeah. just Google it, like. Google it, man. Like, oh, yeah. A lot of people don't know. No, yeah. they don't. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like the well. white trash luxury hat. Dude. <laughs> Shout out, Rich. Dude, Richard literally almost got Ryan jumped in Vegas. Like, <laughs> for people not reading what it actually said. Yeah, no, it's that's real for sure. Yeah, it happens. It, it's it's mind boggling what we're the world we're in right now. But we just try to stay low, stay neutral, stay happy, stay focused on ourselves. And I mean, we care like the shit we really care about. Like, oh, yeah. trust me, like, you know, especially about the kid thing. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, that's what I see a lot in your, in your stories oh, and stuff I'm, like that. I've it's, been screaming. Yeah. And I, we try to be as educated as possible about a topic. If we're going to like talk about it yep. and, um, it's not like a something, a willy nearly thing that we just like jump into. Um, without researching and it's it's scary you know yeah. um it's a very tough situation and you know everyone's like oh why haven't you said anything about it for years and years and years and it's like honestly because we're just blind to it like yeah. everybody was just very blind to it and uh i think that's people's escape to not accept it though also like to, well why yeah. haven't you been saying anything then if you know or you you know you think all this stuff well i wasn't paying attention to anything until six months ago yeah and could give a fuck yeah and, and i still i'm so uneducated still that's why i always say when we start talking about politics like i don't want people or like our, our i mean our, basically our customer base to sit there and be like this dude fucking me this way or this way i don't fucking know what like where i fall in the politics situation i know i like to own guns yeah i know i don't want you to tell me what the fuck to do and i know i want to keep my motherfucking money i'm pretty sure you're on the same uh ballpark as the rest of us, which is that fucking the back of Lorenzo's shirt says only gay cops give me tickets. <laughs> when he walked in, I started cackling, laughing, like when I saw that shit. What the fuck? <laughs> we actually were dying. We were like, has oh any cops like said anything to you? Jesus, yeah. this fucking guy. But you know, um Well, no, I I, I, th I think you fall into the into the majority yeah. of us and I and, feel like more of I'm a, anything, I'm a patriot. Yeah. Exactly. I love this country. I, I appreciate our military. Yeah. Like, you know, like I always like chalk it up to you know, the, the military, if they didn't do what they're doing, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing. No, I know. And and you know, I think that my time I don't there's there's a lot of dudes and I mean and unfortunately there's a lot of vets in the world that give other vets kind of a bad rap oh, and that's with everything. Yeah, it, it is with everything. And people wanna wanna make um a big deal about things that happen yep. in the military, but I try to explain to them I'm like, look, it's like a one percent type thing. Yep. Like it's such a small community that you think is like massive, but yeah. it's really not that big. Like, especially like branch by branch. Yep. Like there's really not as many people as you think yeah. that make up the armed forces, you know, and, and that's, and that's a shame too, because there's, I mean, I think, I think a lot, would be, there'd be a lot of different things about the world. If America had a mandatory service after, mm -hmm. for every age 18, South Korea does it. Yep. Everybody that graduates high school, boom, you're going to go do, I want to say, I appreciate two years um, in the armed forces. And, you know, it really establishes 
like a baseline yeah. for your life oh. at that point. I mean, uh, I was a mess before I came in. Yeah. Before I went in. See, I've never been like, um, I could see how that could help. So I'm not going to say like, it's not, it just wasn't for me. Like I knew I was not a military person. Yeah. It wasn't for me. Um, I always had respect for people that did it, you did it, done it, went to it, friends that went to it. I, my, my, one of my buddies, he just retired from the air force. I want to say last year, 18 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I have a ton of friends that have served, you know, um, and, and I, and again, I mean, we, I always, I just chalk it up to that, but we wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing and having the freedom to do what I do today no, in this business and absolutely stuff not. if it wasn't for that. But I definitely could see how having a mandatory service for, you know, even if it's just a two year period could definitely help a lot of people. It would. Um, entitlement would go away. Entitlement. I mean, I know when, I mean, when I was 18, I had no fucking direction. I didn't no. have any, oh, let's be honest. I didn't have any direction in my life till about fucking four years ago when I said, Hey, I'm going to fucking do this full time. Yeah. You know, like, and I'm fucking 38. So, you yeah. know, my whole growing up, I never knew what I wanted to be. No, you know, like you it, shouldn't, you yeah. shouldn't, you should so, be enjoying being a kid. And you know, like going through high school, I fucked off. I didn't get good grades. You know, I partied a lot. Like yeah. did what I wanted to do after high school kind of just did that same thing. You know, I had jobs and I've always had a job. I've yeah. always worked. I've always made my own money, but you know, I didn't, I don't know. I just never, I just kind of got a job cause you had to make money. Like yeah. I never enjoyed my jobs, you know? No. And that's the thing too is, is I will say from my own personal experience mm-hmm. is that the majority of the kids that are causing a lot of issues in our country right now. Yep. They're kids. Oh, definitely. They've never left the safety of the bubble they live Fuck in. No. They these kids have never traveled foreign abroad no. and seen the real world. No. It's cruel. They've never just been it's, on their own yeah. in their own city. It's cruel and unforgiving and it's ruthless. Yeah. And you want to complain about the situation that you're in, but you don't understand how good you really got it. Yeah. Could we, of course we are the leaders of the world. We need to be better. Yep. I get that. 100%. 100%. Yeah. We need, we need to be the best. Well, you know, and that all stems from a lot though. And it's not, that has more to do with, I have a big, I guess, theory kind of like my opinion, right? It's just an opinion. When we have so many government officials and I'm not even talking president, I'm talking like, governors or, or Senate, you know, Congress, mostly that area yep. where you have these people that can be in office for fucking, you know, 20, 30 years. And then they still get paid their same wage or whatever for the rest of their life and shit yep. like that. Yep. They're not doing it because they give a fuck about our country. They yep. give a fuck about their pocketbook. Yep. And if till we get people in line with like, I, 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 I think my theory, like where we, people actually fucking care because when you have a certain amount of money, nothing that happens here affects you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so when you're in these seats and you have this money, whatever happens on the streets isn't your problem anymore because you're over here. It doesn't affect you directly. I think the majority come into politics with that in mind. Yep. They want to be this change. They want to do that, right? But then they stay in too long. The, yep. o- the only way of fixing this problem, corrupted. term limits. Yeah. The only way of fixing this problem is term limits. And they need to reduce term limits drastically. Well, what happens, What so say we took the amount of pay that Congress and Senate made, right? Yeah. We reduced that by a percentage. We took away the fact that they would make it for life. And we used that to, I don't know, increase our education budget. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen for our society and our children and our children's children and our country as a whole? Yeah. When we have a better educated system or, okay, like the whole defund the police thing. Okay. 
well, let's take some of that fucking money from those people yeah. and move that to better training. That's where I stand. One million percent on that topic is, and we have a lot of law enforcement friends and we've, you know, we've, like I said, we've already talked about Whoa, this. not a lot, just two. Okay, well, yeah, I have two. quite a few law enforcement <laughs> friends. But they're so. good dudes, you know? Yeah. Like, they're good dudes. <laughs> I'm like, and let's put a cap on that. I mean, yeah, look, like, yeah, I guess I'm <laughs> clarifying. Yeah, listen, like listen, everybody listening, he is full of shit. It's literally two people. <laughs> just to make that clear. Yeah, but it. Um, but the point is, my point is that they, you're right. De- no, defund is the wrong word, but they're no. like, they're like, well, you know, when we say restructuring budgeting is not a right way, is not a good slogan. It's like, well, you need to say something else because you need to take that money from uh, what you're doing. Well, straight up, stop militarizing police forces. Yep. You're you're a public servant. Yep. Go back to being a public servant. You're like a firefighter with a gun, which yep. you, whatever. But like, you need to get back to being a public servant. You need to serve the people yep. where you're supposed to. Get back to training. It's not your job to maybe go be military. they need to military. realize that, and maybe they need to have where uh, police officers need to be doing X amount of community service. Dude. Every, every month or something. Yeah. So they realize that it's not a, a fucking job to fucking, you know, mistreat people, but they realize that they're here with the community. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I mean, we've talked about churches, you know, I, I think the same way about fucking mega churches. I yep. think about all law, a lot of this stuff. Invest where, yourself in your community. Yeah. Where we have these mega churches, we have the one, the fucking, you know, the harvest fucking church, right? Yeah. You know, literally I could throw a rock at it from here. And yet we have all these crackheads and homeless people walking around the same street. Yep. I don't ever see any of those church people on this fucking street giving out water, sandwiches, fucking anything to their community or, except or. passing by them on Sunday to fucking go park in the parking lot and do whatever they yeah, do. Yeah, in their fancy cars and yep. their fan yeah. No, so, and it's it's right up there too and and uh, me growing up too because I've been asked a lot and I've been kind of not really quiet about the police thing but I didn't really want to speak out on it until I guess now, but when I grew up you don't like cops and it's and it's not that they're all bad because I, I don't agree that they're they're not all bad but where I grew up literally right there um it was it wasn't my mom per se because a lot of it does come from the home yeah it wasn't really my mom it was the people that I were around so yeah. what we were taught in our neighborhood was you can't trust them oh yeah and that was beaten into my brain a lot so obviously as I'm growing up I have a certain way with them now. Yep. So if I get pulled over, I have an attitude. I'm already being really, you know, spitful. You have an attitude? That's strange. <sighs> I know. She's got fucking so, picture frame just in the center console ready to fucking throw at him. Yeah. <laughs> come, uh, come get the smoke, Hopper. <laughs> yeah. You want to smoke? Yeah. So I had that attitude from the get. And it's not okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not agreeing with my actions, but there has been situations that of what has happened to me with officers that has also pushed me to not like them. And I have been put on the ground for situations that I wasn't involved with. I'm trying to talk. They're not letting me talk. They're just screaming at me. I'm just, my face is on the ground and like, but was I hanging out with the best people in the time that that was happening? Mm. No, but it was the the upbringing that I was around, the constant push, 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 push in my head. They're bad. They're bad. Don't trust yeah. them. Don't trust them. Don't trust them. So that kind of stigma needs to also kind of change. Oh, big time. I mean, and it's just with everything, there's definitely, you know, it's there's good and bad. Yeah. You know, so my dad was a cop growing up. 
You know, oh. he, he was what they call a reserve sheriff, which is basically a citizen on patrol with a gun. Okay. <laughs> they didn't, he didn't get paid, but that's what he would do on the weekends while he owned his own business during the week, went and did that on the weekends. Right. I still don't like cops. Like it's not, and, and it has nothing to do with, I, they make me fucking nervous. I, like, I'm yeah. not even doing anything wrong. That's a good, so that's, that, we've know? been asked, like, do you feel, do you uh, feel safer when a police officer is around you. No. no. And the resounding answer for the majority of people I know is no. I've no. never felt like this overwhelming calmness no. when one's around. It's always I'm always on edge. And yep. I didn't I wasn't raised like that, but I still know yeah. you know that mentality and yep. it's we it's but it's training. Go back to the days of of being a community servant, a public yep. servant. And it's I think the, that'll help the issue if they're in the public eye with kids, like especially with kids, like in um, rough neighborhoods. Yep. If I saw a cop acting in manners that would make them look good as a kid, probably would have had a different opinion oh, yeah. about them. Yep. But they were never around except for the parts that when it was bad. Did you see that one cop that um, they call him the basketball cop or whatever? Yeah. And he brought yeah. Shaquille O'Neal to play basketball. Yeah, with it's the fantastic. Kids. It was amazing. Yeah. But so, it's it is it's a, it's a stigma that. I don't believe in the whole, um, like, f you know, fuck police, like whole thing. I, I mean, the A cab thing, I'm not into that. No. I always say S cab because some cops are bastards. Yeah. You know, like, uh, there is some people out there that just want to do their job and they want to do a good job at it. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, just like every other system. One bad apple doesn't spoil the bunch. There's corruption. Yeah. There's, you know, you, you know, you have these cops that are witnessing other cops do shit that they can't even tell on the cops about because they're going to be ostracized or they're going to be reprimanded by the superior who's already corrupt, whatever it may be. It's a corrupt system, all of it, you know? So how do we fix that? Well, for the, the, the training thing, a lot of it. So all these, these shootings from day one, when I entered my service, it's like the, um, deadly use of deadly, of deadly force is so beat into our heads. Like I got that mercilessly beaten to me for, um, we call it this, the deadly force triangle, opportunity, capability, and intent. You have to, all three need to be met for you to discharge your weapon and take someone's life. And if you are discharging your weapon, there is no, I'm, I'm pulling it to, um, they're like, why don't you shoot him in the leg? It to kill. Yeah. They're like, why don't you shoot him in the leg? That's not how guns work, dude. Yeah. That's not how guns work. It's not a deterrent. So, this is no, a fucking, a, a end gun all should all. never be a deterrent. Yep. Gun, stop the situation. Yep. So, but they have to meet all those, those three things. And it's, and if you did do that and all those three weren't met, you're going to get burned at the cross. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to end up at Leavenworth, which is the military prison. You're going to end up there. But these, these PD, they just don't get that same training. Now uh -huh. they say they do, and they say they do all these, you know, these gun shoots and stuff, but like they beat the crap out of us with that opportunity, yeah. that, that deadly force triangle. And you got to meet it. And these guys just don't have the training I think to do, yeah. To deal with, but the same it's a, thing. It's a scary job, but regardless. It's, it's, it's psychology too. Yeah. Like they need more mental health training. They need more training. And then it sucks because the RPD people that we do know, they're like, we get plenty of training and we do this and that. And it's like, well, no, I don't think you do. Because well, and, and maybe those guys do, but who's to say that this guy is? Well, that's like, the other thing too. Who's to say thing, anybody for each with, individual person, yeah. who's to say where their level is of plenty of training? Anybody with a clean record. Mm-hmm can be a police officer Yeah, for the most part. You got a clean record and, a, and you don't have any history of mental health, guess what? You can be a police officer. Yeah. Well, I guess that leaves me out. <laughs> Which part, the mental health Mental part? health. Yeah, I, come, come on. <laughs> yeah. Come on. It's, it's, and it, it's a shame, you know, and, and it's, not a, it's not a dig at them, but it kind of is, you know, like it's, and yeah. it's not, 
it's not a, a high skill position to be to acquire yep. and they're not very well compensated in, in the beginning. Huh. So it's like, what's their incentive? Yep. Yeah. I look at it, certain things and I watch, you know, like, you know, um, why did they get to speed all over the streets without their lights on? Bro, I almost got hit on my bike. I, I fucking hate that. Last time, last time I rode here, uh, we dropped up the bike at Josh at, mm -hmm. at RPM. I was riding the Costa Mesa in this, I was, uh, I had my phone on my, my rock form out and I was like going through the GPS, make sure I was going to my house in Costa Mesa. I was on the 91, probably going like by Yorba Linda, you know, going like 80, just cruising. Cause I was getting my GPS fixed. Yeah. All, I swear to God, this bike cop almost took my mirror off, blew by me. And I'm in the fast lane and the, the toll roads are to my left, blows, blows by me and then cuts in between the cones and goes into the, goes into the, the toll road. Dude, dude, dude's doing a hundred, 110, yeah. like on, on a, a CHP bike. And I'm like, what is, what was that? I like, wanna, I'm going to, I want to go become a cop just to pull over. No lights cop. on, no code, nothing. Like just I'm gonna hauling pull, ass. Yeah, I'm going to pull over. Uh, I'm just going to hang out. And when I see another cop speeding in their cop car, I'm going to pull him over and try to write him yeah, a ticket I was gonna in the say, cop could car. Could you imagine if I pulled some shit like that? I would be immediately thrown in jail. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's, it doesn't make, it doesn't, I just don't understand. Like, Basically what they're saying, like what I feel, what I mean, the perception, you know what I mean? What you see is like, you're holding yourself to a hot, like a standard that you feel that you're better than us. Or, you know what I mean? Like when I, when I'm, when I'm cruising down fucking Arlington here and I'm getting passed by a cop doing 75 miles an hour with no lights on. That's fucking sketchy. It's bullshit. Yeah. It's fucking bullshit. Like you, you're speeding. You or you can't, and also you don't get to just turn your fucking lights on to run the red light. I see no, that I too. See that. They only turn the light on just to get through the light, and then they turn it off. Yeah, and I'm you don't like, get to do bro, that, what? what? You're abusing what your the the power that you know supposedly us citizens have given you. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. And that's not fair. And that's why you get such a shitty fucking view on yourselves. And it, it's true. I mean, most of my encounters with officers, especially growing up, has never been good. But also, I didn't live in the best parts of Riverside. So, and then hang out with like little Christian people. Like, you know, my friends were my friends. I love them to death, but yeah, sometimes we got in fucking trouble and yep. sometimes they were around. I mean the same, but like those, uh, issues can be mitigated, but if, if you are a police on the beat and you're in a rough neighborhood and you're there months, that guy needs that guy or girl needs to be rotated off that oh, section. Yeah, because they get burnt out, and then when they yeah. see the nope. same, you know, shitheads or the same situations, they're literally gonna take their day out on that person. Oh, definitely. And I've seen it happen where yep. they're just like, "I'm fucking tired of this shit. Oh, like, yeah. I'm gonna beat the fuck out of this guy." Yep. Because he's been he's been working the same route for 20 years, and oh, yeah. now now look this, oh, another punk kid. They just want to fuck with skateboarding in an area not supposed yep. to be skateboarding, and they're gonna beat the shit out of him. I just read this article, uh, I think it was in Tennessee. Uh, Highway Patrol out there was I guess he was watching over one of his buddies, arresting somebody, and this guy was on the corner, across the street, recording with his phone, and the the highway patrol got pissed off and went over there and started talking shit and ripped because the guy was wearing a mask, you know, a little, uh, COVID mask, yep. ripped, ripped the mask off of it and was talking shit to him. And then he, he walked away and he said, he's like, I'm tired of you guys. I don't know if he said like recording or, or your mask or whatever. Walked away. They ended up firing the dude. Dude was a 22 year veteran on the highway patrol and he got fired for, he just snapped and just grabbed the yeah, dude's yeah. mask off. He needs and, to get rotated yeah. and do something different yeah, or, or they need to do go a, a different area evaluations, oh. you know, whatever it may be there. There definitely has to be some sort of change, you know? Um, 
Well, did you see that they had the, they all those uh, police gangs? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, came out. No, I didn't see all of them. I know I saw that there was another one or some shit. Yeah, I guess there's there's a bunch of different types of gangs that are in or clubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, clicks in, inside. Um, I think there was one over here in L.A. Uh, uh, is one called the Iron Order? <laughs> <laughs> no, these ones are actually worth something, I guess. Apparently, to these guys, but like, um, I think they were called. Um, Oh shit! What was it called? Uh, like I think they were called the Slaughters or something, and it was a uh, it was a skull with the with the Nazi helmet on, and uh, Jesus. I, I think he was like laughing. There was guns or whatever, but I guess if if a, if what you're a cop, you can get in the club if you've shot and killed somebody while on duty, and then they have like their own little thing or whatever, and it just came out. Apparently they've the, the the departments have known about it. Oh yeah, I'm sure they have. Um, but it it, it it shit hit the fan because some dude recently just came out and was like, "Yeah, I I've been seeing this and like people are being aggressive trying to they're trying to get into this club, you know, and then they're doing all this shit." So he called um, a anonymous. Or, yeah, I saw I saw this little story. Oh, I didn't so he get was all like a whistlebl- a whistleblower, yeah. basically. Yeah, well, oh. well, but now he's being threatened and shit. Yeah, oh, like, I'm sure because they posted his phone call. Yep. Out there, they oh, said, "Hey, this fuck. dude called." So then they put this dude on blast at the department. Yep. And the dude ended up getting fired. Yeah, oh. yeah, and then he gets fired. That's what doesn't make sense. Also, I mean, that's how corrupt the system is. Yeah, because you have a, a, you have the good apple yeah. trying to figure out how we can get the bad apples out, and because of his actions, now he's fired. Well, did yeah. you, you, you know, know, obviously that lawsuit. I'm sure. Like gonna, a, I'm sure he'll be perfectly fine after the lawsuit's done because you know. He's gonna get a bunch of money, but then what does that do for all of us? I mean, our taxes. But that's like any any deeply ingrained union in the in the in the country. I mean, that's I I think teachers are holding us hostage right now. Oh yeah, I guess you know, like we. uh, I I think right now with with the teaching that I'm watching, like I'm talking to my kids and shit. Um, they, yeah, they need to re- definitely reduce their pay. Well, it, it just, like, it, it's just, it's they, just absolutely fin- like mind blowing that like everybody really else can care. go to yep. work. Everybody else can go to work yep. and they're, you know, even during the, the essential, non-essential time, like everybody that needed to go to work, went to work and yeah. I go to work every day. She goes to work every day and we deal with the things that our employers want us to do, yep. you know, whatever hoops we got to jump through, we get it. What is the difference with their hoops? Is well, it because well, yeah, we have a virus that is so smart? This virus is so smart that if you're eating outside, you can't get it, <laughs> and if you're under a certain age, you can't get it. That's how smart this virus yeah, is. I mean, and or, yet we can't go to at, school. You know, after eight p.m., it comes out in the night. Yeah, it, when we can't yeah. put our kids in school, you have kindergartners who can't pay attention to anything. How are they supposed to pay attention to a screen? Yeah, so those are the most important years of a child's yeah. development, right? And that's the thing that like we were so adamant about is that my the teacher that's instructing my child, my kid, they're in kindergarten especially. They need to they cannot be instructing with a mask on. Those kids are using the uh, movements of a mouth yep. to learn how to pro- cognitively use words and how to speak yep. properly. Yep. Like they have to see that stuff and hearing it through a muffled mask, not seeing that it's not going to translate. No. We're going to see a massive decline in this stuff. And it's a shame that the unions are crying that, you know, their lives are at risk. What 
I can go to Walmart and CVS and just fine with yeah. with tons of people around. I don't wear a mask and anywhere. It's fine. Yeah, yeah no. no. We we haven't either, except for well, Costco. They they chase us. Yeah, if they, um, I will I will put one on if they ask me to. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit there and fucking cause a big ass scene. Yeah, but you have to ask me to. My yeah. wife, she yeah. puts one on. She's like, I don't want, I want to avoid all that. I said, what do you mean? They're taking our freedoms away. Yeah. Why should I put a mask on? If everybody else is wearing a mask, then I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know? He, he asked me every time I, I walk into a gas station where we're traveling, he's like, did you get in there without the mask? I'm like, I didn't fucking wear the mask and no one well, even looked at me. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I mean, uh, I have to wear one at work, but that's mandated. I don't yeah. have an option. I mean, yeah. Like, uh, exactly. I, I mean, we, I we take it off. Every chance we get, we do it. We don't. We, we put it underneath our nose. But it's like, I deal with the shit that I have to. But I, I, I will. You have to make a living. What yeah, can you do? But, you I'll, know? but I'll take. And that's the thing that most people are having to deal with. And it's and it comes off ninety percent of the time when I'm there. Anyways, I just. I mean, literally, like now, it seems like it's getting better and better yeah. and better for our people on our side because people are just like, fuck this thing. And they fucking yeah. throw it. What's what's killing us is these morons that just keep walking around with it during the daytime. I'm like, bro, like stop wearing yeah. it. Like one, you're outside. Yeah. Take that shit you're off. You're the only person on the like, street. Or yeah. they're alone in their car. Yeah. Like, oh, that's the weirdest. The well, yeah, it, it's just weird. But like, they're like, I'm like, just take it off. Like you're enabling the problem. The problem will go away if everybody just stops doing this shit. There's, so there's two different factors to this situation, the whole mask thing. One, all the, so when everything first shut down, Basically, we had grocery stores open, right? That's it, pretty much, you know? Like, yeah. Not, I still, this is the same people working at the grocery store. None of those motherfuckers died. You know what I mean? So that tells me they didn't get sick. Two, all the homeless people are still rocking and rolling. Those motherfuckers don't even have a mask. <laughs> I mean, and, you know, like... And they are definitely not washing their hands. No, fuck no, since <laughs> no. like a decade ago. It, it's like, I can go into the grocery store and just finger fuck everything. Yeah. And there's no one behind me like, oh, I'm going to wipe that down because he touched yep. it. Like... Nobody. Yep. So how in the hell is that any different than, I mean, it blows my mind. Like, well, yeah, I just want, usually it's the same people too. They're walking around with their phone. Like they were wearing their mask, they're walking mask, with their phone, their face. touching their fucking shit, touching the stuff on the store. And then they go like this. Yeah. Well now, and then, and then you're, when you're constantly adjusting your mask, everything that was just on your hands is now on your mask. Yeah. <laughs> Now you're breathing it in through the mask. Yeah, it's you know it's, it didn't filter it like it's you're done. It, you know a, it's, a, it's a cloth covering even N95, it's not going to filter out no. this stuff. It's not like we wear ridiculous respiratory systems for everyday tasks that are complete at all that Americans do. Yeah, like they work wrong. You know, toxic chemicals and they asbestos. wear these. Yeah, asbestos like uh, massive masks for these things. Yeah. but for a, the deadliest virus in you know in history, we're yep. going to wear a little cloth. Face little, covering, little like face covering. that makes no sense with completely flawed least. data. Like it completely out of control. How that is yeah. being, all being reported. It's fucking insane. I don't understand. And I don't understand well, where yeah. this is going to end still. It, after the election. Yeah, I know that. But <laughs> well, how is it going to end? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know what's going to happen, man. I really don't. Like, I, I mean, think, I think, I mean, I think the election is going to go one way and then I think we're going to see a shit ton of riots again and like all sorts of chaos. And I think we're going to be seeing so, uh, military on our fucking, you know, cruising around more. So I'm saying it right now and you can mark it. There's going to be a massive false. There's going to be a massive flag event. That's going to happen. That's going to be supposedly perpetrated by somebody who supports QAnon. Yeah. Watch it's going to happen because they need to divert attention away from that and make it a negative thing. You mean like when they diverted the attention from a Hillary's email server and had the riots the same day? Correct. Uh, the day that she was, and then the day that she was 
Well, it was the, it was the day that she was on in court. It was, it was, um, this was the the day that the riot started. Was the same day that, they that she denied, was in court. They denied her appeal. On yeah. Her subpoena. So then apparently, so as of yesterday, though, um, actually, you yelled, you yelled at me when I was looking at this. You're like, yes, your phone. I'm like, this is important. <laughs> a uh, uh, federal appeals court uh, ruled in favor of Hillary that she does not have to physically sit and answer the question. So it's going to go back and forth now. That, Shut the fuck yeah, up. So, and here's the thing, right? So this is how, this is the hypocrisy of all this shit. That was supposed to happen in September, right? Guess what other trial is happening in September? Hmm. The officers uh, in the George Floyd case. Oh, yes, it is uh, happening. That's the, the, the trial problem. happening in September. So guess what's going to happen in September? Oh, and end of September. Be about. That is going to end. And guess what? It's not going to go the way that mm -hmm. uh, people want. And... We're gonna have massive unrest prior to the election. That's yep. exactly what's gonna happen. And then even better, even crazier about this is did you know that Glenn Maxwell's trial is not until 2021? Why? That's a good what question. Nobody knows why. Federal federal case and she's pushed out till 2021. September, yeah. Like September 2021. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. That's fucking weird. Yep. Uh, I mean federal case, so it might take a little longer. I get it. But the there's no, there's there's no way it should take any longer. They already have everything. I, it, well, yeah. So just there was but, a documentary. Yeah, pay attention to pay attention <laughs> like pay attention to yeah. what uh, Attorney General Barr is doing right now. Pay attention. That should be your focus right now. Everyone's focus should be on that. Yeah. Because that is going to bring down a very large uh, thing that occurred in America, and it's treason. And these people should be treated as traitors. And you're talking about. You know Obama and all these other correct politicians. Obamagate, yeah. and so you know, I mean, that's one you know a whole another deal. Like we, you've seen a lot of like, I mean, and I, I again only have bits and parts of information, but you see a lot of like military high end officials, a high up fucking people stepping yep. down right now. What is that? What do you feel that that's all linked to? Um, it's one second. Uh, the um. George, the General Flynn stuff is huge because they were deeply involved with the investigations of this stuff and they were asked to do things that they knew wasn't right. Mm -hmm. And now it's coming to light. Like literally, Roger Stone, Roger Stone got uh, convicted for not cooperating. So th that's the thing is he got convicted because he refused to basically perjure himself for crimes he didn't commit and for crimes President Trump didn't commit. Yeah. He refused. He basically was the baddest dude on the planet because he yeah. said, I'm not fucking ratting on my boy, especially for something they didn't do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, they convicted him for it. That's why it blows my mind when they say that when they got rid of him or they, uh, when, when he was sentenced, was commuted and the media was outraged. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. Well, first of all, the charges he was, he was that were brought against him were because were on were based off of fictitious claims that got thrown out in court. Like none of that stuff happened. In fact, it was the complete opposite of it. Yeah. Which blows my mind how they the world has been managed to flip that entire situation on its head yep. and put it against the opposite side yep. when they were the ones that committed it. All of it. Every ounce of it. Like that is that is Watergate times like ten. Like yeah. this is the deepest ingrained like treasonous action to try to take down a sitting president. Yeah. Like, it's insane. It is crazy. And the fact, the fact that people don't see it and they buy the shit sandwich they're fed every day. That's, that's what's crazy to me. The I mean, I, I, I definitely agree that he's not the most, um, hundred percent agree too. 
you know, you, you know, <laughs> yeah, you don't have to really, you know, I definitely, you know, he, he says shit, he tweets to tweet it with the Twitter shit and the, you know, Oh yeah. I don't, I, I mean, I just, I, again, I, my, I mean, my political knowledge is so small. I don't really even know, but I always just base everything on the economy. How is the guy that's been in the in political in office for 47 years going to be this savior? Yeah. But the guy that's been doing it for four years is the devil and caused every problem. I, can, I wouldn't vote for that guy just the way he touches girls and like, oh, it's Kyle so sniffer? gross. Oh, Biden. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We actually, we actually saw our first Biden sticker today. <laughs> right. There's, there's, a, there's a guy down the street has a Biden like thing, like a little one. thing in his, uh, on his front uh, yard. I haven't seen any except for one other one in Phoenix. And then now it's, I, so technically it's my second, but his first. Yeah. But. And then he picked uh, Kamala oh. Harris to run with them. Yeah. I'm like, does anybody know what she was doing over here? Like yeah. he, didn't, he didn't pick, he was assigned, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, yeah. uh, yeah, no. And it's like, they didn't even care about that again because, uh, the, the public just blinders ignores every, the things that are in front of them. Like oh, yeah. you picked, so you're, you're a party for it. progression and all this, uh, you know, all these progressive movements. Um, but you literally picked a old rich white man and a former, cop prosecutor that fought and jailed more. You know, it's, it's just crazy. Like yeah. you put so many people in prison for weed charges yeah. and, and enforce them like to the max, yep. but you're going to be represent the political party that is against all that stuff. Like yeah. doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. No, no, none, none at all. I think Ryan needs his own podcast on this. Oh, he'll I'm, go like seven hours. I'm sorry. This. Yeah, I'll go way too long with this stuff. I just <laughs> eventually we have to stop. We yeah, have, we have we have kids we have to get to. Oh, um, this one's hungry. That means. Yeah, my daughter's texting me right now too. She's like, I want to go to the grocery store. <laughs> get <laughs> your mask been, ready. I mean, I'm I'm really excited that you guys came out and, yeah. and made some time and and got to sit down and and shoot the shit. Um, I'm really glad. Yeah, we, we will definitely have to do this again when next time you guys come out and we'll go more and see more. in two weeks in Four Corners. Oh yeah, I know. Yes, we. I, is that in two weeks? I mean, not, basically, it's August fifteenth. Oh, oh shit! Lord. I know. Are you I'm packed? Not, Are you ready? <laughs> no, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. We're leaving on the second to head that way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so it's three. Sorry, three weeks, but basically, we two. will yeah, see you there. That's crazy. And yep, I'm we'll excited. It should be fun. Um, you guys, are you guys camping again? Or are you guys? Yes. Where are you guys yeah. gonna camp at? You know, we'll figure that out. I was, uh, I'm gonna when say, you I'm gonna find go, out, you let I'm us know. I'm gonna stay on Oak's property. That's what I think we're gonna I do. Think we're yeah, gonna I'm gonna do. Do. <laughs> I've been doing that since day one. Like, let's just, oh, let's just make acres? sure. I'll see you there. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the plan. Yeah, let's yep. just. We'll definitely coordinate for sure. Um, it's definitely gonna be a a slap together situation just Four because motorcycle gathering. Yeah. Yeah, fun. call it a gathering. We're doing a pie eating contest on Sunday. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, Speed Kings pie eating contest. Wait. How many how many pies do you think? I don't know. Is I don't it, know what's it, happening. Is, well, is the dealership involved or is it just? I think it's going to be at the saloon. Yeah. Oh, okay. At the dealership. Yep. So they're actually I'm still going to allow us to like do stuff there. I think so. How what many how like? many pies do you think this man would get? No, no. It's who eats one pie the fastest. That's how oh, it works. Oh, the fastest. Oh, I'll I do can. it both ways. I can't. Oh God. <laughs> I'm not doing that shit. No, I can't. Oh, let's I see how many. Hey, how we pies have to do the arm wrestling competition again. No, I can't. I've not been to the gym. Oh yeah. Well, better start curling that one arm. You only got to do one arm. Lift lift uh, gallons of milk. No, I I think I need to retire already. No one, <laughs> no one cares how good you do. Not a single person. <laughs> yeah, I don't think cares. anyone's like. Damn, she good? doing good. No, like I hope she wins. She's so strong. No, <laughs> no one cares. No one cares. You know, we it's get, just like yeah, chicks doing chicks. things. <laughs> chicks doing things. I hope somebody slips and their shirt comes off. <laughs> I saw a nipple. 
thinks all it is. Every rally ever. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. every guy's thought ever. Yeah, we'll oh, see yeah. what happens. Every guy, I'm going to build a sweet bike and get so many chicks. Yeah. Walk out of your bike, 10 dudes. Yep. You're like, fuck, man. Oh, so I can pull the guys. Good yeah. luck. You have a better chance than we do. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, thank you guys, and we'll talk soon. Thank you. Lorenzo, do you want to say anything? Bye. <laughs> This episode of Shooting the Shit with Speed Kings is fueled by 11 Bravo Coffee, a veteran-owned mobile coffee shop where a dollar for every pound brewed or sold is donated to veteran organizations. 11 Bravo Coffee Company supports many community and motorcycle events, and if you'd like to learn more about 11 Bravo Coffee Company or book them for your event, head over to 11bcc.com or visit them on Instagram and Facebook at 11 Bravo Coffee Co. We love their coffee, man. They come to a lot of events with us and set up, and we're lucky to have their cold brew on tap here at the shop. So go ahead, check them out.